Thing onion. Both are the splonion. Both involve destruction. Yes. Fire. Fire. Yes. You know. Crying. And both are representative yeah. of what the movie does. It destroys itself by trying to be what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. my God, does it think it's clever? I should have put like a little oh, monocle. My goodness on gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a bionicle? No, monocle. A monocle. Oh, I thought you said I put a, put a <laughs> bionicle <laughs> in the explosion. No, no I wanted to be a bionicle. I, well, bionicle we know yeah, bionicles are very cool. A very well-known signifier for intelligence, having a bionicle. I would say that's true, actually. Did you ever have a yeah, bionicle? I had several bionicles. I had, I had the bionicle uh, when they first came out. I had the fire one. Toa Tahu is his name. My brother had the ice one, and they had the remember they had the ones where I, I I forget the timeline. They had little ones that had like um they they would roll up, not like transform, but they would just turn into little balls like Metroid for easy storage, and they came in these they special little containers little balls like Metroid. Yeah, they turn <laughs> into little balls like Metroid. <laughs> I, I believe. <laughs> You don't get this rags, and that's why I love you. I, Metroid girl you turns into a ball and uh, rolls well, around. You know what? I, yeah. Now, what? Now it's a meme. That's, that's but okay. I, I forget what they're called. Um, the... I don't know either, but I have one of those on my shelf over there. Cold they had like little teeth ball. on the front. Uh, do they? They had like red eyes. Buy a nickel. It's a it's a green one, like a green face in it. Wait, sorry. Yeah. So that teeth on the well, front. We don't balls. refer to people by that typically, but um. I mean, I'm talking about Lego. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, the bionicle people. I don't think I've had bionicle. I think I might have had like one, but I, I don't. <clears throat> I don't know. I never cared for it much. Like I thought, Lego just regular Lego. I preferred that. Is there... yeah, it was all Lego all the time for when I was a little guy. Is there acknowledgement in the <laughs> Simpsons universe ever that this skin is yellow? Uh, I don't think this so. This guy. These. Well, you so anybody that, who would know would be Fringy. Oh, no, no, no. Remember the gag when, like, Homer hallucinated, like, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie, like, looking like, like, regular, like, real <laughs> people with five fingers and everything? <laughs> <laughs> and he screamed and ran out, I think. I think I remember that, yeah. Is that your bionicle there, Rags? That's one of the... I, I had one that was, like, of this style, but I can't remember what color it was. I just know the, um... No, that you could like move their arms and legs, and they would make like a little. They they become compact, Ooh, sorry. and then you can, okay. and they came in the the little boxes and stuff. Because all of the con all the containers that you would ever get, they were really stylized and very definitely. They they always often came in like tubes, yeah, or things like I that. Definitely oh, the tubes, yeah. Tubes them, yeah. Oh yeah, let me get you the original here. Da 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 da. da. That's the one I had. I had, I had Tahu. He was the fire guy, and this was the first one. This is sword. when they were and they have different relatively weapons, right? simple. Yeah, I have cool. no idea what the story is. Something about wearing masks gives you like power or something, and he has he has like the fire mask, and it gives him fire powers or something. I think it's like the government uh, were in a big civil war, and then they attack from underneath the crust of the earth, and they they're called locusts. That's, you're uh, talking about a different thing. No, I'm no, it's bionicle. Yes, yeah, bionicle. He has the ma mask ma of uh, masks of gear. He has the phoenix mask. Yes, which gives bionicle. him the fire powers. Bionicles of war, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
You need to Here, do a Bionicle the one. episode, apparently. I remember Bionicle as being one of the first sort of... Yeah, yeah, those guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they would have the little... Yeah, they had, like, the little jelly masks inside of them. Yeah. But I don't know what they mean. <clears throat> the aliens. But that's Bionicle. I just don't know what any of this means. It's oh, all so confusing. They made TV shows and stuff for Bionicle, right? Yeah, this like, movie, right? It Mask of Light. Uh, I've never uh, seen no. it. I don't know if they, because when they started making all those Lego movies, they made a Ninjago Lego movie, but they never got around to Bionicle, and I'm pretty sure they're not making them anymore. They didn't make enough money. Well, that's their loss. It probably also, depends on... Um, culturally. I, I guess it depends on how much money they spend, because I don't think, like, Mask of Light and everything, I don't think those were, like, theatrical. Oh, but... I'm talking, like, the Lego movie and stuff, which were, like, theatrical films. You don't think? Uh, wait, are you saying the Lego movies didn't make enough money? Uh, the Lego movie did well. Lego Batman did fairly well, but Ninjago and the second one didn't do so well. So they're not making them anymore. Uh, I wouldn't expect Ninjago to do well theatrically. Well, and it also came out the same year as the Lego Batman movie, so it's like that's kind of oversaturation. I think two Lego oh, movies yeah. a year. You know? Do you think they tried to do like a Lego MCU kind of thing? Oh, they wanted to make it a franchise, um, but the problem was that the quality was starting to deteriorate. The Lego movie was the best one. Lego Batman was pretty cool, but Ninjago and the second one, yeah, not 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 a fan of those ones really. So anyway, yeah, enough about Bionicle. Um, better stop before we start talking about Galador. As it may have been mentioned, there was there was to be a break this week, so we could get on with some other stuff. Oh yeah, I remember um, you saying that to me. You know, and I believe there was a very enormous and passionate sentiment of never again will we talk about Glass Onion. It is done. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. And uh, you guys may not know, but there was a fun little watch crew to watch the movie, and a part of that crew was Mr. Critical Drinker. And, of course, we discussed with him the film after it, and like, la, 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 la. He puts out his video... I saw it and thought, yep, that about summarizes a lot of the issues, the general sentiment behind the creator, good stuff, moving on. And then, then, posting this other video, this, and they were like, to be fair, the drinking video was pretty bad, this video is great. Oh, and I was like, oh my what? And then, mm. yeah, there was, you I think- the movie was great, no, it was like fool. Two significant- Reddit posts about all of this. The first one was the sentiment was this video kind of annihilates Drinker and that everyone should track it out. And that, to be honest, you know, sometimes, sometimes you miss and you need to accept that. And I was like, okay. Then the second post for it, and this was after I'd seen it as well. And I was like, right, EFAP's coming for this video. Uh, the second post was like, <laughs> some people were like, how the fuck do people think this was a good video? What the hell? I was just like, have you listened to some of the arguments he gave? And I was just like, that's <laughs> more like it. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> um, give sweet, it time. Um, Give it time. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we we have checked out this video because I was very curious. And my God, I can't wait to talk about uh, this is the absolute state of uh, Glass Onion Defenders, is what I would say, <laughs> I guess. Um, it's no good. A lot of it is stuff we've already talked about. It's, it, mm. You know, when a movie comes out, uh, you do have to use the tools it provides. So when you're defending Glass Onion, the most common thing you see all over the internet is that fucking gif of... Benoit Blanc being like, it's dumb. And it's like, why? Seemingly the most prevalent defense of the film is the jokes on you I was pretending to be a retarded meme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so yeah, I, uh... I often I want to sit down and ask Ryan, how seriously am I supposed to take your film? Just so we're just between you and me, am I supposed yeah. to like give a shit? I mean, or do you I really not? have respect for this film, this type of film? Do you really? I don't believe you. And, yeah, and... there's always a little bit of that. Are you trolling a little bit? Kind oh, of it really vibe. feels that way sometimes. Yeah. Are you are you a vampire? <laughs> Except instead of sucking blood, you just suck like genres. Mm, uh, you suck the joy out of all genre anybody's ever had. Um, well, and, and the question that you've asked previously, Rags, but like with this defense, then they could never have failed, right? There's no, there's nothing they could have done wrong. No way they could have fucked this up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Stupid. Tell me what's the difference between a good glass onion movie and a bad glass onion movie? Because it seems like this one is really bad. Well, you know what? But you guys are saying it's good. So, um, I uh, it got brought up in a comment, and I thought it was brilliant. Uh, a, I'll I'll say a bad glass onion movie is this. A good glass yeah. onion movie is Hot Fuzz. Uh, oh, oh, this nice. comment that was explaining that yeah, Hot Fuzz is a movie where uh, uh, Angel puts together everything as a super complex. He actually digs into all the reasoning for why all the murders are happening, and then you find out it's like no, they just they just the, those people are ruining the reputation of the. Uh, the village, so we're killing them. <laughs> it's, it's super simple, yeah. <laughs> and like everyone but, there is a very simple village goer person. It's not, a, it's, you know, and they even say to him, like, "You're from the city. You assume everything is crazy, action packed, and like insane nonsense." Like, no, it's just white village folk. And, and like an all the facts, all the facts are there all along, and that you know you could have thought the correct thing. You know, because you had all the information, unlike Glass Onion, where there's yeah. no way to predict what's going to happen because he just doesn't tell you. Unfair to compare any movie to Hot Fuzz. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> well, compare it for the purposes of explaining how good Hot Fuzz is and how not good the other things are. It's acceptable. Yeah, and uh, I should say, I have very like important and early plans tomorrow. That was like because the whole idea was I wasn't doing anything tonight, so... Hopefully we can get through this fast, right, guys? Yeah. Oh, you fool! Uh, yeah. Historically, yeah. Yeah, historically, yeah. Um, it's only half an hour. So <laughs> we'll fuck off. Oh, oh, it's gonna be so. <laughs> well, quick. we've done worse. Um, you knew what you did when you didn't tell me how long that video was. And <laughs> how eye-catching too. It's uh, it's already kicking off. Lots of discussion around this video, and it's called the tr the critical drinker lied to you about glass onion. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's a lying claim. implies uh, ooh, that's, that's a, a bold claim. Um, yes, it implies some serious intent. Yes. Uh, now, like I said, I've seen this, and I already th think it's absolutely fair to say Pillar of Garbage, the creator of this video, lied to you about Critical Oh drinker. my goodness gracious. Whoa! It a just... Pillar of Garbage lied to me? Keeps Wait, going, his huh? channel name is Pillar of Garbage? <laughs> that's real? Well, I guess we'll find <laughs> out if real? he lives up to his namesake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can he, oh can he hold up to that name? Can he give us what he's promised us? <laughs> I, I was promised a pillar of garbage. Do not disappoint me. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's no reason not to just start this this right up. Well, Everyone, well I've got to close my Bionicle tab first. So I was going to say, you guys lines. can talk more about Bionicle if you want to. <laughs> it's it. amazing how little I know about Bionicle. <laughs> <laughs> And yet, that just shows the power of Bionicle, I would say. <laughs> because look, Bionicle's crazy. I don't know so what's going crazy. on. Where are we? Who are these people? What are we trying to do? What's going on? 
Um, hopefully as well, I'm keeping an eye. <laughs> the the audio level should be acceptable, but I realize even I might be a little too you now because oh it's God. still doing the thing. Every PC I ever no. have does the thing where it lowers me by about 15 volume points <laughs> every time. I have to push it all the way back you, up. Um... You probably have to check off a few of the uh, inbreded, inbreded, <laughs> embedded filters. Is that like fucking a sandwich? What is that? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but there are many filters you got to turn off. Like Discord will auto volume you. It'll have like a really hard noise gate on you to where you'll fade out randomly. It's it's pretty annoying. You got to turn mm. a lot off. Well, there's got to be something because it drives me nuts. It's like it keeps being like, hey, we're changing you again. It's like, oh. Against the will of the user. That's just what you should do with technology. Mm-hmm. I love it when it says you're not authorized to make this decision. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, I am me. the law. I am your boss. <laughs> I have a hammer over there. It feels like, yeah. Fucking do oh, it. Coward. You use a pussy. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Super chat was funny. Here we go. There are a lot of lies in the Critical Drinker's latest video. A lot of smaller oh, ones the straddling the lines between deception and willful misinterpretation, a few bigger ones, and oh, so man, it's such a strong claim right immediately. Away, yeah. Damn. Yeah, like straight away, wouldn't the more likely cause for your disagreements be that he just like got something He's, wrong? Yeah, yeah it's like the, like he, he made a mistake because he's mortal no, and everything. We're know? not entertaining that, no. Oh, no, okay. okay. Well, okay. Willful Fred. misinterpretation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. A little harsh already. It's like you. You're not even gonna leave room for him just being human and getting something wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. He just. He just knows now. Dang. What a claim. Let's find out. The mind one... leader. Oh yeah. Yes. Which is useful. Ooh the lines between deception and willful misinterpretation, a few bigger ones, and one particularly shameless, bald-faced fib. As a matter of principle, I try one. my best okay. to avoid uh, watching okay. this guy's on. videos. It's not bald-faced, it's bald-faced. Bald -faced. That's, that's true! That's it. true, ER. Bothers People the hell out of me every time. Can't right. get, get it away with it. It is bald-faced <laughs> lie, that's right. It's, how can it's you have like a how face with no say, hair? Well, is it like one of those mix-ups where they think like, "Oh, I could care less," but it's like they keep fucking it up. So much. Yeah, that's the one. That, <laughs> I don't know. It seems pretty cut and up. dry to me. <laughs> what was that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> just died. Sounds like a, it's like a, a, like a, it's a chair moving. That a, across so a gay, a gay fart. I have, <laughs> I have a little gay fart. <laughs> have, have a little flute here. Usually, Discord doesn't pick it up. So usually I just kind of <laughs> mess around and ah, no one, no one, people are none the wiser, but apparently that one caught, that one went through. Yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of people getting idioms wrong, it's or, or words wrong. Uh, it, it is not half hazardly. It is hap hazardly. I've never well, known yeah, it to be half hazardly. Yeah. I've never, never heard anyone get that one wrong. Some people say half hazardly. Half well, the glass, as they say, is hap full. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a half kind of guy. The one I'm aware of, or one of the ones I'm aware of, is uh, it's espresso, not expresso. Yes, yes. we yes. say espresso all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've made that's a that bad mistake one. before. I thought it was espresso. <laughs> all these uh, grammar Because people say it so wrong. <laughs> so you think that's what it is. And then, yeah, rags, and then they say it enough that the dictionary goes, yeah, all right, fine. You know what, maybe it is. A, <laughs> oh, you know, maybe literally does mean actually figuratively. And I'm like, no, no, it never. <laughs> Hold the Fine. line. Maybe it is Hold nuclear now. Nuclear. 
<laughs> oh, I, oh uh, I was watching an old movie uh, the other night, and they say um, it was one of those old uh, shitty 1950s movies uh, with, like, monsters and stuff. So it's, hey. like, 80% World War II B-roll, 10% <laughs> guys yeah. in suits in a room, and Ooh. then 10% bullshit, right? And they say atomic bomb. Oh, no. Atomic. Atomic? That's atomic. Well, wow. no, it's not. It's old. It's, like, 70 years old. But I was wondering, like, oh, yeah, like, we say Adam, but we say atomic. But I guess he someone was wouldn't pronouncing know that. it in this old movie, Adam and Atomic. Well, <laughs> the, when, when they announce the pronunciation of a word, when it gets made, some other people are like, no, I don't like that. I'm going to push a different one. But then they get phased out eventually. They can't keep it up. Because like, oh, I'm yeah. fine with Atomic. Atomic sounds fine. But I guess it for whatever reason, we swap to me, to but it probably is, doesn't sound quite like, right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because we so all say cooler. atomic. I don't know. I it's wonder a, if I hit them of both like, of the atom with no uh, context, which one I would actually want to opt for. Atomic sounds, I don't know, stronger to me than it atomic. sounds strong and normal, yeah. but we're so used to it. But like yeah. atom and atomic. Atomic sounds like a health concern. It is a health concern. <laughs> is well, I mean, <laughs> I'd say it's a health concern. True. <laughs> Um. Anyway, where are we? Sorry, what's happening? Let's let's roll them back a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's yes. Pass a few bigger ones, and one particularly Neon. shameless, bald-faced fib. As a matter of mm. principle, I try my best to avoid watching this guy's videos, but someone sent me this latest. As a matter of kind principle, of, you don't watch his videos because critical principle. drink is a bad man. Oh, is he not far left? Yeah. It's because he's not like far left. That's why. Well, to be fair, it's because he doesn't like stuff like Willow, which is a genius what? show. The Witcher Blood cool. Origin, another genius uh, show. Um, do you know if this guy likes those shows? I don't. I don't know anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> if, you like, if you think Willow's good, you need to just stop. Stop. You need to read the dictionary. <laughs> Willow is a joke show. All right. It's, it's it's like a tax fraud. I would I think that's a good starter one for like come on no one likes this everyone could rip on yeah. this come on. If I you like think these... that Willow is good, you failed the test. You can't do this job. I like that he's torn between drinker should be called out for his lies and also I try not to watch his video, so he just tried to do both. Well, yeah, his argument here is that someone sent him the video, and so that this is just the result now. It's. It almost seems like you try to have those two worlds at the same time, and they're like, I would exactly. never go anywhere near yeah. this disgusting thing. But I did. <laughs> like, all right, then. Someone put it right in front of me, and I just couldn't stop. I couldn't, st I couldn't press pause. No. That, that pile of Pringles just fell in my mouth. I just couldn't help it. <laughs> it, just, it fell in right in there. I try my best to avoid watching this guy's videos, but someone sent me this latest one, and it kind of blew my mind to the point that I feel because it's it's yeah we probably set a little bit of stage here because we did it in the previous uh, podcast, but unfortunately, the Knives Out one and Glass Onion, I, I, they're both movies where everyone can't resist talking about your intelligence, no matter where you stand on this yeah. film. Yeah, just can't. Yeah, this is yeah. These are the films where if you like it and you get it, you're a smart person who understands art. And if you don't like it and you talk about things like logic and plot, then you're just an idiot and you don't understand art at all. Or a no, no, liar. You're a liar. Yeah. Or you're a liar. You're just lying about it. It's willful deception. You, yeah. you shit on it because you know it's good. 
Yeah, and you don't want Ryan to have a good movie because you hate The Last Jedi and you won't let it go. Yeah, and I'm gonna say it now just so you guys know, you could have told this anyway, but we were there when Drinker watched it. He was complaining throughout a lot of it about the things that didn't make sense, and he thought it was yeah. bad at the end. This was a genuine thing that he felt. I can reassure you of that, don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. He didn't secret. Yeah, he does not secretly <laughs> love this film. And you he's imagine? Trying to, yeah, we're all like, or whatever. We're all talking about it. That he goes, guys. I think it was really good, but of course, I, I won't, I won't say that publicly. Jeez. <laughs> the only thing he forgot is that I watched it with him. That's the only thing he forgot. He's, oh yeah, that was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> there was a German guy there. You're like, yeah, man. He's really yeah. Good. He's been but there I didn't the whole hear time. Any German in the call. What was happening? He's upset <laughs> at the lack of German representation in the movie. Yeah. True. Mm -hmm. A moral. There would have been a villain though. Moral obligation to use my comparative. Though there was a massive gap. Well, never mind. Uh, wait, push hold on. Back can, we, can we push that? Yeah, dial it back a little bit. We will dial it back all day. I'd love long. to dial things back. Principle. I try my best to avoid watching this guy's videos, but someone sent me this latest one, and it kind of blew my mind to the point that I feel a moral obligation to use my oh, comparatively boy. modest platform to push back against this slurry moral of boneheaded crazy He's a moral obligation. Well, yeah, you could tr translate what he just said into, I may be an underdog. I may be David, <laughs> but Goliath, you're going down, buddy. <laughs> mm. It's such a meme. <laughs> like... <laughs> well, you know, it's going to be funny, especially when we see what kind of arguments we're getting from this. Uh, mm. Mm. I'll just go as far as saying, I don't even know the drinkers are aware this exists. So <laughs> it's just kind of funny, like, because uh, he's already... Like, a couple of questions are coming on, like, open bar, where it's just like, you know, do you know people who've, uh, shit on your, your take on glass? And he was like, yeah, of course, everyone shits on everything I ever have, I, just, I don't care, it's just like, get over it, sort of thing. And I was like, don't you worry, we'll check it out on all EFAP, I'm curious what they have to say. That's um, our job! I'm... I'm always invested in knowing, like, when we come across a movie like Glass Onion that is so impressively terrible, that it's like, oh, you've got, like, a whole video? Not only defending the film and explaining, like, why it's really strong storytelling-wise, but in direct, like, like response to someone who we have quite a few agreements with in terms of the flaws. It's like, this is kind of perfect. I'm yeah. going to be able to finally understand what's so good about it. Um, that's not what happens, but... What? <laughs> like, it's overestimating, but hey, it's all right. Spoilers. Jeez. I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, you can tell already from this intro that he, he considers, like, Drinker's whole approach to be bad, and he's a bad person, and he lies and stuff. It's like, we've really, uh, we really don't you like better, Drinker in this video. You better have some strong he things lies. to say. You better, yeah. yeah. He modest like platform to push back against this slurry of boneheaded, brazen nonsense. Because mm. it really does just okay. lower this whole format of online media criticism. If okay. you just want to okay. see the main attraction, the mightiest porky, I'll put time codes in the description. But there's enough sheer bollocks what? before the big He's one saying, rolls what? around. He's saying there's a big lie that Drinker tells, but there are loads a of other lies he tells that he wants to go over first. Oh my god, uh, he just can't porky. stop lying. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard that before. Yeah, I've never heard a lie called a porky, but all right. I'm also curious uh, how these lies are categorized. Is it the impact on the film, or is it the amount of time it takes for him to lie, or is it chronologically like where it sits in the film? I wonder. I don't know. Um, I think it's got that much thought yes. has been put into it. How dare you? <laughs> you already know I've seen this. <laughs> so, how, how could you impugn the character of someone named Pillar of Garbage? Oh, I'm not. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> wow, just asking questions.
around with <laughs> posterity's sake. I think we better spend a bit of time just going through this mess. Okay, video. let's do Thanks for it. Pausing and oh, glass onion spoilers, Wait. by the way. Oh, what was Wait, that? Go back. Wait, what was that? Pause. What? What's happening? Did I miss an ad read? What was going on? Hang on, let's go back a bit. One rolls around that for posterity's sake, I think we'd better spend a bit of time just going through this mess of a video. Thanks for unpausing, and oh, glass onion spoilers, by the way. Oh, thanks uh, for unpausing? Wait, what? I don't understand. Oh, Did this you guys, is... Did you realize you guys would be using this on <laughs> This is, yeah, I've seen this before. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's quite a good meme. There's one where, where Hassan is responding to, or oh, he's not even responding, I think he's just watching a video. And this guy, the creator, he nails exactly where he predicted Hassan would pause. And like right after he says, thanks for unpausing Hassan or something like that. And it's like, it's a really funny video. It's a good clip. Like irrelevant of anything else. Just that in isolation. And I think ever since then, a lot of people have been trying to do that. Uh, people have done it with us before, but that's so fucking awkward. Because we kind of yeah, just... Yeah, that is awkward. <laughs> like, no, it just ruins the flow of the I'm video. Just, I'm looking okay. at that and I'm like, first of all, you just damaged your video for no reason at all. But secondly, like, why would we pause there? Why yeah. would you pick yeah. that? And then my, my thought was that maybe he expected people to pause his video, watch the movie first, and come back or something, and no. he just forgot to put that <laughs> in the script. I don't yeah, I don't know. No one does that. <laughs> yeah, I suppose not. Like, imagine someone didn't even... Have any context for the idea of what he's trying to get across there, and they just see this, and he just randomly says, "Thanks for unpausing." You're like, "What? Uh, you, you <laughs> it, dude? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. thanks." Anytime. Also, yeah, warning, chat. This is gonna have spoilers for Glass Onion in it. All right. Oh, uh, what? Gosh. Oh. Spoiler. It sucks. Yeah. Don't put yourself through it. Spoiler alert. Glass Onion spoilers, by the way. The star is really quite funny. Yeah. Ah, stupid people. <laughs> Let's be honest, they're basically everywhere in modern culture, from politics to music to YouTube. Um. Everywhere you look, you're confronted by vapid, brain-dead morons dispensing their unwanted and uninformed opinions like mentally challenged Delphic oracles. Remember Rings of Power? I do remember Rings of Power. <laughs> remember Rings of Power? Fortunately, oh, I do. Yeah, I came out like only a few months ago. Um, also, and no one gives a shit. <laughs> Happy to concede oh that is a strong opening from Drinker, just like... But the thing is, you know, he probably say like, don't worry, it doesn't apply to you if it doesn't apply to you. <laughs> I do like the mental image of a mentally challenged Delphic Oracle. That's kind of fun. That's a good line. Hmm. Good job. Oh my goodness. What is wait? Yeah. What? Rags, you're interrupting <laughs> what seems to be a very good running joke. Okay, you gotta let him. What? Gotta let him explain this one. Like mentally challenged Delphic oracles. This is the irony note. I'm gonna play it every time the drinker huh? says something bitingly unaware. What that he is... means by that is whenever oh, it... drinker <sighs> says this is stupid, he's gonna play that note to be like, actually no uh, you. Oh yeah, you're stupid. Oh, so that actually no yeah. you. <laughs> I don't just, even. Yeah, it's just a note that means no you. Yeah, I, I, he's like <laughs> okay, trying to dress funny. it up as being something more than it is just a fucking reverse card in Udo. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay. okay. It's just it's just like oh that's all you could come up with. Okay. That's not very clever, but I guess he thought it was. Isn't gonna pay off immediately, but it's gonna pay off. But yeah, the first. 
What do you mean? Uh, that was a payoff, wasn't that it? That was a payoff. That was you establishing Apparently. that I hit the oh, note, and then I explained uh, yeah. what the note means. <laughs> don't worry, there's going to be a payoff, I promise you. Do you think I'm he originally said, don't right worry, now. it'll be funny eventually? <laughs> and then he changed yeah, it. Exactly <laughs> Every time you've heard that note, it was actually the irony note. It means, no you. And then puts a little smile on the screen. I got him. Yeah. Didn't I, guys? It's not very good writing to say outright it's going to be a payoff. It's called you know. setup, idiot. In the it's movie, the when, they, when the character says, I have a gun, I might use it later. Like, well, I might use it later. And then now. looks directly to the <laughs> audience. No, really. <laughs> Remember this. Swear. I'm putting it in my shoe. Remember. <laughs> put it in a little ice bucket in the middle of the room. Oh, I no. suck in Ryan ideas. <laughs> the battle, tell, they tell. didn't even show us that. Uh, yeah, I know. First half or so of this video is pretty much just a fairly inaccurate plot recap with some incidental Last Jedi hate. Really, really is milking it that one. Incidental? Huh? It sounds like it's purposeful. It wouldn't be incidental. Oh no, no, no! To be fair, a lot of people don't know this. Ryan Johnson actually made the Last Jedi. Uh, he's the writer. What? Director. There's a link. I, I, to be fair, he might not know this. So Ryan Johnson made Glass Onion, and then a few years before he made Knives Out, and he famously. So I don't know how he missed this. Made the Last Jedi before that. When you review right. someone's movies, you do often look at their, um, let's say, history. When I was reviewing um, Multiverse of Madness, I couldn't help but reference that Michael Waldron had been involved in uh, Loki because it was not only relevant narratively but also just in terms of his past work and references to how good you can expect the work to be. Um, you can say this is because he's obsessing about the last jedi but i think that's better proven if you could find like a reference in every single video that has nothing to do with ryan johnson um, yeah to establish like a pattern of creativity and part of his artistic you know well, but also, apparently self-professed doesn't watch drinkers videos so like yeah how does he know that that's not the case it's just weird to me that mm -hmm. it seems obvious that you would reference Ryan Johnson's other films in a when you're talking review about of Ryan, Ryan Johnson's film. film. And like, if yeah. you talk about Spielberg's latest movie and then you reference Jurassic Park, it's like, oh wow, thirty years ago, not letting that one go. Yeah, yeah, let it like, go, what? mate. <laughs> Get a little obsessed there, and, and you know for a fact that if someone was positively reviewing Glass Onion, and then they said. Man, this was a great, great fucking movie, just like Knives Out, and just like The Last Jedi. This guy's not gonna go, wow, that came out in 2017, dude, still milking? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Drink is welcome to say that The Last Jedi is bad, it is video reviewing someone who made that movie, making a new movie. I wonder mm -hmm. if this guy gushed when, when Joker came out, if he was one of the people who was big onto the whole, like, it's just Taxi Driver, it's just, uh, it's just King of Comedy. It's like, man, let it go. Are you even referencing other films? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, let it go, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to get to the point where it's like, that came out a month ago. Let it go, dude. <laughs> Why are you referencing well, that's, shit? Like, that's that's yeah, Marvel. That's what it's done. Ago, that came out last go. week, dude. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even talking about Love and Thunder it's anymore. Pay off. But yeah, the first half or so of this video is pretty much just a fairly inaccurate plot recap with some incidental Last Jedi hate. Really, really milking that one, huh? So I'm not gonna oh, dwell nice on it for audio too change. long. But let's... It's supposed to be funny, Rags. It's like I go, <laughs> and see when I do that, it's like funnier because it's closer to the mic. Get it? Oh, okay. And it sounded more like it was added later. <laughs> the yeah, recording session. Uh, yeah. It probably was added later. It was, <laughs> it was like, ooh, later, I could yeah. do a shot of it. I think it absolutely was. Yeah. He just yeah, sprang any... up one morning and he's like, you know what would really make this funny? Damn, dude, I gotta get to it. I forgot this movie well, was from 2017. I better add that joke in. And the funny yes. thing is, I think the argument makes way more sense if you make it about 
I guess my channel, if you look at it, you'd be like, so much Star Wars, obsessed with hating on it. But like Drinker, if you look at his library, he's covering like fucking everything that comes out. I don't even know. Yeah. And then of course he said he hasn't seen the videos, so he has no reference for how he's how many. Because <laughs> even if if I was watching all of Drinker's videos and kept seeing TLJ references every time, like this movie's bad, but it's not TLJ bad or something, I'd just be like, you probably change the metric at this point, Drinker. <laughs> but the thing is, he doesn't uh, he doesn't do that so. plot recap with some incidental last jedi hate really really milking that one huh so i'm not gonna yeah, dwell milk on it, it. For too long but let's just jog through it and point out a few certified right. silly fella moments cool. some of these are lies some are just deceptive but all are yeah silly okay <laughs> what is it wait right, right. so you silly. just being a silly little guy so we have all of the examples many of them are lies but but we can guarantee that they're all silly. What does he mean by that? Just wrong? Silly yeah. lie? What's the difference between silly. a silly lie and a serious they're lie? Silly. I guess. <laughs> silly lie. In the context of this. Before the Silly recap, little liar. Silly, silly liar, dude. That means that's silly. Even starts, the guy's going on about modern Hollywood being idiotic, and he plays a clip of Jennifer Lawrence talking to Viola Davis. Girls and boys can both identify with a male lead. But boys cannot identify with a female lead. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> a fa famous clip went around quite many places. The more famous clip was when she said she, as Katniss Everdeen, approved that women can lead action movies. That was the one that. Uh, oh, fuck off. Yeah, well, it's the. It's, to be fair, it's it's a constant joke now on uh, Open Bar and I think Friday Night Tights, where whenever anyone references like an older or foundational thing, someone will be like, "Wasn't that Jennifer Lawrence?" And it's always hilarious. It's great. Uh. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, the one thing I will say is that, uh, as is pointed out here, the full context is that this was a thing that was said to Jer Jennifer Lawrence uh, by the film industry. Um, or Hollywood, I guess. And then she says it. And it's, it's, it's weird to watch because it looks like Viola Davis agrees with the idea. Like that, yeah. Boys yeah, can't associate. Like the whole point was that she, Jennifer Lawrence, doesn't believe that to be the case. Right, but the, like I said, I, I'm not sure if Viola Davis is agreeing with her or agreeing with her. It's bad that people would mm. tell her that, but yeah. obviously the point would still stand that that's a really fucking dumb thing that Hollywood would have said to her alone. Yeah. Um, whether or not she believes it. This is pretty misleading. The soundbite in question went viral a while back, leading to a bunch of people trying to dunk on Lawrence and Davis for the obviously silly sentiment coming out of Lawrence's mouth. But a lot of that was thanks to precisely this kind of context stripping. See, the function the clip played- But it was like, by her, by, sorry, by him saying that the sentiment was obviously, like, silly, right? But she's reporting what she was told by Hollywood executives. So Drinker, you're agreeing um, with Drinker. Yeah, Drinker's setup was know. the Hollywood is retarded, so yeah. Yeah, so this guy is not like what smart enough to understand that he just agreed well, with Drinker Rags, We will see. We will see what he says about that potential. He's okay, in the Drinker's video is a quick example of dumb Hollywood brain. And implicitly tying this into the reactionary circle jerk around the woman. Reactionary. That's what Lawrence and David. I, I don't even how did you like the clip itself was so bad that it got memed to death. Everyone made fun of it for it to the point where she had to explain herself later in another interview. She was like, oh, I, I didn't mean to, like, take away from other women who've made great, like, it's just like, yeah, but you did, because you didn't fucking yeah. remember or care. It's really weird for, like, a famous 
uh, you know, actress to Female not Hollywood actress, yeah, to not automatically be like, actress. oh man, you know, Sigourney Weaver and um, Linda Hamilton and even fucking referencing like Sarah Michelle Gellar or any any people. It's like they obviously made progress. So why would like well, I've just it's, ignored it's all of hard, them? Right? Like, were you not a Hollywood person women? being narcissistic? I know. Mm -hmm. I guess it's weird. Mm -hmm. Just odd that you like wouldn't you have been inspired by like women who had been in Hollywood and making movies and acting before you were right? Like you would have those references. You think? You think? This, this movie came and went out here. Hollywood dumb is saying. the main point here, but the subtext is because SJW. In reality, what this is just, just fucking making fun of someone who's stupid said something. You don't have to make someone everything. Someone said a dumb thing. Doesn't have to be the culture war every time. You can also agree with it if it's dumb. It's okay. It's funny no too because gonna... you'll find most people are annoyed at everything being culture war, but then they'll still be the same people who make everything the culture war. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can't just be like when I heard this full clip, I was just like, "Fucking hell, how?" <laughs> I, I I wasn't like, "Is this left or right? Is this you know what do I do by bubble?" And it's just like, "No, it's just stupid. It's just dumb. It's just <laughs> there you go." Said the thing. Sound clip doesn't show is what Lawrence said literally just before. We were told girls and boys can both identify with a male lead. But boys cannot identify with a female lead. Oh, absolutely. We were told. Isn't it? Like, what the? And see, like, Viola Davis' response is unclear if... Is she saying, you absolutely, we were told that, or absolutely, there there is re like a reality to that sentiment or something? Yeah, I, I don't know. I fucking also, hope this it's not is the what latter. she's been told by the Hollywood yeah. people in charge. So... Yeah, it's not like she's mm. necessarily disagreeing with this here. I don't... Yeah, and it's so odd that neither of them are like, which is absurd, of course, because, you know, boys are people, too. <laughs> well, calm down. <laughs> Wait a minute, calm down. Recalling what studio execs told her way back when, she also thinks this is well, dumb. Well, not that no, you... way back, right? That it wasn't that like... way That's back. That's not even that long ago. <laughs> she, look, she hasn't been alive for anything in her life to be way back when. She's like 30 years old. That's right, yeah. She's... Yeah. It's like nothing in my life was a long time ago. <laughs> the galaxy far, far away. You could argue, and I'm sure I the drinker there, would argue bad. if you pointed this out to him, that, okay, sure, that's the point. That the studio execs she's quoting display this dumbness. But even if so, Lawrence is talking about stuff from over a decade ago at this point. So if you're using this to set up a... Yeah, but this came out recently. Yeah, yeah. she, she said, said this recently. <laughs> It's, oh, <laughs> look, so, so Drinker obviously doesn't think like, oh, they're dumb today, but they weren't ten years ago. What the fuck? No, he's just he's just using examples of them being dumb to say they're dumb, which is you know you get all kinds of dumb shit from Hollywood when from whoever's Indeed. speaking. And they're it's so okay to admit that there's dumb stuff in Hollywood. No one's losing the culture war. Because you admitted, yeah, Hollywood, no, they say some dumb stuff. I'm gonna be honest with you, if, if ten years ago they said, little boys, they just can't, they can't deal with female leads, I'd be like, oh, they're saying way worse stuff now. That's like, that's like tame, almost, sometimes, with compared to some of the shit I you know, end up yeah. hearing. Um, so, I don't know, this, yeah, this is, this is fine. He's, uh, <laughs> if, if this statement were like a hundred years old, I would still be like, well, I guess he's just saying that they've always been stupid, <laughs> like, it's just, it's a constant. <laughs> Soapbox about how the Hollywood... They said Adamic. Adamic. Day, the Hollywood that produced Glass Onion is dumb and stupid. It's really not the most relevant example. And given it's the only one, and it's the problem. This, this, this is why I'm getting confused by this. Is like this was spread around by a lot of people. It was a brand new clip, and 
what I'll say is I'm surprised Dringa didn't throw in the one where she says, like, Katniss Everdeen. Yeah, that's... I think it would have been better off throwing in that one. But, yeah. you know, that's all right. It's also just kind of a dumb joke at the beginning, right? Yeah, you don't need to think about it this hard. <laughs> You'll be okay. Edits SW. around the context. This, which are you saying that this comment is a glass onion? Oh, oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Slam, slam. This interpretation, it's pretty clear why this is really here. Because he hates. Well, he hates. Ooh. Did I saw something. What was that? Pretty oh, clear. A quick little, little. Why this edit is there. really here. Hey. Uh, I'm excited. So I guess yeah. he's just he's just made it culture warry thing. It couldn't be if she said something dumb. Couldn't be. Pretty good editing, right there, and to just have it like. Well, I mean, I would go as far as say this is just pandering. Like, of course, this is pandering. Of course. Boring to me. <laughs> he doesn't watch Crinker's videos out of principle. Except, except the one that's does. real bad because he was forced to. Except the ones that he can utilize to make a video for his channel. But other than that, he does not watch Drinker's videos out of principle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's this, there's some Star Wars whinging. Made by a man who gleefully set out to burn one of cinema's most beloved IPs to the- oh. And succeeded. I think the top comment on our coverage of Glass Onion was like someone saying him burning the Mona Lisa in his movie is absolutely him burning Star Wars. Like that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, Let it burn if you have to. It's yeah. hard not to see a connection. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Even well, if you hate Star Wars as a whole, you know it represents something culturally that barely anything gets to that level. That's one of the more baffling responses I've seen people defending Glass Onion. Like, how how could you mention The Last Jedi at all? And it's like, because it's relevant. Because the guy They're made similar. that similar. You made well, both. What do you do when you have, like, an interpretation you think is absolutely bizarre, but that, like, 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 thousands of people have it? You then just be like, huh, there must be something there then. As in, like, there's something to detect. Or do you think it's yeah. just a coincidence and everyone's just hating too hard? Hey, look at that gamer chair back there. That's They're cool. just milking it. He's a Twitch guy, after all. I saw um, people saying in defense of, uh, of like, trying to humiliate Duke with the mum character that he's the rich one. He's probably taking care of her. And it's like, they're not going to entertain that in the movie. No. 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 <clears throat> to the grounds. Tell me, how's that trilogy coming along, Ryan? It's not the happened Echo yet. It's been, it's been five years. Yeah, it's yeah. not happened yet, dude. <laughs> We're still talking about it. No it's entirely like a matter slate. of scheduling. It's not happened yet. No oh no, he's getting Black Adams. Well, it's... it's <laughs> and yeah, that... that yeah. You can't... Black Adams. Okay. <laughs> the, the reason why this joke doesn't work at all is because Joker's... Sorry, Drinker's joke is a joke. Where, where it's like... The trilogy's coming. Don't worry. Don't we worry, guys. And then you go in response to that. Oh, yeah? It's coming, is it? Okay. And then you respond to that with, it is, though. Yeah. He says it's coming. <laughs> like, is the... Oh, yeah. Drink is already day now, no guys. No details whatsoever. Yeah, extremely and ambiguously said that Half-Life 2 Episode 3 was coming for a while. <laughs> yeah. 15 years. Yeah, like, they haven't made any theatrical oh. Star Wars movies in quite a while, but it's totally going to happen any not. second We're not now. even... We're not Basically even done. in production for a Ryan Johnson oh, movie, which means oh. it's at least going to be a seven-year gap between his movie and a, a new Star Wars movie from Ryan Johnson, right? That's probably safe to say. Well, because, I mean, Rogue Squadron mm, yeah. got announced, like, proper director and release date. His stuff is, like, it's just not on the slate. Like, it's not... Well, it's, it's like a not, whisper it's, of an idea. And take that, right? Of? The idea yeah. that, at best, there's going to be a seven-year gap between his two Star Wars movies, and then tell me... 
it was such a good movie that they wanted him to make another trilogy. And it's like, so why the fuck they, was there a seven-year yeah. gap? Exactly. Why wasn't there a rush to get it out to make so much money and get accolades? This is what we call take the L. He's he's uh, <laughs> they clearly recognized the fucking foul stench of TLJ, and they were like, and look, look, you don't even absolutely don't, they recognized it when the Rise of Skywalker came out. Like Netflix paid like five hundred million dollars for these Knives Out films. All right, like you don't need to like relentlessly be steady. He's fine. Yeah. All right. He got he got paid. He's making movies. Um, and it could, you know, by the time they actually get around to even entertaining making this film, I imagine it's going to be s several. He's made a TV show, and he's already on to the next Knives Out. Where is he fitting Star Wars trilogy into all this? I mean, it's got to be like... At, and when you say, oh, well, of course, it's a matter of scheduling. That's what it says. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I can't schedule in a world tour just in general. But I don't know that I'm ever going <laughs> to, really. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> and, like, I can keep saying, you know what? It's just a matter of scheduling. Um, the thing is, they are scrambling to figure out what the fuck they're doing with the Star Wars movies. They're not committing to getting him to make a trilogy. I mean, we we, no. we well, know I mean, that's not happened they yet. They so. weren't even able to commit to getting Patty Jenkins to make one movie. Like, <laughs> also, I, I and they're what not. What he's they're not committing is... to to like throw him to the curb yet either, because they just don't know what they're doing. So they're like, ah, yeah. it's still on the table. Who, who knows? They're given the obvious I answer. Wouldn't... This is the obvious corporate answer. It's the, the yep. we're, we're, we're still maybe, maybe. Well, yeah, let, read that little paragraph, right? An earlier interview with Empire corroborates Johnson's claims as Kennedy assures readers that we love him, chalking the delay up to general business <laughs> and a production schedule that requires him to work three, five years in advance. Oh, fuck. If it's five years in advance, we may not get a Ryan oh. Johnson Star Wars for a total of a 10 year gap, which will be hilarious to look back on. You're like, yeah, they loved him so much, he made him wait a decade. <laughs> like, fucking hell. We love him. We don't <laughs> despise him. Please, don't, don't, don't ever understand that. As uh, Rags just highlighted, it, you get the sense of the Black Adam shit, where it's like, oh man, do I love Black Adam, and I'm definitely going to be coming back someday. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm. Pinky promise. This, hey, and Hitler, this how's such... that thousand-year Reich coming? He's coming, I promise. <laughs> All right, it's, 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 uh, hmm. couple more days. And this is this is couple such Hollywood. This is such Hollywood days. speak too. Um, there's a, a film a film film professor we had in school that was talking about the difference between like the film scene in New York and the film scene in LA. And the way he put it, really simply, was: you go into a meeting, you you pitch them something, you show them a proof of concept. And in New York, they're like, all right, uh, this sucks. You need a new camera guy. Uh, the script is all right, but you need new this. Come back to me when this is better. And if you go to L.A., they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no, we're so excited to work with you. Yeah, we'll be in touch. And they mean the same thing. <laughs> that's that's well, the culture of L.A. So like, oh, we love him. Yeah. No, nothing's off the table. Yeah. We're, you know. Isn't it the meme of we'll, don't call us, we'll call you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't Don't try to contact us ever. We'll do it, don't Please. worry. Um, yeah, so this just doesn't work for me at all. I just think that... right. You'll be able to maybe do some more smug sort of approach to this when the movie's in production. Then you can stop being like, ah, he did get it, but I think you've still lost. It's been this long. Like, I mean, remember, too, that... I mean, tying back into The Last Jedi stuff and why it's relevant, especially with Star Wars, is it wasn't just like a massive cultural divide that it created... The Last Jedi made like $700 million less than The Force Awakens, and The Rise of Skywalker made 300 or so million dollars less than Solo. The Last Jedi. Solo failed to recoup its uh, Also, Solo. It, I don't so, know. Why are we like, dancing around? It killed Star Wars as a film IP. It, like, 
It kind of did. It's, it's amazing. impact on Star Wars is like unprecedented how it killed that. And to be clear, it's not about whether or not they would still make money if they released more. It's that it did so badly. They're just not sure what to do. Like, that's Remember, terrible. The, the prequel trilogy, right. when the first one came out and when the third episode came out, they both made pretty much the same amount of money. It consistently paid, you know, it, it consistently made money. But The Force Awakens made double what the, the Rise of Skywalker made. The drop mm. was, it, it got halved. And TLJ was in the middle, so... And they thought, okay, yeah. we can put out some low-stakes, low-effort, low-risk like risk stuff in the streaming circuit. And they're already ending oh, The Mandalorian, uh, I think, right? Like, this is the last season? Oh, thank it, fuck. I thought, I thought that season four was, like, guaranteed. Or is it last really? season with Pedro Pascal? I remember reading something that about this season that was going to be the end right, of something. moving on to The Last of Us, maybe. Moving on end to my better sanity, things. probably. I, but yeah, you know, just the state of Star Wars. And I hate to reference this, but it's true. You know, Andor is evidence of Star Wars apathy, at least. Or maybe it's a marketing yeah. error, but holy fuck, like that. <clears throat> that's the... Star Wars is, like, no more of an impactful IP right now, necessarily, than fucking, like, Witcher Blood Origin. It's like, Andor's oh, over bleh. there. I didn't see anybody talking about Andor. <laughs> like, oh, Andor's really good. All of you should go and see it. So, uh, Absolutely. And yeah, you could just imagine they have meetings every once in a while, like, so, Star Wars movie? And they're like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Does Star Wars sell anymore? They're probably waiting for someone to give them a script, I guess, and a pitch that really gets them. Because, like, obviously, Patty Jenkins's one got scrapped as well, right? Uh, didn't Isn't the Taika Waititi one supposed to be a thing? Is that happening? Yeah, it is, but I don't know when. It's even that Wait, one. Wait, he's making a Star Wars movie? Yeah, he's supposed to be. They even had, like, a little... Uh, sort of title card thing for it in their um, presentations. Like, there it is, oh, the title Taika Waititi Star Wars. Which, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that, uh, if you remember. No, not after <laughs> Love and Thunder. Fuck no. that. So, not just that, it's, he made uh, Mandalorian Season 1 finale, remember, where he made it That's canon right. that Stormtroopers can't aim? Oh, um, no. Right. Which is so funny, because, like, you know for a fact that when they were making Andor, if you talked to Tony Gilroy and been like, you know that Stormtroopers can't aim, right? He'd be like, huh? Huh? What? Okay. Of course they can. <laughs> like, uh, they, they'll they'll shoot our heroes. There's tension. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Legitly, he would just be like, "I need them to be able to aim, so they could aim." They, they, yeah. If they never hit their target, <laughs> yeah, then we can never have tension, and they'll never be an intimidating bad guy. What fool would say that they can't aim? <laughs> A lot of people are saying that's believe. been scrapped as well. The Taika Waititi one. This thing, the state of Star Wars movie making is fucked. Well, and it was. Is it because of Love and Thunder or? Oh, it could be that. Yeah, it could be. You never know. I mean, everyone's saying, like, the Patty Jenkins stuff, that has to be downstream of Wonder Woman 84, right? Wonder Woman. Yeah, that movie. Yeah. Mm, so, that was a movie. I think that sometimes they want us to be convinced <laughs> that things like that wouldn't make a huge difference, but that there has to be that thing of, like, of course you're still getting the project. Yes, 100%. And then they turn around and they're like, no. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my office. You see 84? It was fucking crazy, man. <clears throat> it was crazy. I'm... Glad it happened in a weird way, because wow, what a what a viewing experience that was. That Go was and watch else. the EFAP <clears throat> coverage of Wonder Woman eighty four, whatever you want. It, it's yes. packaged in with the coverage of Wonder Woman the first. It, True, yeah, the EFAP movies, uh, and there's the uh, the fact that was it like a New Year's thing that we did Wonder Woman? I can't remember. I think it came I can't remember. Christmas. Christmas. Wonder Woman eighty four was like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, strange Christmas miracle. Christmas is like a weird New Year's. Yeah. yeah. A Christmas miracle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Christmas nightmare. Cinema's yeah. most beloved nightmare before Christmas, really. 
I guess, yeah. Oh, yeah. The ground. Man, Tell me, how's that trilogy coming the along, Ryan? Present. The funny thing about using this as a joke as well is that this has been the case since 2017, basically. So why it's try not this? new information. Yeah, uh, like, Adam. Like, yeah, well, it, this, this is kind of what I said at the beginning. It's Someone says, it's coming. The drinker goes, no, it's not. And then someone goes and responds, idiot. They literally said it's coming. I believe everything that I am told. <laughs> Well, just drink it with looking at you like, I, I know they said that. I'm saying I doubt that. That's that's what's happening. I believe everything that's published on denofgeek.com. <laughs> yeah. Then there's some knives out whinging, where he claims the big problem with that mystery was the presence um, of coincidences. I mean, wouldn't it make sense to be complaining about the film that is in the same series? Also, yeah. what he's doing for me, I can explain this really well. If you literally start your review saying, what I do is break down chronologically first and then summarize. He'd be like, and then he talks about how he does his bullshit. He'd be like, oh. <laughs> like you have to reframe like every single thing he does well, in the most negative light yeah. possible. There was something he Call said it earlier, whinging. I think he said it earlier. Like He basically just threw in casually that uh, Drinker inaccurately recapped the film. It's like, oh, we're just going to like... We're not going to be oh, shown yeah. that. He never okay. gave any examples. Oh, yeah, I thought for sure he would go through that, but apparently not. All right. You know what? Maybe, I didn't. Maybe we'll get him later. <laughs> maybe. Oh, I had a feeling metal, that that's going to this before. Also, <laughs> we're not um, actually going to get any examples. And yeah. I want it known, if Drinker said the problem with Knives Out is that it's full of contrivances, I'd be like, wow, Drinker's so kind to that movie. Like, this, <laughs> like, it's so much fucking worse than that. How's that trilogy coming along, Ryan? Oh, it's not then around. Then there's some knives out whinging, where he claims the big problem with that mystery was the presence of coincidences. Look, I could say what a bunch of other people have said, both in response to this guy and the other glass onion understander I made a video about a while ago. What does that have to do with knives out one? What does this have to do with knives? Is it just plugging his Ben Shapiro video? It's, I guess yeah, it I is. Guess so. Dear liberals, can oh, you explain my... glass onion to me? <laughs> oh, also one of my uh, favorite. A trick question, they can't. <laughs> is there a reason why the dear liberals text is like blurrier than the text? I have no idea. Oh, because oh, that's yeah, real. Because... That's, that's part of the actual <laughs> oh, true. original. Okay, just make yeah, the dear liberals no. part new. Don't yeah, copy yeah. the dear liberals. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. That's so bad. I see. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's doing the, the, the YouTube video man thing where he says, you know, I could go through all the reasons that wrong. The, the other, all I the would. reasons that that's wrong, but other people have already done it. Just know that I could <laughs> well, if I, I wanted to. Know that I could. Well, I guess in this, in this case, he's appealing to another video he's made, I guess. Well, no, but this isn't about Knives Out. Yeah, this isn't about Knives Out. This is about Glass oh, Onion. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Maybe yeah, he's so about to come full circle on that. I'm curious, why would you set it up with Knives Out and then go to Glass Onion? Go. The mm. coincidences are kind of pretty standard, essential. Oh, God. What, what? <laughs> coincidences? Coincidences is just like, what happened, uh, you know? What's the uh, what's the full standard. thing? Standard. Oh yeah, let's roll, like let's roll him back again. Yeah, please roll him back again. You understand? <laughs> I made a video about a while ago that coincidences are kind of pretty standard, essential even to this genre. That if there were oh, no other coincidences, I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why you would appeal to the genre like to make that claim. Coincidences are essential to the mystery genre. Well, you couldn't have you couldn't have a mystery movie without coincidences. I well, I'm curious. Yeah, does he think they're bad if they don't have coincidences? Well, yeah. Well, we gotta... it has to have coincidences, or else it's not even a mystery it's genre. Standard, evidently. He says they're the... essential. Well, 
the thing is, I suppose it's important to distinguish between good and bad coincidences in a story, yes. right? Like an inciting incident coincidence versus a coincidence that comes in at the end that like saves, you know, the protagonist, allows them to figure everything out. And, and like Absolutely. how significant is that coincidence? How likely was it to occur? Like it's not, well, you know, it's not like done. As we know, I think one could say there are a couple of what you could call inciting incident coincidences in this film, but there are there are an insane amount of coincidences at the end that resolve everything. Uh, in order for this film to make any sense, we've got holes and coincidences all over the third act. But I wonder if he's going to make that distinction. Maybe he will. Red herrings, new dead ends for the detective. Red herrings and dead ends are not coincidences. They're not coincidences. No. Yes. These are we've... entirely different things. I don't know why you're talking about them right now. Uh, Understander. I made a video about a while ago that coincidences are kind of pretty standard, essential even to this genre, that if there were no other angles, no red herrings, no dead ends for the detective to waddle through on their quest for the truth, stories like this would be a lot shorter. Drinker didn't talk about this thing. Yeah, why he just is... mentioned coincidences. What is happening? Drinker just said there's a lot of coincidences. I don't know and why all he said in response was they're essential to the genre, and also all of these other things that are not relevant to anything Drinker said. As if he's trying to lump these in as part of his rebuttal to Drinker? Well, yeah. maybe well, well, maybe if I don't talk about coincidences and, and instead I talk about all these other things, it'll get lumped in with the defense. It, feel, it feels almost as weird as someone being like, man, that new Star Wars movie full of plot holes. And you're like, plot holes are essential to the space opera genre, much like many of the uh, elements in writing, like uh, uh, prosthetic alien uh, special effects. You're like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? What? <laughs> Talk about coincidences. Yeah, <laughs> talk about coincidences. We mentioned coincidences. Talk about them. More boring, but hey, why listen to me, right? You could what listen to Bob boring? Goffman, though. A Who's Bob Goffman? <laughs> What's hey, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I thought he was about to play like what Drinker actually said. Are we going to get what Drinker actually said about Knives Out? Oh, you uh, fool. Maybe eventually. Maybe <laughs> one day. But let's, again. Let's, let's hear out. Bob Goffman. Who the fuck is Bob Goffman? <laughs> hey, why listen to me, right? You could listen to Bob Goffman, though, a published mystery novelist who's written a- Oh, uh, Drinker's uh, published. Yeah, yeah, Drinker's published. published. Multiple oh, okay. books, right? All right, Drinker, Bob, right. fight. Fight, fight, fight. Is that Bob? Hit each other with your Barb. It's Barb. Barb. I'm pretty sure we're going to call him Bob, though. I just, I'm just- amused by how like that's only when she's swimming it doesn't matter <laughs> when whether or not you're published who fucking cares that doesn't make your argument better yeah. hitler was Appealed published i don't give a shit <laughs> hey hitler was time on a, a time magazine man of the year or something right that's true <laughs> yeah you yeah. <laughs> love dogs or something year, right I love Germany, not. right yeah. Don't listen hey, to me. Like... Listen to Adolf Hitler. Very accomplished gentleman. Hitler, this is a quote. that's like coincidences in storytelling are necessary, and your inciting incident, Hitler. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh, what a wise man. Uh, the man had a vision. To me, right? You Oh, shit. Could listen to Bob Goffman though, a published mystery novelist, yeah. who's written a blog post linked below about how there are good coincidences and bad coincidences okay. in the genre. That bad coincidences sure. are the ones at the end, which lead to the case being solved. And oh, oh, you mean like oh, so Hugh you did this? Movies? <laughs> Dude, Hugh did, Hugh did this is one of the stupidest things that ever happened. The yeah. the way that <laughs> Ransom uh, admits to the crime with the particular choice of words he used when he could have used much less incriminating ones at the end that would have fucked their whole plan. I'm trying mm -hmm. to think off the top of my head what other coincidences are at the end of the film. There's plenty.
It's so oh, it was bad. Like, it was a huge. It was a huge coincidence that like huge. they know they know that the um yeah the huge um they know that the uh, or that at least they were told that the um the help was alive right. Why did he use the words "I killed her" if they know that she's alive? Well, dude, and then she reveals, "Oh no, she's dead." Like, what the? F yeah, no, I, I, let me get the script because I remember being so cringe. I like rewound it and I was like, "Mel, listen, listen to how it's said. It's so bad." <laughs> yeah, you mm -hmm. did. Um, because Why are you just so mean to metal. I know. I'm sorry. No, I because no, I was it. there when it happened. That's why. Okay. Now, um, so mean to him. Where is it? <laughs> I guess I didn't. Yeah, okay. So, uh, just to remind you guys of the what was happening in Knives Out, it's that um, Ransom has killed, quote-unquote, the, uh, the the maid lady, but the Marta got to her just in time to save her, and she's in hospital. And so they said, we've got evidence that uh, you did what you did to her, which means you're going away forever, like you murdered her. And then uh, she gets a call, Marta to say that she's died the maid has died in hospital and I think if she dies the, the idea being if she had survived she could have named Ransom as the person who did what, what happened to her Yes. but now that she's dead you know they've got no <clears throat> evidence if she that dies with her however they've told Ransom that she is alive and so now all they need is Ransom to admit that he tried to kill her because then you can get him in court and be like well he tried to kill her and she died so it's murder as opposed to attempted so now all they need is for him to admit it. And Blanc says, Arlen bought this house in the 80s from a Pakistani real estate baron. He's talking about like their history and stuff. And then Ransom says, oh, shut up, Blanc. Shut up, shut up with that Kentucky Fried Fog Horde, Rag Horde drawl. Yeah, I killed Fran, but I guess I didn't. So what do you have on me? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so bad. Like, <laughs> I did not remember it being that bad. Yeah, no, there was... <laughs> I had to rewind that to make sure he didn't just, like, exactly. lie to me when she turned. Yeah, so the, the reason why this is so funny to highlight is that Ransom knows that she's going to name him as the attempted murderer and that his whole idea is that I'll be out uh, soon enough after an attempted murder. I'll be in for however long. But if he admits that he killed her or tried to kill her, then they can get him, you know. And so you have to have him say that. But Ransom has to be a fucking moron to word it that way. I killed her, but I guess I didn't because she's I not did. dead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, and on top of that, uh, she can just hold her puke in much longer than before. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah, she can hold it in for That's like 20 minutes during the entire thing. Ridiculous. And yeah, uh, Ryan Johnson's like worst dialogue is some of the funniest shit, but it's uh, it's all over his <laughs> movies. You know, I'm glad Pillars of Garbage has cited Bob here to explain that actually there are differences <laughs> in uh, coincidences that some can be okay and some can be really bad, but we still haven't heard what Drinker actually said about Knives <laughs> Out, so it's like, yeah. who the fuck are you arguing with? Well, yeah, this would be like the, uh, if, if all I said was I didn't like TLJ because there's plot holes in it, and then someone's like, you know, some plot holes don't even have much effect on things, so yeah. <laughs> And it's like, well, but like, we don't know anything about what I just said. I mean, that, okay. that might technically yeah. be true, but which ones are we talking about? Get a little bit specific. Give me an example. Just one, maybe, pretty please. Yeah. Which lead to the case being solved, and the ones which happen before this to set up or deepen the mystery. A kind of is that is that okay to deepen the mystery? It's okay to just use contrivances and plot hole shit. Like, 
So we're really only including the third act at that point. That's not something I would want to tell an aspiring writer. It's like, you know, if you want to deepen the mystery, just have an insane coincidence happen. If it deepens the mystery, it's oh my God, aliens. totally fine. Oh my God, Don't clones. have it, like, make sense or be oh my the God, result a of twin. Oh my gosh, it was a twin all along. It's so clever. <laughs> what if? Okay, all right, hear me, hear me out, guys. What if no. Peter Parker was bit by a radioactive spider in the third act to resolve the movie instead? <laughs> He, he was, he was if only I had an... spider powers to defeat this evil villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! What about a... <laughs> <laughs> it? would be funny if Green Goblin was like, "I've devised an unradioactive spider to bite you, and it'll take your it's power." It's just a normal fucking spider. <laughs> Regular spider. <laughs> ah. Of par for the course, and that so long as they're purposeful, they're good. If... As long as, as long they're as... purposeful. Oh, no. oh. So I wanna, like, I wanna the whole point is that they're no. purposeful. What do you mean? But when you say as long as they're purposeful, like as long as it does something, it's fine. It serves the purpose of making the movie like happen in the first place. Like as in well, everything in Glass Onion that would have shut the movie down because if, if you know if Miles was like, hey, no, you can't actually come onto my island, like. World's okay, greatest well, to, be, to be fair to Bob here, it looks like she's saying actually don't make it a coincidence in the rest of her paragraph. Oh, here. you're right. Like actually rework it to make it work. His well, yeah, article let's... contradicts oh. what he's saying. Yeah, look, I'll just oh, I'll read no. it out so we can talk about it. This is okay. what he has highlighted. Here's what you do: you take your coincidences and make it purposeful. What he hasn't highlighted is what come next, the explanation. So here we go. Instead of Susie Sleuth coincidentally ending up sitting in a di diner booth adjacent to that of the two killers where she overhears them talking about how they killed Mr. He uh, is that just Mr. I guess? Mr. He? Mm -hmm. Mr. Yeah. He deserved it, right. Uh, change things. So that Susie realizes Killer One seemed shady, so she was investigating him, and in the course of her sleuthing, followed him, purposefully getting seated in the next booth. That way, when she eavesdrops and hears all the juicy details, she's done it because she figured things out, not because she stumbled upon the solution. Thanks to an unbelievable coincidence. Oh, oh so, so you get yeah, rid of this article contradicts yeah. him. Yeah, she, as yeah. Yara just said, she's, actually, she's saying like you need to actually give some cause and effect. Yeah, he just, as someone just said, he quote mind Bob. How could you, how could you do that? Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? Yeah, I. Hmm. Wow. What a twist! It's a bit awkward. <laughs> It is a bit so awkward because I uh, I agree article? with her. I just wouldn't have phrased it as take your coincidence and make it purposeful. It'd be like take your coincidence and make it not a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because this isn't right. a coincidence. Really. Yeah, yeah. She didn't I... write it very well, but this the point of this paragraph. I don't know about the whole article, but the point of the paragraph that he has chosen to highlight is in direct opposition to him saying that coincidences are essential to the genre. I mean, but the thing about it is like. Example the of nature like, of the nature of coincidences arising in stories like murder mysteries. They're not there for any much more reasonable reason than any story. They they end up everywhere. They're all over fucking place in storytelling because you want certain things to yeah. happen. Um, but I I just it's so funny because the again uh, to, to go back to what Cap was saying is like sorry what was Drinker's thing again? What we were responding to that right? What what did he say? He said there was a lot of coincidences in that. <laughs> well, that's that's what Pillars of Garbage <laughs> said. He said we did not know what he said. Oh, Stop. sorry, just the one. He pillar is a singular pillar. He's becoming plural. Let's Stop see. bullying. He's <laughs> becoming plural. He's holding up this house of lies. 
Someone said, stop bullying this humble cherry picker. <laughs> <laughs> I am but a humble picker of cherries, sir, please. Humble picker of cherries. <laughs> I seek only to feed my YouTube channel. If anyone watching this wants to argue that any particular coincidences in either Knives Out film don't fit this bill, you're more than welcome to- Oh, like all of them. Like all yeah. of them aren't purposeful. <laughs> well, when when I mean, she describes LeBlanc purposeful, is... meaning like supported, none of them are in those films. They're so fucking bad. Yeah, people just generally, people just happen to be in a location that allows them to see something that's incredibly useful or important, and it's purely coincidence. Compared to Massive what Island, said. huge mansion, I just happen to be here to overhear these particular two people talking about a particular thing that I need to know for the mystery to happen. Well, isn't that hilarious considering what, yeah, what Bob said? You know, yep. like, and Barb would be like, "No, Ryan, no, that's bad. There needs to be a reason." Did you read article? What are you doing? Well, then again, maybe that would be his argument, right? When Benoit Blanc and whatever were going around eavesdropping on the island, it was because they were trying to figure out what was going on. Well, see, the contrivance, like, the contrivance isn't that they overheard something sensitive when they were expecting to, oh, to cover no, them. It's no. that they did. They had two hours in one day, and they got everything they needed. Yes, this is like saying it's totally not a coincidence that the treasure hunter just happened to find the treasure in the entirety of the Amazon jungle because he right. was out there looking for it. So it's not a coincidence. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, and of course, not to mention, like, uh, this is why we have, like, characters who do stakeouts and they, they take forever and we don't see all of that stuff we get told about. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. It's, it's to the point that it becomes a meme in a lot of stories, like, oh, stakeouts are boring and shit. Yep. It's just sitting in a car for, like, ten hours hoping that something interesting <laughs> might happen. Tweet your case to me, but I'm not gonna preemptively go over every plot beat in those films here because I'm not the one making this. Why did you bring it up then? Um, yeah. But this is a response video to how he lies, so yeah. we have to assume, yeah. like, so that was all chill then, or was it not? Well, I don't know. I guess. If you're not interested in talking about Knives Out, even though Drinker did, just don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. Well, he doesn't watch Drinker videos on principle, well, yeah, but, so why are we even here? Uh, well, because okay. he took this whole section to say, Drinker has issues with that film, but they might be answered by this author's opinion on coincidences. Like, oh, okay. But okay. it turns out they're actually what the, drink, but the, what the opposite. Drinker say? I need to know. You won't. You won't know. Bye. Yeah, I know. Bye-bye. I was, I, was, I was being... Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> the burden of proof here is on the drinker, and shocker, he doesn't even. Bother. Yeah, but you haven't. What you're responding to him? If all of your, if if you're all, all you're gonna do is say he's got the burden of proof, especially when he's not talking about. He's talking oh, about it, glass onion. I was gonna say like this thing because it's so choppy right now. I don't even know what this section of Drinker's video looks like or sounds like, rather. But um, it could mm -hmm. be that he said knives out is full of contrivances, and then you can pursue his video on knives out if you want to see what his reasoning is. Kind of like what he did earlier in the video, where he's like, you can watch my Ben Shapiro video. But apparently Drinker's not allowed to do that, I guess, where he's like, well, we're not talking about, you know. This is what I mean. Like it sounds so reasonable right now. It's like, he made TLJ bad, destroyed a fucking IP. He's going after whodunits. His first one was bad. Now he's got this one. Like, that, that, that as a preamble makes so much sense to me, but this guy's like trying to desperately to tear it apart as unreasonable. Yeah making a case he just says something which sounds kind of cogent in the moment doesn't evidence or substantiate it, sounds it and very you're cogent. allowed you're allowed to say that you don't like knives out you think it's bad and it's full of contrivances you can say that without having to provide all of your arguments especially yeah, when the video especially is about if it. yeah it's about glass onion i sure would like a single example that'd Most be thing, nice at this point i don't even know 
like I said, I, I feel like I'm lost in whatever Drinker's... We're not going to do it so that we watch Drinker's videos side by side, because it's going to get way no. too fucking complicated. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It but makes you wonder. He would add anything, but all right. Yeah, is he fighting a glass man right now? Trend. Uh, oh, why is it... Ah. Oh, my mouse is double-clicking. He oh played clips hitting it earlier twice when it... Like, <laughs> he played clips of Drinker's video when he thought it served his argument, but then he just curiously doesn't hear, which is... Well, like, to be fair, I think as for what Fring said, it's like, why was this action even here? Just skip this. Yes, because yeah. it's more drinker dunking. Dunky drinky. When Trajan in the moment well. doesn't evidence yeah. or substantiate it and carries on. You'll notice this becomes a... You literally said that you think that he's like probably wrong on Knives Out, but you're not going to go into it. Like, you can do this. It's okay. You're Whose allowed. Whose word am I supposed yeah. to take here? <laughs> Just feels really weird. He's like done the things the drink is not allowed to do. Running trend. When the guy finally gets to Glass Onion, he kicks it off by criticizing the wardrobe choices. They're not realistic enough. The most obnoxiously flamboyant wardrobe since Paul Feig stepped outside. I can't huh. believe you think that real human beings are supposed to look like this, Ryan. Look, maybe <laughs> it's just a joke. It's fun. Yeah, Let me joke. I mean, come on. It's okay to say that Blanc dress is very silly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. It's, He's a silly it's, little fella. Can we go ahead and argue oh. that it was it's kind of the point? He's. That he no has, one like, wears that by accident. Of... Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I think even Ryan Jones would be like, yeah, this, I've, yeah. I've had him wear weird like, clothes. I think, because we're like, yeah, it's kind of funny that he wears these kind of clothes. Like, this, yeah, you know, it's gotta be the point. what this is being treated as is Drinker is like, it is a serious flaw with the film that Benoit Blanc's wardrobe does not match that of the average person. I think it's just him saying his clothes are dumb. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> the drink is just. I guess that was the thing of like, Ryan Johnson, does he believe that people dress like this? It's like, well, that's the point, right? Is that Benoit Blanc is weird? Yeah, I, w I would probably say that. Um, if I, but like I said, I wouldn't really waste much thought on that comment. He's, it, it I, seems yeah, to me like the drinker just thinks it's a goofy outfit. That's all. Yeah. So inconsequential. Yeah. He is accurately pointing out that the outfit. Huge fan of. Is goofy. Old school neorealism. Maybe he got bitten by a radioactive Cesare Zavattini, but. Oh, what the fuck is happening? What? We're talking about neorealism neo and. What? <laughs> I'm gonna roll it back. Guy. I think I missed something. I got uh, like this, what? Ryan. Look, maybe the drink is just a huge fan of old school neorealism. Maybe he got bitten by a radioactive Cesare Zavattini, but as I'm sure most of you who have seen more than say, two smart. films in your life realize, realism, fidelity to everyday life. Oh my fucking he god. Just He's just the saying the outfit's goofy. This is goof. But also, you know that Drink has seen more than two films in his life. <laughs> also, yeah, damn. I, I don't know why we got so hard you. on this. Like, come on. Yeah. Isn't really cinema's only point, and films have been stylized. Um, what are you ever more say that we doing? <laughs> why are you so happening? defensive? Must have fed the onion. <laughs> Stylized no, a guy wearing onion. a romper for well over a century. Okay. Let's talk about another one of the videos running trends, though. The guy complaining about something not being explained when there's a scene spelling it out. Wait, All right. he needs to be explained oh, no. what the outfit is? Oh, here we go. Oh, here no. Go. The hot oh, no. sauce. All right. Oh, 
I'm here we go. Back. Rolling back. Let's let's really hear this out, okay? The guy complaining about something not being explained when there's a scene spelling it out, or about something not being included in the film when it just is. This happens a lot. The drinker takes issue with Miles Bronn's lack of concern at the uninvited Benoit Blanc turning up and his not being kicked off immediately by Miles. Mm -hmm. You might think that an uninvited guest at an exclusive mm -hmm. party like this would be a cause for concern, and that Miles yes. would probably ask him to leave. Yep. Yeah. As I suggest, I I don't know if there's more to Drinker's complaint, but I would, all I'd have to say for criticism is you should probably include the uh, he's the world's most famous like detective, private investigator, and you've invited yeah. him to a fun party where you've made a murder mystery. He's gonna ruin it. Yeah. Also, he's the murderer. Also, there's a person <laughs> you, know. he, you don't know him. Well, uh, so we're at the point earlier in the movie where that's not known to us. I'm guessing is, but yeah. you're right. Both but, before and after, we yeah. have significantly good motivations to get him the fuck off the island. Exactly. Correct. So yeah, if if anything, I don't know if that was Drinker's format though, if he was going with the before or after the reveal. ...suggested we actually have a whole scene explaining why this is in very simple terms. Blanc's okay. suggests... Whoa, what is that? My mouse is acting up. ...another guest reset their box yeah. and invited the world-famous detective as, well, a little joke to spice up the mystery. Someone reset the box. Oh, they sent it to oh, you oh. as a gag. Miles is doing a murder mystery. Let's invite Benoit freaking Blanc. As we will go on to see, Miles isn't that smart, so he uh, uh, Hey! Uh, oh, it's because he's dumb, so it's okay. Literally anything oh. is excusable. Yeah, I think I need a new mouse, unfortunately, but... Yeah, uh, so, okay. To, I mean, to be clear, uh, his reason is a dumb reason. Explanation... Critical Drinker is aware of the movie's reason for why he allows him to stay. It's just that well, it's hey, a stupid reason. This is yeah, why Drinker no needs sense. to embrace the long, Except... actually. Oh my <laughs> yeah, fucking god. True. My mouse is fucked. God damn. Uh, is it? Go grab another one. I can't right now. You ran out of clicks. Fuck yes, it. We'll keep it, Go this, but it. I'm gonna, it. We're going to do a counter Go to the for... But he's dumb. But he's dumb counter. Do you yeah. have a piano? <laughs> oh, you can play a note. Play a note. Play a note. For, uh, make it... Uh, Ooh, you should make it C sharp, because it's a detective film. There we Fuck, go. Is that, is that a it, dolphin? Is it... <laughs> Look, all right, most of the notes don't get through. Only a couple yeah, can, swaps will get the through. Piano. So, um, so th again, this is, why, this is why you need to be a long man. So Drinker has already absorbed this information, and he is criticizing it. The critique is Miles, with how he's characterized, should be invested definitively in getting this guy off the island immediately. Just because the scene has Miles say, man, this will spice things up. That doesn't make any sense, uh, and that's the point. <laughs> So saying, yeah, yeah, yeah but the, the film, film said it made sense, though. Uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> <laughs> this answer is dumb, but it was answered. Yeah, so this is lame. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry you don't have I complete and total lack of actual engagement with the information you're being presented. Is it naivety that anything a film tells you is de facto accurate and good and logical? If like, I don't know what it anyone is. Anyone needs a reminder. Miles has recently killed a person. That person has now shown up at this place, and the world's most famous detective is with them. You know that someone <laughs> here has brought him, and you immediately believe it's for funsies, and it will be fun to have him here for the murder mystery. And you see, the reason he thinks that instead of what everyone else in the fucking world would think is because he's dumb. He is... He's, he's uh... smart enough to get to this point in his life, but, but I... I don't know how stupid a person has to... 
this is the thing, man. I, I don't believe yeah. it. I, uh, the the like a stupid person can still have self preservation. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. In fact, you See, might even no, go as far I, as saying no, they as will overcompensate self preservation. Well, a stupid person might do as that. As we saw, what he it's did. Such right? an he... interesting way of framing it. It's just, it's just not fun. It's not. Well, it's and he doesn't even ask who did it as a gag. He doesn't say, "Oh, oh, funny joke, guys. Who did it?" Easily prove, which is like, show me your, show me your invitation. But then also, by the way, it's just worth emphasizing, Miles is selectively smart and stupid. He was smart enough to cut what's-her-name out of the company. He was, he you yeah. know, killed her to get rid of her when, as soon as he felt like he was threatened. Uh, he destroyed the, the, um, the, the, the pad, like the, the napkin, as soon as, like, it was, you know, he realized that he needed to destroy it because Please, he didn't do it earlier. It's really weird how much of his sleight of hand is, like, a thing that he has in the, throughout the movie. Mm. Oh yeah, the fact that he's like very good at like stealing stuff, from, and and the fact that he formulated that quick plan of killing what's his name, Dave Batista, like it's yeah he constructs he a fucking murder me. that he almost got away with, and then in a split second with the lights right because he had a lighting thing that was set to go yeah. off anyway, and he used that as an excuse to go out. No, he, Frank, he stole that from Benoit, so there you go. Oh, even well, steal you know what, stealing it off the cuff like that. That's <laughs> like, pretty smart. Yeah, still it's fairly just, intelligent. Right? The well, is and, and the you can, by the way, selectively smart and stupid. You could argue, yeah, well, it didn't work out, did it? And it's like, no, it did. He's gotten away with those murders. That's the point in the end, is they can't prove anything. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he actually did get away with them. They had to frame him for a different crime. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> set the box. They sent it to oh, you oh, as a gag. Miles is doing a murder mystery. Let's invite Benoit. I fucking hate that you would use this as like, haha, you missed this in the movie. It's like, no, this is the complaint. Uh, oh this is the See, whole point of this entire scene. Freaking fuck. As we will go on to see, Miles isn't that smart. So he accepts <laughs> this explanation. What do you mean, as we can see? As we will go on to see, I think is what he what's said. He about oh, okay. Actually, what's he about to say here? Rolling back. Let's invite Benoit freaking fuck. As we will go on to see, Miles isn't that smart, so he accepts this explanation enthusiastically. See, he's got no reason. Is that what we're meant to read into that scene, that he actually genuinely accepted that explanation? Is that like what, the, what the explanation This is, this is what I mean, man. Himself. It's so stupid, but that's all they're going to say back to you is, yeah, he is stupid. <laughs> okay. This sure. is how this film gets away with everything. It's like, oh my god, that's so. That's it's the so ultimate get out of jail free card. Just say that the character's stupid. That's the point, and you can have them do anything you need them to do, and it's totally fine because, and as you know, people will call you a genius. Anything. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. That's smart. So he accepts this explanation enthusiastically. See, he's got no way of knowing Blanc's here to try and suss him out. He's a uh, fucking detective. He's, he's the world's most famous detective. And, and he just recognizes him. Murder, so. Very easy assumption to make. Oh it's my like god! It's like he recognizes him because he's a world famous detective. Why do you and think also, he's here with the person that you thought you killed? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Whatever he's meant to think it's... of that. Whether it's actually her risen from the dead or her sister, if he knew about her, like it's. I don't understand. Like I just feel it's like if much. we had murdered her together, like all of us, and then we had this party with several other people, and then a detective comes up with the fucking person we killed, I would be like, guys, uh, we need any and all reasons to get the fuck away from this right now. Like, who, they're obviously here to collect information. They're gonna try and prove something, but we gotta get them out of here. Uh, can we use any reason to get rid of this detective? It's like, yeah, he wasn't invited. Bye-bye. 
Bye bye. Especially with how apologetic Blanc is when he learns this. Yeah, and he's not even anyone's friend. He's not even anyone's like you know guest. He just turns up. So, and and you're right. He almost implies that he should leave himself. This explanation enthusiastically. See, he's got no way of knowing Blanc's here to try and suss him out. That he knows about Andy's death. It's a possibility, but a Miles isn't. <laughs> it's a possibility. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> like, it's a possibility. <laughs> well, it's logically possible. So fuck it. That's amazing. Uh, I just don't give this level of charity to any kind of storytelling. Just where you just go, fuck it that smart. B, he's already thrown off by the seeming attendance of a ghost, which was, of course, the plan. And C, the seeming attendance he was thrown of a ghost, off by the, the ghost. Plan. And that would make him less defensive. Okay, sure. Yeah. Cool. He was thrown off by the ghost. The, the thing that makes me really think about this is like, wait, what do you think he thinks in that moment? That she is a ghost or a zombie or what? What do you think? What is she yeah. Doing? He could be here to try and prove I murdered her. But there's a chance he isn't, so whatever. Yeah, it's just a prank, bro. Amazing. Since there's at least a possibility Blanc knows nothing here, it is- Why? There's a you... possibility that he knows nothing! Oh my god. This you is the opposite the of- The cope of this thing. video is insane! I feel like he's just agreed with Drinker without realizing it. Like, Drinker's whole yeah. highlight is like, so he could be here to prove you murdered someone, get the fuck rid of him. And then his response is, yeah, but it's only a possibility. <laughs> And he's it's, no, he even worded it worse. He said that's a possibility he knows nothing. Almost <laughs> implying that by default he would. Oh, <laughs> yep. oh that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Just sensible not to act on <laughs> We see it. Bar what him entry doing? now that he's here. Because this is Benoit Blanc. He'd probably figure out that something here was off. The drinker then completely. I'm sorry, what was happening? I need to hear all that again. I yeah, I'm confused. There's at least a possibility Blanc knows nothing here. It is just sensible not to act weird. Bar him entry now that he's here. It's, it's not, not weird, weird to kick him out. It's not weird. Blanc is embarrassed to be there because essentially he's... That's, that's what he puts on. So he would expect to have to leave. What you do is you go, man, I'm so sorry this has happened. Someone's played a fucking joke on you. That's unacceptable. I'll try and find out who did it and, you know. Yeah, I'll whatever. find out but, who did it. I'll um, pay you for your time. Yeah, you the know, boats we'll are still you right there. back. We'll get I'm you. super rich, so while you're here in Greece, have a nice, you know, a couple days vacation here in Greece. Yeah, I'll phone some people. Thing. I'll pay. It's all good. Just chill. Yeah. And he has a nice, lovely Grecian vacation. And then along came Zeus. Because he would be like... This party is kind of tailor-made for all of these people, not you. Um, yeah. In fact, I don't have a room ready for you with a key ready because I didn't expect an additional person, so I don't know how you have I don't even know what chakra you are. Yeah, that's... Oh, what chakra did he have? <laughs> I don't know. They just don't say don't it. But they did, have an right? extra uh, band for some reason. Well, yeah, because he got given a band and a key and a room. Yeah. Seven main chakras. How many people come on to the island? Is it five? Six. I think it's six. I think I think it's including a. Uh, oh shit! We've got the. But are they in the same rooms as their uh, sort of their their important person, so to speak? The person mm, they yeah, work for. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, either way, I just think it's funny that Ethan Hawke turns up and gives everybody their keys and just gives out one to Benoit Blanc when it's like, hmm, there's one extra person here that shouldn't be here, but whatever, fine. That is interesting. Yeah. Why would he do that?
Because why not? Yeah, the world famous. I okay. Well, fair enough. Well, they that's wouldn't a good. Have. That's a good point, Mahler. That's a good point. <laughs> they wouldn't have a list like, oh, so we got uh, Duke is coming. I recognize that guy, and it's like apparently he's bringing a plus one whiskey. There she is. It's like it listed yep. off everybody, and then Benoit Blanc is there, who by the way is recognized by everyone ever. So they just be like, what the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. And then of course he would ring Miles or fax him. By the way, Ugh. Benoit Blanc is here. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, none of the yeah. shit that's supposed to happen happens, because we got to have our movie. Yeah. Or maybe, it was, what if they didn't have enough of these, I don't know, anti-COVID protection shots? It'll cough on exactly... each other and die. Yeah, oh no. That, that's a twist. Here, because this is Benoit Blanc, he'd probably figure out that something here was off. The drinker then- Yeah, and by the way, that closing argument, that if you try and boot him off the island, he might just figure out something is up. It's like... Well, the whole problem that's is that we believe he thinks something is up. We believe he's here because he knows something is up. Why do you so think he's here? that's why you here? kick him off. That's why you kick him off. He's got nothing you can do then. How does he get... Yeah, exactly. How do you get access to this? Especially with the stupid crystal glass bridge or whatever. I just... I can't believe it. It's like, you better not kick him off the island, otherwise he might realize you did something. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it's it's almost like you should let the police into your house without a warrant, or else they might get suspicious and think you're up to something. You got nothing to hide, do ya? <laughs> it's weird how the lefties take these crazy authoritarian positions. Mm. Boot him off the fucking island. He's got no place here. Ben complains about the fact that in this world there exists a famous detective. The world's richest man turns out to be a complete fanboy. Because I guess in this bizarro alternate world, amateur detectives are like celebrities or something. I don't fucking know. You're right there, buddy. You don't fucking know. This. So what was the criticism? <laughs> I want to ask him. So what was? So what was Drinker's criticism there? If it even really was, what was? What was Drinker saying? I uh, guess in this world, amateur detectives are world famous. I don't yeah. know. Carry on. Yeah. So He's describing the movie. You could accurately. even you could go as far as saying that what Drinker just said is impossible to disagree with. Yeah. Um, he, he described what the film, what's happening in the film's world. But if you want to say that the point he's making is it makes no sense that amateur detectives are celebrities, I think I agree with him. Yeah. And then you might be yeah. able to develop it into, he's not an amateur detective. And I'd be like, no, he is. We're shown that he is. We're told he's something else, but we're shown that he's terrible in both movies. Yeah, and I keep hearing <laughs> that one should show and not tell, so I, I gotta go by oh, what I'm not, I'm yeah. shown. I, I respect fucking storytelling. I'm not gonna go by what a character tells me is the case. I'm gonna go by what I see. Of course, especially in a movie like this. Um, And yeah, we've got a whole other movie where he's a fucking moron throughout it, so I don't... Yeah. Uh, it is weird that he's so famous when he's so bad at his job. He's like Clouseau. Yeah. But I don't know if they know mm -hmm. that Pink Panther's a comedy. <laughs> film, and indeed the previous film, both make it very clear that Blanc isn't an amateur. He's a high-profile... <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think there's so many references I could give, but I think one of the ones is like, I'm investigating a murder, I spot blood on the maid's shoe, and I don't say anything. Actually, I just conclude she's great. And I won't even yeah. do anything about it. Then I find out that she cannot lie. And all I ask her is like, hey, is there a motivation for everybody in this household to kill Harlan? Pretty much. And she yeah. like gets through a couple of them. And then he doesn't even get through all of them. The only person who has the balls to use her power against her. I, well, her curse against her. Is uh, the villain. He, he just says, tell me yeah. exactly what happened with Harlan. <clears throat> that, you know, because you can't lie. Mm -hmm. So it's so fucking stupid that and all of the investigators know that's something that she has as a as a limitation 
you're all amateur. You're all stupid as fuck. There's no way anyone could make this mistake. I honestly, if you're in the room, you just be like, "Hey, out of curiosity, because you can't lie, do you have anything? To, do you know anything about how Harlan died?" And she would just stare at me like, "You motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to have question. a lawyer now, please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, okay, it's bizarre to, to to think that detectives are like super popular, known by everyone. Because I, hey, I, I would allow it. Know any. I'd allow it if they were really good. I'd allow it if they were really, 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 if they were really good. They were really good, yeah. I would allow it. But you know, in Glass Onion, when the the last person he suspects is Miles, even though he's the only one with motive, yeah, I don't think he's actually all that bright. No, <laughs> no, 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 you don't understand. It was so stupid it was below him. Uh no, he can't solve he simple died. things. Oh, he must be a great detective. No, but no, that's because he's so smart. You don't get he's so it. Glass Onion. <laughs> he's stupid. Very smart. Have you even heard the Beatles song? <laughs> Do you even listen oh, to the Beatles? Jesus. Are you cultured? Yeah, the... <laughs> Detective. Benoit Blanc? Oh my god. Benoit Blanc? Yeah, I also saw all the <laughs> This is part of Drinker's point. Everyone recognizes him when they probably shouldn't. That's his whole point. What they point. do, the fact that they do is even... It, the I know, more his, he's recognized, his... the worse it gets. Look at his... He's like, he's completely... His hat's completely over his face. He's got the mask. It's like, how do you even tell who he is? Yeah, it's true. Because he's, he's Daniel Craig. Just oh, Mahler, <laughs> we, we saw the opposite of this in a movie we watched recently. We watched a movie where a guy has a mask that covers everything except for, like, his chin area. Oh, yeah. And he sits next to someone and covers up the guy's face except for the chin, and then he recognizes him. <laughs> Which was kind of funny. It was funny. It was actually, I think, the funny thing in the movie. I was about that to was say, it. that might be the best part of the, I of think the film. That's actually the only part of that film that was good. <laughs> or enjoyable. Benoit Blanc, the detective? Did you solve the murder of... Holy fuck, you're right, actually. Hang on, I just want to go back a sec. Look at this man. <laughs> what the fuck? I'd recognize <laughs> those pants uh, anywhere. <laughs> Not part of his brand is that he wears very silly outfits. And so anyone who wears that silly outfit, like, oh, that must be him. I never realized how funny this is. Like, if you saw this guy, you'd be like, oh, obviously Benoit Blanc, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing an ascot, so it's gotta be him. There's only like three people who wear friend. ascots, it's gotta be him. The detective? Did you solve the murder of... Oh, what's your name? And look, you no, might find Fred that would actually solve mysteries properly. Yeah, it's true. Act unrealistic for some reason, but that's not really the film's problem. But yeah, well, it's not Drinker's problem or your problem either. Well, All he said was that he guesses that's the case and moved on. Yeah, that's all that was. You could have left him alone, That's a strange thing to say, unrealistic for some reason. It's like, no, the reason that something's unrealistic, literally the only reason that something isn't realistic is that it doesn't match up to the real world. That's what realistic means. So it's it's strange to say it's not realistic for some reason when there can only be one reason why something is unrealistic. Okay, because so when... okay, before we continue, his last yeah. point that he thoroughly debunked and destroyed about oh. the fact that um Miles doesn't have a good reason to let him stay on the island. Are these all supposed to be lies? Are we meant to believe that Drinker was aware of the scene that explained? How Miles is okay with Benoit being yes. there, but he lied about it. Yeah, and he's really uh, so. This is the thing that's really funny. It's like he believes the drinker believes he can get away with this. The drinker's <laughs> like, aha, I'm going to ignore all of. Th I'm just going to misrepresent the whole movie, and no one will know. Like, oh, drinker, uh, someone might watch it though. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> oh fuck. I don't I think any think of one of my millions of subscribers is going to watch my video. Well, I'm film. just going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is the thing. If we were watching Drinker's video. 
and we disagreed with all of his references. Uh, it, it if you remember famously, uh, I think it was the Ralph the Movie Maker Joker video. Uh, all of us were holding oh, out. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa, what was that? What the fuck? Sorry, that was I sneezed. <laughs> Did you like try sorry, and sorry. like I, hold it I, in? I, but I tried to stop it. It didn't work. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A tidal wave of. <laughs> I hope your microphone isn't covered in goo. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, right. Are you trying to recreate a scene from Osmosis Jones? <laughs> I'm contagious. Uh, bless you indeed. Now, uh, I believe if you watch the coverage of Ralph Rubinmaker's video, we like one by one go from saying he's obviously mistaken to, oh fuck, I think he lied. Because mm. uh, I can't remember what the reference was, but there was one that happened. I think Jay was the holdout. And then eventually something happened where Jay was like, oh shit, yeah, I think he lied. Um, oh, fuck, does anyone in chat remember what it was? It, I, I feel like it had something to do with oh, Alfred. I know what you're not. talking about, but I can't remember the specific. Because um, oh. I think it was like a literal visual that he'd already used and that he'd said didn't exist. Yeah. And it was like, what? And he's in your editing. What do you mean? <laughs> like, right he there. referenced a visual, or he had Oh, the strangling visual, Alfred. Yeah, yeah. He was said like uh, they overreacted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like, you've got footage of him strangling Alfred, how you, uh, what the fuck? Good times. But yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, what I'm trying to say is that it is rare for me to believe that you, uh, are lying about the film as opposed to just making a mistake. That fact unrealistic for some reason, but that's not really the film's problem. Because when we're thinking about suspension of disbelief in any story, the objective isn't realism. It's very- I, I would like, before he continues, just saying the word suspension of disbelief is like, do you believe a person could actually be this stupid? You know? He does. I, I guess he does. Well, uh, I guess remember, it's totally fine that this guy's like that stupid. A degree of doing a stupid action, it's this stupid simultaneous with everything we know. And remember, like a brand of stupidity is a thing, stupid. but not like a convenience stupid where it's just every time I need them to do something that will cost them, I'll just say they're stupid. Pretty fucking annoying about suspension of disbelief in any story, the objective isn't realism. It's verisimilitude. Basically, the- Have you cracked saying that yet, yeah? You see, it's not no, realism, right. it's all realism. Verisimilitude. It's reliant on realism. Yeah, here's the thing, if you're going yeah, for verisimilitude in a story that's grounded in realistic, then you are going for realism. It's just sometimes well, why... you're not going for realism. Well, just, I guess, suppose just so we're all kind of on the same page. Maybe he'll, I don't know, th this sounds like the video where he won't explain what verisimilitude is. What is verisimilitude? Do we want to you give him a chance actually, to explain it, or should we go for a Google? I just Googled it, and I'm it's gonna, the appearance yeah, of being true be... or real. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's trying to appear real. That's what it Pretty is. Close which is real. essentially, which is extremely close to realism in terms of a movie presenting something to you as an audience member. So. Yeah. Would a yeah. would a movie that's not going for realism, like a surreal movie or something that's very uh, heightened, like would you describe the successful execution of that as verisimilitude? I'm not. I don't know if you would. I don't think so. Um, it would probably tie to realism in certain ways, just so that you can comprehend what's happening. Um, but no, probably not. Surrealism is, in particular, surrealism generally is you know defies realism. Or it tries to get away from it. Uh, so. Well, but we ain't, this ain't no surreal film. As, as, a, as, no. a, as an ER enjoyer, I remember you bringing it up in one of your videos. What was, what was the takeaway? What was it about? 
for verisimilitude. Yeah, was it Star Wars? Or was it someone else? Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, there's uh, I forget what point I was trying to make with when I said the word. All I remember is that I couldn't fucking say it. It took me like thirty fucking tries. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, let's see how he contextualizes it. Problem. Because when we're thinking about suspension of disbelief in any story, the objective isn't realism, it's verisimilitude. Basically, does an event contradict or conflict with the established rules of the world? If so, generally, that's bad. This doesn't, though. This film had already set out the fact uh, that Blanc is very famous for his sleuthing, and had already given it. us the first bunch of hints that Miles isn't the smartest cookie around. Why are we Sweet. spending so much time on this? Uh, because the amount of time that he devotes to any point is directly proportional to how many dunk points he can get on Critical Drinker. Well, it is weird. Regardless of the impact of it actually being a criticism or being in the movie. We're at eight 100%. minutes. So it doesn't feel like he's addressed much of Drinker's stuff. Yeah, no. this is not what we'd call an information pack like video. Maybe one clip from his video? I don't... We've, well, we've seen Drinker talk for a grand total of about 10 seconds, I think. And so far it's been fine. Yeah. And the amount we see Drinker talk is also directly proportional to the amount of dunking possible. That's a good point. Someone, you're, you know, that's a really good point. All right. Hints that will only become more and more explicit as the film goes on. Cool. Within the rules of the film, this all checks out. Drinky then takes issue with the fact Miles because the film says it does. It says it checks out, so it does. He could be simultaneously this capable and conniving and clever, and also simultaneously this mind-numbingly stupid. And it's fine, because the film just shows it happening, so it's fine. It's all good. The film yeah, wouldn't it, lie. It almost, it almost makes you think, like, is it even worth seeing the rest of this thing? Because he's just going to keep pulling that card, isn't he? Every time there's a Miles criticism, he's going to be like, yeah, but he's stupid. It's stupid, though. Except when he isn't. Except oh, when yeah, he except is. those parts. Except <clears throat> those parts, but that's fine. Yeah, those one don't count. This all checks out. Drinky then takes issue with the fact Miles sent a box to Andy at all. He naturally isn't on very good terms with him now. Kind of makes you wonder why he'd invite her in the first place, doesn't it? Hmm, yes, it is yes. odd that Miles invited Andy. I wonder if the film will ever develop on this mystery. Perhaps, I don't know, it'll turn out that Miles actually killed Andy, and if that were the case, maybe we could use our brains and realize that the invitation was sent anyway to put the authorities off his scent. So we, so we had a big discussion a, over this. We did. We had quite yeah, a big discussion. I really disagree with that point. And I think that both are definitely reasonable positions to take. I don't think it's Whether he sends it maybe or doesn't send it. Either, can, both of them have points in their favor. Maybe I can step off my little fence of not deciding whether or not I think one or the other and finally say, I think if they want to leave it up to the interpretation that they should have, like, like the state of their relationship post the courtroom scene is what the investigator would uh, have, presumably, because it's probably going to be public, at least to some degree. And that, oh, yeah. if you're the investigator, right, and you find out uh, Miles has made several attempts publicly to, you know, reformat and re rebind their relationship, and he's even said, you know, sorry it came to this, then I believe the invitation makes sense. However, mm. if there's, like, nothing... If they've said nothing to each other since then, and there's been no interactions publicly, I think it is a little bit suspicious that he sends the invite. Funny. That's all we can assume. And that's the thing, we're like, not shown anything really. You can talk really. about both sides. Each side has merits in its defense. No, right. If you believe oh, yeah. one of It'd these be really sides, you're a liar. In a video. Oh, okay. Well, funny? I guess also that. 
Miles is so stupid that he lets Blanc stay there to, like, potentially, especially when it's a real possibility that he's come to investigate him and it has something to do with the ghost. But he's also clever enough to concoct a plan to essentially manipulate people into believing that he's still on good terms with her. Mm -hmm. What is it? Is he smart or is he stupid? That's a really good point. You gotta pick one. Oh, they know. We know what they're picking. Stupid. All the way home. All the way Sick of that to the bank. Otherwise, the argument breaks apart. This meme is really awkward as well because, of course, Drinker knows he watched the film. So was it? Wait, I thought you took a day off. That was the plan. That was in this video. Yeah. Justice never sleeps. I was already ready. It's like, oh, someone's gonna gonna stream late or something, and it's like, metal this bad video. Beat. To make it look bad. like an olive branch that tragically came a little too late. Gee, that'd just be swell. Also, side note, okay. what's up with the color palette here? Half of these clips are just insanely desaturated, but I guess it's a pretty solid visual reflection of the utter lack of mental effort that's been put into this video. Well, okay. Oh, um, well, if I had a piano... So this is just a... a <laughs> this is obviously just getting for a dunk, but like, all I would have said is like, it is weird. Why is this like faded out? I don't know. Yeah, I he thought must, the same thing when I He must have applied a filter by accident or something. I don't know. Or that, like, the footage he got was just desaturated and he didn't. There was. He was um, trying to get around a uh, copyright. That could also oh, be well, it. Maybe. Well, um, the other thing, too, is like running on different media players, the color was different. VLC, it was colorful. And in Media Player Classic, it was all set like crap like this. Well, so I'm thinking, like, whatever like decoder he had, like, did this. So I don't know. Like, it's so. Um... This is the kind of uh, bitterness I would expect after many bad points from Drinker. So mm. early on, it's just like, fucking idiot. Do, fucking can't even edit properly. Moron. Yeah, like, Drinker's been right. fine so far. Not really any issues. I've got honestly. barely anything um, to complain about yet. Like, yeah, the most you could say is that he could have explained better, but that's really about it. What's up with the color palette here? Half of these clips are just insanely desaturated, but I guess it's a pretty solid visual reflection of the utter lack of mental effort that's been put into this okay. video. What next? Okay. There's a fun little Ben, why don't they make crime illegal Shapiro-esque moment where the drinker just displays this <laughs> abject fury at the idea that Glass Onion could deign to eschew the standard murder mystery formula. All right, really? that's a big you claim. Let's a clip. see. Yeah, yeah let's uh -huh. see if it's correct. Because um, I actually... Personally, I don't even think that's a bad start to a cri uh, criticism of the... If you said, this kind of fucks with the genre, I'd be like, alright, it depends on how you qualify that, and I might agree. I might also not. Like, if if someone, you know, you could say it about Predator, right? Predator sucks because I was expecting the Macho Men to just annihilate all of their enemies, but they actually get killed. I'd be like, okay. But it's really good, though. <laughs> so, if someone said, like, yeah, but Knives Out is bad because I don't like being told you know, uh, who the killer is, and then trying to be on their side. I'd be like, no, that's, the, you know. But let's see what, what did Drinkers justify it as. This is where the movie does something that absolutely pisses me off, because it's so completely out of left field and ridiculous that it absolutely ruins your investment in anything that's happening. But it turns out that Andy is in fact her identical twin sister, Helen. No way! I'm not going to get deep into that here. My so first clip. Then why that, bother? So, well, why yep. was... Wait, but that clip has that was nothing to do with what he just said, though. True. Uh, mm -hmm. It sounds to me the drinker was just complaining about the insanity of that contrivance. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't like, bam, twist. He's like, I hate this. But hey, we'll <laughs> let him continue. I'm still waiting for the uh, substance. Plus, I, I just video, fucking only... get annoyed when every couple of sentences, oh, I'm not going to bother to go into detail into this. Then. 
How did you make a 30-minute video? What well, happens? You see, Mel, he was very Excuse invested me. in deconstructing Drinker's fashion opinion, but he's well, not invested not. in uh, <laughs> in this portion for some reason. Yeah, this one, I mean, yeah. Identical God, twin sister, oh, yeah. Helen. No way! I'm not gonna get deep into that here. My first Glass Onion video, which I'll link in the corner now, is largely about this, but TLDR, taking variation Fine. on genre conventions as aberrant. He didn't even say anything about the genre, he, he just said it was dumb what happened. It. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's all he said. Aberration is not good criticism. For more, yeah, watch that video. There's some more light whinging. Yeah, really what was that? that? What yeah, was, no, was that as a response? What was that? that? You didn't did I miss something? Did I miss a thing there? No, you <laughs> it didn't. It feels like it. It feels there. like a ch like two minute chunk of the video was just removed accidentally, where the you know the explanation was located. And, and he didn't like, say it, anything about the genre. He said this was stupid and it ruined my investment in the story. And fact yeah. check true on both. I guess it's like if I said it's so dumb that Luke fights a fucking giant monster in. Return of the Jedi, and I think the monster looks dumb, and then someone responds, like, clearly you're not familiar with the genre. I guess. <laughs> is that the idea? That he's like, you only dislike this because you think that this... Or, I guess it's the reverse. Like, you're not familiar with genre bending or breaking. Uh, God, man, you need to really fix up your script on that one. It's hard to follow what the fuck you were even responding to. There's some more light whinging about coincidences. Wow, whinging, lucky she that whinging again. Whinging, he's whinging. Journal. Oh, hang on. This is a light coincidence. You gotta go back. Whoa, I gotta what? make sure. <laughs> There's some more light whinging about coincidences. Okay. Wow, lucky she happened to have a twin sister, and that she left behind a detailed journal of her entire experiences up until this point, so that Helen would know everything she needs to blend in with her friend group. But again, these aren't coincidences that unravel the mystery. They're coincidences that set it up. That are they don't set up the mystery. The setup is her being murdered. Yeah, it's so this, um this is the murder. It's Ryan creating himself a little premise and then understanding there's a lot of drawbacks to this premise that make it difficult to even occur. And then he just starts adding in all of these little uh, like matchsticks to hold up the whole thing. Like, oh, you know, mm. you're not going to be able to have a twin sister like absorb and represent the personality of the other twin sister if they've been separated for this long and have like completely different lives. It's like, yeah, but she has a journal that has everything in it. Like, oh, Ryan, that's not oh, only is like, that really stupid, but... She's got, like, days to read it, too. And, like, what are you suggesting? She's been writing that her whole life, and so she's absorbed the whole personality. What the fuck? I'm just gonna say, Baba would be really, really upset with this. <laughs> it's, um... It is a major contrivance that is meant to heal the wound of having created such a dumb premise. Um, and he does it more than once, because that's, that's what Ryan be doing. Enable this story to begin, to get going. Plus, some of them aren't coincidences, they're just things that happen. It's also they're not coincidences. That's what a coincidence they're is. just things that <laughs> yeah. happen. What does that even mean? They're not coincidences, <laughs> they're just things that happen. Does not happen. That is what a coincidence <laughs> is. Those the coincidences that don't happen, you're right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the coincidences, that, that's one for, that's one for Gadelb. So they're not coincidences, they're just things that happen. People have already been saying, like, well, Goodell was like, Goodell is not happening anymore, but these would be great quotes for Goodell. Coincidences are just things that happen. Oh, that's no, that's the truth, quote. sorry. The, the, what he said is, they're not coincidences, they are things that happen. Mystery, they're coincidences that set it up, that enable Very this story true. to begin, to get going. Plus, some of them aren't coincidences, they're just things that happen. Nice. It's also Very extremely true. lucky yeah. that Blanc got wasn't it. immediately turned away from the island when he tried to blag his way in. Hey, Mr. Blanc. 
Can we have a quick word? Cool. What do you? No, this is he wants to talk to him, but then he keeps him. This is not what mm -hmm. Drinka just said happened. <laughs> Drinka said he should have booed him. And he, because he should have. Because obviously wrong. he should have. It's all mm -hmm. fucked if that happens. Everything goes off the rails. The whole film can't happen. Yeah, and what's so weird about this is he's like, Bron tries to get rid of Blanc. And it's like, no, he takes him in and Blanc says, this is so embarrassing. This is a this is a fuck up. And then Bron's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. You can stay. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah Blanc doesn't so, um, really do much of a job of convincing you him know, to stay there. Bron convinces himself. I was feeling a little bit uh, spicy. I might go as far as saying, first of all, you're not taking Drinker's point for what it is. And secondly, you're not, you're not representing the movie properly, my dude. You know, mm. someone with even worse faith criticism might say that he was lying. Hmm. I suppose hmm. we wouldn't do that, but someone we might. We wouldn't do that, of course. We wouldn't do, we would never assume that, of course. But someone might say that. It would be a thing that just happens, shall we say. <laughs> Someone reset the box. They oh, sent it to oh, you as a gag. I've got the pre-definite detective in the world at my murder mystery party. That is... That is a great reason to not have you here. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's incredible, yeah. I'm sure glad so I didn't legit. kill anyone just a couple of days ago or something. Yeah, Man, who? Yeah. Or weeks. And he showed up with the specter of the woman that I killed. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be, be kind of weird. That would be wild. Jeez. Good thing also, I'm so dumb. All of this is totally fine. Yep. <laughs> Or that the killer didn't immediately try to take Helen out when he saw that the woman he apparently already killed was now alive and well. He he does try this. We see. No, Drink said immediately. 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 This is like an hour <laughs> right later. There on the beach. <laughs> this is quite a while later. This, again, see what I mean? Like, why can't we just be like, why are you lying? Why are you lying, bro? I'm lying. Yeah. It just isn't instant because there's a bunch of other people there. And no. Oh wow, literally right on the beach is what yeah, that's what Drinker meant, is right Babe. there on the beach. We should have <laughs> Let's do it, guys. It's, it's time to explain friend. temporal linearity. <laughs> Can such a thing be done? Can such is knowledge that, be learned? Is that like verisimilitude or is that something different? This is, if you you need to have enjoyed the paintings of sure. Gershatzel Gistani of, of the late 16th period, you need to oh, see that. I know about <laughs> Neo-Renaissanceitism. Yeah, that was Haven't that you studied cool. the article by Gertrude Le Leton Le Dernier? Oh, and don't forget the late musings <laughs> of Brian. Ah uh, yes, Brian. Brian's musings, one of my favorite works of literature. So yeah, if you can oh. all chat, if you can all get that, um, we'll come back to this, okay? So uh, also, what, uh, you, <laughs> I recall ruminating in my childhood those halcyon days where I would uh, read these dusty old tomes <laughs> of philosophers' past. I just like extend the, my knowledge of film criticism. The gap between like I would just read <laughs> like. Wow, <laughs> there's so much to gain from your knowledge. Anyway, uh, yeah, so what Drinker is saying, I didn't think this would be hard to pick up, is that Miles knows he attempted murdered this person and they are here. That's very bad. She is a source to destroy him and his whole life. So, we're on a private island, and he we, we've been shown he's willing to kill her. Uh, that happens in the movie. So why not have taken a way better chance like to pull her aside and be like, I need to talk to you, this is very important. But which, by the way, she doesn't even suspect it's him at that point. There are, there are so many different times he could have tried this, where she was on her own. She was even drunk at one point. You could probably mm -hmm. uh, manipulate mm -hmm. her to get into a particular position. But no, he waits until... Don't uh, me too. 
You know what's so fucking funny is he says, wow, drinker, moron. Why would he kill her in front of someone else? It's like, that's what he does. Uh, that's yeah, really yeah that's the does. thing, too. It's all like, if he's supposed to be so stupid, why didn't he do that? Exactly. You, you're saying, like, he got smart all of a sudden and then pulled he was... one of them aside? He's supposed yeah, to be stupid. Right. Just pull them both aside and kill them both. But I guess that's just not, mm, just not the right kind of stupid. So, yeah. That's not I a don't... helpful kind. That, that's not purposeful stupidity. Yeah. Movie would be over. So yeah, yeah, when Drinker says, why didn't he immediately try to kill her or get rid of her? He doesn't mean literally strangle her in front of all of these people. That's, that's not what he means. <laughs> I think uh, I, that seems a little bad faith. Well, this, this is what I mean. This is getting a little uh, boring and stupid. Like, we'll just take what Drinker says and make the worst assumption from it. in the worst way possible. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then we, well, it'll be great for anybody who hates Drinker because they'll just be like, oh god, I can't believe Drinker is so stupid. By the way, there is a top comment on this video. I saw it mentioned on the subreddit, and I was like, no fucking way. Someone says, like, does Drinker not know that twins exist? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> 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 the top comment. One of them, yeah. Jesus How many Christ. Likes have? Oh, too many. Plenty, if it's sure. one, it's just... too many. But it's the kind of shit where it's just like, oh, guys, come on. We need a better class of critic. This is shit. Like, you just got to make this shit up. You can't. This town needs a better class of critic. I'm going to <laughs> and Miles probably doesn't want them to see him murder someone. Like, goddamn. Genius. Dude. The recap team yes, right there on the It's beach a lot of drinker of complaining about bad decisions Miles makes. When Andy found a crucial piece of evidence and threatened to reveal it to the world, Miles killed her and hid the evidence away in his office instead of, you know, destroying it. Not dude, it's, it's funny because, again, my criticism of drinker is like, why don't you highlight the fact that it was insane to kill her? Why'd he kill her? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what a, what a crazy reaction, but you know what the answer is to that, everybody? Well, he's dumb. Dumb. Especially because what he does is he drugs her with sleeping pills and then sets it up like she, uh, you know, left the engine running in the garage. He could have drugged yeah, her with sleeping pills, it. found the envelope, and then... Yeah, because if you remember, he, he found that envelope in that, in that selection of time. So yeah, he could have found it, destroyed it. She could eventually wake back up and he could be like, what the fuck happened? Or you could even make it so that there's water on the floor or whatever, put her, like, hit her head into something while she's sleeping and then just be like, yeah, you, you slipped, you, you okay? You <laughs> um, How embarrassing. You could even do that, yeah. But, like, yeah, the, the, <laughs> uh, and then she'll be like, the envelope's fucking gone, what the hell? And you'd be like, I don't know, man. That sounds unfortunate. Anyway, I gotta what? go. But no, you had to, he killed her. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, yeah, but he's stupid. Um... <laughs> Anyway, uh, what Drinker brought up is still a good point, though. He should have destroyed the evidence. But why didn't he, everyone? Instead of, you know, destroying it. Not seeming to realize that vainglorious hubristic irony is precisely dead on in character. And after all that, you... Is it? Is that you just... still kept the envelope. Uh, you didn't burn it or anything? There you go. The, mo that? the movie said so. It's okay, because the movie said it's the movie is stupid. So it's Lamp fine. shading is good. The vainglorious fool who kept the only thing that could destroy him because he's vain. Couldn't you make the reverse hey. argument? A vain person would annihilate any chance of them being uh, exposed. Well, we've well, kind of discussed this I a little bit so. when it comes to arrogance as a trait. I feel like it's a trait that you could use to justify pretty much anything. So boring. Because if, if your motivation is being super prideful and everything, then... Pretty much everything's on the table. 
he burned it because he was so prideful he wanted to get away with it all. He wanted to be prideful to himself or something along those lines. Well, it's like whenever he does anything, I just want this guy to be in the corner and be like, was that vain, stupid, or... Well, no, it's always one of those two, right? Mm. And then he's, you know, it's like, she, he killed her. Was that vain and, and stupid? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, okay, the sleight of hand steal of the gun. Was that vain and stupid? And he's like, what? Uh. <laughs> so how is it, how exactly is it vain or arrogant? Why would vain or arrogance motivate him to keep it? Because he's whole, I think the argument, the best version I can imagine is like, he's so vain about having the one, he's holding thing? on to the one thing that could destroy him. And he's like, haha, I have it. Instead of destroying like, it and saying, know, haha, like, no one could beat me. Well, so the thing, every I'm time I think like about it, I'm like, oh, this is stupid. This is stupid. He, this is reaction of his right here. It's kind of like, well, you know what? Why didn't I do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, if you remember, no, right. uh, mm -hmm. a lot of people will be like, you see, he steals his ideas. And so he steals the idea to destroy it from Lionel saying right here, why didn't you just destroy it? As if <laughs> to imply it's not about vanity. He's just an idiot. <laughs> he didn't realize well, he's going to destroy it. Actual, I mean, but he, he killed Andy. Uh, so clearly he knows that this could ruin him and that you, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It doesn't make Why didn't any he sense leave Andy he alive would... through vanity? It's like, no, he killed her through vanity. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, you didn't. Uh, you don't think it would be really vain for him to decide to leave a person alive so that they would exist, knowing that he had defeated them? Like that's that's super fucking prideful. But I guess he wasn't mm -hmm. prideful that time. That was something else. That wasn't the pride. And also, how intelligent by looking by what we see on that napkin, you've got to probably be pretty insanely smart to translate that into a gajillion dollar. Massive company. No, what, what? No, we went over that napkin. We we had to actually okay. censor some of it because it was such a good idea that anyone could start a multi-billion-dollar company from it. Oh, okay. And obviously, we're gonna do it. We don't want anyone else to. Wait, you guys doing that? We no. weren't gonna tell you until no. we'd fixed wow. it all up for you. Okay. I was at your home. I didn't bastard. <laughs> and there's a lot of just it's right there, Macy's. And then all of Miles' friends turn against him, and they all celebrate at the end like this is some kind of epic win, conveniently ignoring the fact that they're all absolutely gonna go to jail. As I discussed in my last video, the shitheads are only celebrating when it looks like Helen's just having a tantrum. Symbolic destruction, nothing Why more. would they- When it escalates, they try to stop her. Of course they try to stop her from destroying the Mona fucking Lisa. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Anybody yeah. would just want to stop her. Yeah, it's just funny but... to see that he says that, and they do, but the way they show them trying is like, Oh no, oh, I cannot possibly get also, you, even though I can. But they ultimately side with her in the end. Exactly. And, and let's be clear, they're not just not siding with anyone, they side with her, they're gonna lie for her, is what they say. Yeah. They're gonna mm. reveal that they perjured themselves. Yes. Well, to be fair, I don't believe that's how it would actually run out. I think eventually they'd come no, to their senses. No, but that's what the movie thinks. Yeah, the movie wants to tell us that's what they're gonna do. It's like, no, they won't. So basically, what Drinker yeah. said is uh, like 99% true other than wonky interpretations of what he's saying. He's trying to say, after all this bullshit, they are teaming up with her. Which is insane. Um... After the Mona Lisa burns, they're not happy. They're resigned, bleakly accepting. Well, they nearly just died, so it's probably fair that they're in. Yeah, they got mixed... blown up a little yeah, bit. I'd be so... a little bit upset if someone did that. Um, in fact, the person who killed them is who they sign up with. Really weird. Mm -hmm. Almost like it doesn't make any sense. This new status quo. So this is wrong. Do they look happy here? They know they're boned. Critical drinker. Did drinker say they were all happy? 
I don't, I don't remember so. him saying that. I don't remember. He said him. they celebrated or something like that. When conveniently ignoring the fact, I mean, they certainly were gleeful moments before, and then they came Absolutely. out there and saw like just my assumption points. that when they were down at the stairs was Jesus Christ, we almost died. And then all of Miles's friends turn against him, and they all celebrate at the end like this is some kind of epic win, conveniently ignoring the fact that they're all absolutely going to go to jail. As I discussed, yeah, you can definitely argue celebration doesn't necessarily. They're like conjoined on their plan to destroy Miles, like a a conclusion. To call it celebration might be hyperbole, but like, damn, dude, yeah. you're picking up yeah. on him for that. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, you could argue it's a, it's a celebration on the movie's part, right? That the movie thinks this is a win. Certainly, yep. yeah. Just in my lawn. I just say the fucking thumbnail is so ugly. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. That's yeah. video. Why disruption matters. Mm -hmm. Isn't the title something like the one true disruptor? Like, oh, she was the real disruptor the whole time. Yeah. I guess she None was. She destroyed the Mona Lisa where no one would have wanted her to. <laughs> When conveniently ignoring the fact that they're all absolutely going to go to jail. As I discussed in my last video, the shitheads are only celebrating when it looks like Helen's just having a tantrum. Symbolic destruction, nothing real. When it escalates, they try to stop her. After the From Mona Lisa burns, the they're not Mona happy. Lisa. They're resigned, bleakly accepting this new status quo. So with the this rest of humanity, wrong. yes. Do they look happy here? Can you please address the most important substantive part of this that they've sided with her, even though to do so would put them in jail and mean they have to lie again? Yeah, that'd be nice. Please address that part of what he said. They know they're boned. Critical Drinker then does. A they're not boned. Right. They actually survived, it's incredible, and now the only thing that yeah. can stop them is their own uh, reveal of their lie. That's the only thing, like, that's what perjury is, essentially at that point, that's what he's referring to anyway when he says perjury, so... I guess we're not going to talk about that part of what Drinker said, okay. A funny thing, and tries to use this film's concepts against it, against Ryan Johnson. You know, it's not hard. Really not <laughs> hard at all, Ryan Johnson isn't anything approaching clever, but... Maybe the theme is he's too stupid to not know? Yeah, it genuinely undermines my faith in humanity that a lot of people out there consider this film a smart, well-made movie. Ryan Johnson <laughs> seems to have some kind of reality distortion field around him and his- He's a bit of a glass onion, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone is gonna call each other glass onions as a result of this fucking movie and its discourse. Great. So. Great. Yep. Let's just let's just keep it going. Why not? Everyone's a glass <laughs> onion. Woo! And we're all inside ah. a big glass onion. His work somehow convincing people that he's this crazy auteur genius. The truth is that it's nothing but the flashy veneer of intelligence with nothing lying beneath. It's a good. Oh, so like, finally came. I guess oh, yeah. that's really clever or something. This is what I mean. This is where we're at. It's like Drinker uh, watches this film and says everyone's calling it smart. It's really not. And then this guy's like. Everyone fucking you think you're smart, you're not. And then now it's our um, turn to go, well, you think you're smart and you're not. And then someone in the comments section will be like, Efab thinks they're smart and they're not. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, drugs on you are known, I'm smart. See, I didn't even say that sentence right. Keep Twice. it all going. Good laugh. That the dude's railing against obvious stupidity, the facade of genius in the middle of this video's inaccuracy sandwich, but just park this irony for Allegedly. now because we'll return to it later. This general we have to. Oh. Also, right, I don't so I know. guess we're not going to talk about anything that Drinker said, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it. Drinker's just also, wrong. I don't... Okay. Wait, Drinker made a video? 
I don't know if Drinker is pretending that he's a genius by making this video. You know, you don't need to claim that you're a genius just to point out how stupid I've this seen movie is. So many people be like, calls himself fucking critical, like a, a, a critical thinker. And it's like, you're ignoring the part that says Drinker. Like, the whole idea is that he's a fucking drunk dude being critical of things. He presents himself as such. Like, you don't need to pretend, like, look at this man trying to come across as intelligent. Ridiculous. <laughs> Set down that bottle, sir. The critique keeps going. He says glass onions ruined by all the tropes, conveniences, cliches, and so on, but he doesn't give examples, explain what he means. He gave some examples earlier, remember? Well, it turns out that Andy is in fact her identical twin sister, Helen. But again, these are Goffman's good coincidences. No, no they're not. That's not no, what she said. <laughs> Liar. Leave you Bob alone. Did you not you read the article that you listed? Yeah, dude. Read Bob's, Bob's paper Bob. again. Don't besmirch Bob's good name here. Yeah. <laughs> he says a good coincidence. She says Maybe a good coincidence article... is one where you don't make it a coincidence anymore. Yes, she That's did. She so... Um, I'm I mean, willing just to read the paragraph, but maybe in the article she says specifically, unless you <laughs> reveal that she had an identical twin the whole time. That's <laughs> Listen, totally cool. Maybe she says that. I'm not sure. I'm sure uh, he's not lying about Precious Bob's work. He just stopped reading after the first sentence of a paragraph. He was like, "That's it. I've got I it. I it. Yeah. Good stuff, Bob." Just read it. Ha! Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I agree, Bob. Afraid of reading, my dude. You can learn a lot by reading. So this is just more empty bluster. Then we this get to... I agree, it is empty bluster. But not yeah. from him. My oh. favorite point of Get your shoes video. off the couch, you barbarian. No, I'm sorry, Ranks. <laughs> That's the kind of party this is. The whole room will be God ruined damn. by the end. Don't do fire. that. You don't go to other people's shoes. houses and put your shoes on the fucking couch. Yo, couch. <laughs> they got a fire juggler and you're worried about the shoes. <laughs> fire jugglers are yeah. chill. I believe the fire juggler is safe. They know what they're doing. You can worry about two things at once. He's a pro. Yeah, if a professional fire juggler is one thing. <laughs> but some random asshole putting his shoes on the... I get, Someone's got to clean that, and it's going to leave marks and scuffs, and that might not necessarily be something you can fix. So Getting true. your couch cushions no reupholstered, couch. whatever, that's time and money. Any single one of these forced plot elements didn't happen exactly as they play out, then the whole story would have collapsed around it. Yep. The story would have fallen apart if the story beats didn't happen. Wow. That's what he meant. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what Drinker that's meant. What yeah. he meant. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely what Drinker meant. You aren't poisoned by bad faith. Ugh. I have seen this one about my work so many times. They'll be like, Muller will say, Based on the things that we have, like, well, what if this had happened? He'll literally be like, oh, if a different movie happened, then the movie wouldn't have happened. Yes, of course the movie happened the way it happened because of the things that happened. And you're like, wow, you, you couldn't have missed what I'm saying, like, at all. Worse. It's just like, holy fuck, you're just not listening at all. And this, by the way, you is why I get confused engaging. when people say, like, this is a good video. It's just like... Did you hear what Drinker said? How the fuck did he pull that from what Drinker said? Video. If any single one of these forced plot elements didn't happen exactly as they play out, then the whole story would have collapsed around it. The story would have fallen apart if the story beats didn't happen. I mean... It's, it's, like, it's like amazing. Good forced. job. The key word is forced, beats. by the way, yeah. Um, Drinker yep. is trying to tell you. He believes the story would not run the way that it does based on what information we have. You have to have mm -hmm. the writer come down and push things. That's not good. Not only push things, but like a series of they had to be really stupid 
They had to be really stupid here as well. They had to be incredibly vain. Yeah. This just happened. They just happened to overhear this because well, she happened I to be to in put the exact that, place at the right time. You had to put that extra character in this scene in this other time we show it. Otherwise, this wouldn't work. So, <laughs> Even though we showed be, you otherwise before. <laughs> to give you an idea, it would be like Benoit sees the hot sauce, has some of it, enjoys it, and then is told he can have some. And then he goes, cool. Sets it on the table and says, I'll pick up a few of these before I leave. Thank you. And then Ryan comes yep. down from the heavens and picks up Benoit's hand, grabs the, the hot sauce and puts it into his pocket. And Benoit's like, what's, what's, what am I doing? Oh, oh. What's that? Ryan, what are you doing? Stop it. You're going to need this for later. Yeah. <laughs> Just trust me, Keep, bro. It's exactly. dangerous to go alone. Keep this bloated <laughs> bottle in your pocket even when you change clothes. Keep it there, too. Even when you didn't seem to enjoy the hot sauce in the first place. <laughs> yeah, just keep it, idiot. Yeah, that, that is true. This gives way to an anodyne avalanche of attempted nitpicks. Anodyne Pretty much all of which... Anodyne, anodyne avalanche. Anodyne avalanche of attempted honest, nitpicks. I don't know what that means. I yeah, most people British. don't know what that means. The, virtually everybody listening to this video won't know what it means. Hey, throwback point of communication. Throwback yeah. to EFAP nine. I think that's the last yeah. time the word anodyne, anodyne was used. <laughs> Man, you see, the point of language is to communicate, you know, your ideas to other people. And I know it makes you sound smart to say stuff like anodyne, right, and verisimilitude or whatnot. But if the people <laughs> who are watching your video don't know what these things mean, then you're just you're not, you're not being you know helpful. for a fucking fact. The majority of people hear him say it. They go, I have no idea what that means. And then they go, I have no I agree. idea what it means. I agree. I, oh, I agree. Yes, it's very <laughs> anodyne. People will say. Yeah. And Wouldn't want to be understood. Like, Dazzling's they, fine. The one friend in the group goes, what does it mean? And they'll go. <laughs> oh, you fool. Get out. You, you like you, you you they say it all that you see a typing. They're like, it's so funny. You don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I'll explain it. Just here in the background. Hey, Google, what does anodyne mean? <laughs> anodyne. Oh, that's a lamp. I think he but, just wanted to say that so he could have three A's. Like, oh, yeah, together. definitely. He was doing tripling. He was doing right? a smirt. Yeah, yeah, narrative tripling. Yes. <laughs> that's another <laughs> reference to EFAP9. Holy shit. <laughs> Nostalgic. Which have fairly obvious answers. Let's begin. Let's do it. Like, what if Miles had refused to let Helen and Blanc onto his island? Wouldn't. Oh, the whole film ends. Yeah. Yeah, the film ends. GG. Yeah, film doesn't happen. Helen's presence here with the world's most famous detective be a very obvious red flag. Again, this is what I mean. Drinker is being nice to the film. Like, <laughs> I would go as far as saying, like, it is the red flag. It is the the biggest flag. It's waving it's so not hard. Not the larger red flag. <laughs> I just don't know that. Like, like she turns up with the world's greatest detective. I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> I wonder what this hmm. means. This could be cool. This must here be it fun. Comes. Miles this is, is dumb. Fun thing. And if he does, in front of the rest, everyone, Blanc included, will definitely know something is rotten in this. No, he's not allowed to be no. here. This is a private island. He shouldn't expect it's, that he can just be here. It's so funny. It's such an easy explanation. You say, I didn't invite him. Imagine some guy swims the distance between <laughs> the, the dock and the other dock and then just turns up and Miles is like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Brian. Here I am. I wrote some musings. You should check them out. <laughs> but <laughs> you, uh, so is it cool? I can join. He goes, hmm. If I if I send him away, that would look suspicious. Yes, Brian, you can you can join the whole party. Like what the fuck? Yeah, the police he did write the musings all. after all. It's almost more suspicious to keep him there. It's like why? Nobody would normally do this. You is this something? Is this planned? I might even assume him? that if I was one of the guests. Like, is this a part of some weird thing you're doing? Is he here for a reason? I would be like, obviously it is. Though you're here for a murder mystery. 
the world yeah. famous detective just shows up and he shouldn't be here, but he's being allowed to be here. Like, obviously, you're in cahoots. Obviously. It's such miles. an easy explanation to your friends. Be like, I don't know why he's here. Something went wrong, but I didn't invite well, him, and this is a private island. I don't even think it's in Drinker's video. It might be, but uh, the obvious thing of like, all right, everyone turn in your invitations. I want to know who doesn't have one. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. when, when Helen is like, ah, I dropped mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, so you brought in the detective, huh? That's pretty suspicious. And then she could be like, no, I didn't. I'm I'm dead. <laughs> he could Dude. even find a good justification for turning uh, fake Andy away. He could be like, "Look, I didn't invite you." She could be like, she could claim he did, but you know what I mean. He could make up an excuse. Good, and that they would believe it because they're also stupid. Remember, everyone's stupid. Well, in technicality, he did send her the even invitation, the so it's all like, yeah, he did invite her, but not Blanc at all. So I know, but all I'm saying is he could he could turn her away here right now. And make up an excuse for his friends who are the disruptors, and you know they what? believe it. He doesn't even yeah, have he's to. He's asking he, for he their could, invitation. They could be like, "Why'd you invite her?" Let's pretend they know, and then he could be like, "Listen, it's between me and Andy. She knows why I don't want her here. I may have sent her the invitation. That was a mistake. You know, like, I, yeah. I, or rather, it was. It was something has happened between us. We're not going to talk about it. Um, you know, it just imply there's something a lot more complicated because um, you can you you can you can tell these people anything. They're super stupid, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I what's he gonna do? Be like, nah, -uh, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> he literally takes the first possible opportunity to interrogate Blanc because he this keeps him. What do you keep saying this for? Him. Interrogating uh, him doesn't mean anything if he just lets him stay. He yeah, convinces he Blanc him. to stay. <laughs> Why are you changing what the film is? Blanc in that scene. Go does watch it, guys. To. He is like. Sense. Oh, geez. Oh, God. Oh, damn. I should probably not be here, I guess. Oh, oh, this is so embarrassing. And then uh, Miles is like, no, 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 no. This is actually cool. This is cool. Like, oh, bro, it's cool. How is that an interrogation as opposed to him just being like, you know what? You're here, so be here. Yeah, because I think the first time we watched this, I was like, oh, he's going to keep here because it's kind of cool he is here. And then an actual murder is going to happen on this island. Because, of course, the first time around, you don't know that the murder already happened. Like, yeah, or, or another and obviously one. the person who's letting him stay wouldn't be behind it because yeah, because that would be that'd be very stupid. stupid. Oh, that's on character. I'm that would such be a incomprehensibly oh, stupid. That's the point. Sorry. Oh damn it! Is a red flag, but he doesn't figure out what's happening because he's not very clever. Why didn't use? Oh, there you go. Uh, he's not clever. So here's the thing: we've gone far, far beyond not very clever. Yeah, like this is. I don't think that a person could just. <sighs> we talked about it before. Um, this is an embarrassing way to characterize stupidity. It, it's a lot. You need. You have to do it intelligently. You can't do it stupidly, which I think is kind of funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> they they characters have weaknesses. Uh, characters have strengths. The idea that you just know this character is just stupid. By the way, which is what um Birdie's character is. She's just stupid. I was watching Red Light Media's coverage, and Jay says, like, that is her character. She is stupid. And then he says, like, she talks to a lamp. She's just stupid. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's not, it's not even, even that, I'm like, that's not even stupid. That's just, I don't know what that is. Why is she talking to a lamp? It could be delusional more than anything else. Yeah, it goes a bit further, doesn't it? The death it's of like a he, high pro 
he seems to think that actually if it was just police officers instead of Benoit, then everything would play out the same because Miles is just that stupid. You know what I mean? Like if if fully uniformed police officers showed up, that Miles would still be like, oh, that's kind of a funny gag, haha. If um, he's that stupid. If Ryan had said in interviews, Benoit is a very stupid investigator who stumbles across the right answer but believes himself to be very smart, I think people would start recontextualizing these films to include that as well. Would stop being like, actually, yeah, he is like. You can just Ryan can say anything, no matter how move... nonsensical, and they feel forced to defend the film. My point is, you can move everything around to always match that because how everything is so like just disconnected. You're like, yeah, actually, it does make sense. They tell you that throughout. They when he says it's just dumb, he's referring to himself as well. You're like, to interrogate Blanc because this is a red flag, but he doesn't figure out what's happening because he's not very clever. Why didn't news of the death of a high-profile tech prodigy reach the press guys. sooner? Got Yet him. again, this is addressed. No, he saw him up before well. this, you fool. Four days she's been dead. That's, mm -hmm. that's before he says he's gonna pull strings. See this, again, if he made it a long video, he may have included that, but Drinker went shorter and now look what's happened. <laughs> It's Don't funny let because this happened to you. This is like we we all saw this scene. We all thought it was dumb as fuck, including Drinker, like because it, it is. But the fact that she, how does a popular celebrity person die for four days with no intention to hide that, and it doesn't get out? How? How is that possible? It's yeah. it's I, mean, I guess you'd have to bad. like find me real life examples of this happening because you know I just don't be, know if it happens. They would have died in some unlikely. like distant country on like some very specific and yeah. private thing. They go missing on a trip, and that, then yeah. we don't know. They're they're a missing person far before they're you know declared dead or whatever. She was found dead in her house by authorities. That's going out. Yes, that's public. Yeah, yep. And also, mm. how does Helen accidentally keep this a secret? Well, yeah, because that's exactly because the reason why it didn't get out is because she was like, "Oh, was I supposed to do something?" Yeah. Like that was what such a dumbass. Mom and dad that my, my sister died. It's like what? I If she didn't realize that there was somebody she needed to which by the way, she would have told people. Like of course she would have. She would have told yeah. her friends and family. Um which gets it like, public, yeah. But but the whole film can't happen because she she didn't realize there was anything she needed to do. So she just if like she left had, her there on the floor or something? I, I have we, no idea what I'm meant to make. <laughs> like, well, here's the thing. We know she didn't just leave the body there because yeah. I guess she would, there was autopsies and the police were aware. Mm -hmm. So she yep. had to turn it into the police. And after four days, the police never mentioned that this woman was dead and there was no obituary. There was no statement. There was nothing. No family you know, statement, nothing like that, which is nonsense. Is yeah, that... no, you're totally right, but I the only small details, I think the police found it first and then contacted her. And then contacted her. And then we yeah. have to believe Which is even worse. they didn't it announce worse, it, yeah. and then she didn't tell any loved ones. Exactly. Yeah. And the, yeah, which, isn't she supposed to be, like, well-connected and loved, right? Like, isn't yep. no, The police surely would have told multiple people. She's so well-connected and loved that Benoit Blanc almost mistakes this person for Andy. He's like, oh, I recognize. Yeah, yeah, you do kind of look like her. Like, People are aware of Andy Brand, right? That's her name, Cassandra Brand. Mm -hmm. This makes it all incredibly hard to believe, and your whole story falls apart if this isn't uh, true. 
And so what does he do? Well, he takes his point and says, well, Benoit said he's going to pull some strings. So completely ignore Drinker's point. But the thing is, uh, maybe I should put some blame on Drinker for not being, again, longer, being like, getting all <laughs> of the references out. It sucks, but like, yeah, you know, I'm sure Drinker would, Drinker would have had the same reaction. He'd be like, what do you mean? No, I'm talking about all the time that she spent without anyone trying to pull any strings. And then the guy, I don't know what pillar or garbage would say to that. Maybe well, you play that's the clip. What happened in the story. Maybe you play the clip where she says, "Oh, was I supposed to do stuff about that?" Yeah. And be like, "See, that's explained." Like, and I guess at that point, you'd just be like, "So, is there ever a time when you watch a film and you're like, hmm, don't know about that, or it uh, seems like a bit of a stretch, or wait, hold on, that's like, that's absurd." Is there never like yeah. a moment for well, that? For the if we could just be like, Ben is literally shot through the head, his whole head explodes, and then he gets <laughs> back up and says, "Ah, I can shake it off. It's fine." Yeah, oh, yeah. I had a book in front of my face, it's you, fine. Like, well, that's what happened, so, you know, it's pretty chill. Yeah, it's fine. That's what they showed us. It's all cool. Hold a few strings. I could keep it from leaking. Hold a few strings. Weeks, maybe. You can disbelieve a detective would have the pull to do this, but within the yeah. logic... We're not, we weren't even talking about that part of it, but yes, I do I know. disbelieve also, that. Also, that, four yeah. days before the string pull? Come on. No, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Of this this seems to be something I could believe this if the film gave a shit about trying to convince me. Like LeBlanc is trying to investigate the murder. He needs the murder to stay quiet for the investigation to proceed. He's got this plan. He's got the twin. He's got it. At, at least if they had tried to believe he could do that, I would potentially believe it. Sure. Like they, maybe um... he's got a lot of influence and pull with the certain department or whatever there are whole industries but... built on reporters desperately knowing when any celebrity dies so they can report it like, yeah this is just not something that stays quiet um but you know like i said he's not even addressed the point he's just going for the later points it's like oh well this is explained mm. the verisimilitude is not compromised if yes I'm it is so... this isn't what happens in reality this is completely <laughs> contrary to reality yeah well they're telling you that it ain't reality in this film it's a different thing the reality of the film and the reality of our reality. I feel, uh, I mean, just saying it doesn't make it so. I feel like, I don't know how these people can be so simple-minded and naive. They're like children who just believe everything that they're told. They just accept it. Their brains are off. Thinking camps discarded. I think they're not going to be critical about anything. They're not going to actually engage in the content. Yeah, they're I feel just like going to eat it up. The gunshot example would probably be enough, but another one would be like, there's a steel door in front of us, we can't cut through it, and then someone says, don't worry, I have a scissors, and they just cut through it, and you're like, what? The film says the scissors can cut through the door. And then What's we're all the like, problem? magical there scissors? There are similitude. Science fiction scissors? And you're like, no, regular scissors. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Smart, why didn't she anticipate the danger she was in when Miles suddenly showed up at her home immediately <laughs> after she threatened to expose him to the worlds? Yet again, this is a dress. Please, please, do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Say it. Don't you fucking Get dare. Don't you fucking do it. Don't do it. Don't play the clip. To. No, don't do it. <laughs> no, -uh. Is addressed. And he lets him in. Of course no. she did. Miles himself. Oh, she was clever enough not to fear Miles. <laughs> and <then> she <laughs> died. You did it. You did it. You did it. Uh, oh my not god. Clever. She's so clever she died. <laughs> it's the, she's so a fucking clever. She should have so feared clever. Miles. She let the person into her house alone who has a reason to kill her and take her shit. That's how clever she is. Come on.
Don't you know uh, she's so clever? She shot herself in the head so that no one else could murder her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bad. You just swallowed what Ryan <laughs> sent down your God throat. Damn. You just come what on, man. <laughs> what an actual fool. It's such a How desperate bit of writing, you know. He's smart, you guys. Really, really. <laughs> This is addressed. And he lets him in. Hang on, I want to hear Drinker's clip again, because I'm pretty sure it's implied he, yeah, in... Yeah, he even sarcastically says, oh, super clever. This of her. is explained. Yeah. yeah, this is becoming like a how-to-consume-a-drinker video video for us, what we're making right now, and I didn't realize we needed to make that. I thought they were relatively straightforward, but hey, there's some people out there who just... He's too complex. Verisimilitude is not compromised. If Andy was so smart, why didn't she anticipate the danger she was in when my- it's a, it's a response to the clip that he plays, but he plays yeah. the clip as if it's, it's not. It actually is a response. He's- yeah, because there is the ants- there's the explanation in the film. But Drinker's point is, yeah, but like, that's an unacceptable one. So like, really, why did she do that? Make any sense, yeah. Miles suddenly showed up at her home immediately after she threatened to expose him to the worlds. Yet again, this is addressed. And he lets him in. Of course she did. Miles himself? Oh, she was clever enough not to fear Miles. She didn't see the He was clever enough real. not to fear Miles. <laughs> so the guinea pig was clever enough to not fear the... the... the tiger. I mean... <laughs> the sheep was... So <laughs> yeah, it's like the sheep was clever enough not to fear the wolf. Then I don't, I don't understand. Like, you did the middle of a forest. Ryan could just write this bullshit? And these these people believe it. Remember, they just by the way, accept it. The context here is that she's discovered the napkin. She sends an email to her four friends, not Miles. I'm gonna destroy him. This is your chance to like, you know, make things right. And then two hours later, he turns up at your front door. Like, why the fuck would you let him in? Are you kidding? <laughs> I would even consider well, calling the police the second you see him. She let him in was because she was so clever that she wasn't afraid of him, and that was her last mistake. That's so bad. It might be like it's my, kind of my pick for like one of the most absurd moments in the movie, just for such a specific line. Is it, that it Brian totally I if wrote? It's as simple as like you had a guy say it in an accent and kind of deliver it in a way that was sort of you know like it's well, trying said, to be convincing. And He's I would not to want to disagree with the world-famous detective, because that would make at, me a fool. The, look at the cinematography and the lighting. It's all, like, very crisp and, like, well-made on that level. So, like, it couldn't be that this is just nonsense. It always feels like that's kind of the trick that the film plays, right? That it's... That the, the manner in which it's presented... Um, almost fooled you into believing that it's, uh... That the script isn't absurd. That it isn't gibberish. I think like, anyone that. I think you anyone know, who's like, fooled by that particular line, it's kind of inexcusable to me. Because the line is, she was kind of, yeah. so oh, clever I think, I think that she... I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, okay, so it's, she was so clever that she knew not to fear Miles. Like, yeah, why would you fear Miles? But unfortunately, she didn't see that Miles was a threat. My guess would be that if who you would try fuck? to incorporate into the whole glass onion thing, she was so clever that she didn't realize that it was really straightforward that he's an asshole. Who would do that? Is that She'd I like know that? that. Yeah, she's so that, clever. That no, but I mean, if if that was the goal, that's not what is said. What is said is she was so clever not to fear him when she should have feared him. Cleverness I, would be recognizing so, that he is capable of doing her. Yeah, this is a scene that you just if you fuck this I, up, I, you are a horrible film critic. 
I'm, I, the problem is I'm just thinking about like, because um, the, the whole thing with Benoit is like, I figured out that really elaborate and complex mystery for the murder mystery, but the glass onion thing, like the central thing was too stupid for me to even entertain it. Is that what it's meant to be here? That like Miles is so stupid that she didn't entertain the notion that he could be dangerous, even though he shut her out of the company and took all of her stuff. It's the the point is it's incongruent and stupid. It's just like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out why somebody would like think that it's coherent. They need I'm to defend really it. Hard. I want to make someone like sit them down actually or make, make actually yeah. defend this. Explain to me how this match define cleverness. How can this possibly be considered as clever? I want you to defend this writing because you just bought it hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. And we're the ones who get accused all the time of not, oh, we're just, we're just describing the plot. We're so surface level. We don't know about themes. We don't know about stories and how characters are really written. We don't know about the art of filmmaking. People say this horse shit all the time. And then they just swallow this stuff well, without it, it any like critical a... thinking. A worthwhile thing to throw in because much of what seems to dominate the discussion around like glass onion and shitting on people who don't like it seems to be the perception of like, well, you didn't understand it clearly. Like you didn't understand what it was going for. You didn't understand its place in like the meta. You know, I feel like it's like, I got it. All right. Like it's meant to be a story where you go into it because of the genre conventions of a whodunit. You expect something elaborate and complicated. You expect that there's a mystery that you're going to have to work hard to figure out. And the film subverts your expectations because at its core, it's actually really stupid. Uh, or, or maybe like the, you know, really simple, right? Like that's, you see, it's a glass onion, right? You can see right through it if only you did that. But you you refuse to do that. That's like one of the few things, you know, one of many things that I think the film is trying to do. I got it. I just oh, don't yeah, think absolutely. it's effective at all. I, like, I just think it's not made well. Like, it, it seems like it can never be that... Like, it's it's kind of the impression you get with this video. It's like, what does it mean for a film to be poorly conceived? Like, what does it mean? What I think Rags has said a few times. What does a bad glass onion look like? Like, could you entertain the notion of what that would look like? I don't what think you can. Because, you I don't know, think you can. Because right this now. whole thing is, Drinker says, if she's so smart, why did she do this stupid thing? And he goes, well, the movie said she was so smart that she did the stupid thing, so... <laughs> Get fucked. Yeah, like it provides you the answer, and, and and then the claim is like, and it doesn't contradict anything. It's like, well, well, <laughs> like I don't know, does it or does it not? Like, is it? It's worth asking that question. Surely, doesn't seem that he's capable of entertaining that it could be poorly executed because the movie gave an explanation. Therefore, it's a good explanation. Right. That there's never a time in a film where the explanation is unsatisfactory. Yeah. Um, I just spotted as well a super chat saying that fax machines are analog, and I'm like, wait, what? Is it because they run through like telephone lines and those are analog? Well, so I just checked. Apparently, fax machines can be analog. They can be digital. It just depends on what one you have. I don't know what one he has, but that is news to me. I thought they were digital. Oh, okay. Which is okay. if it if it if it runs through telephone lines, right? Like, but that as opposed to I don't know, like fiber optics or something. <laughs> fiber optics fax machine well i okay. guess that might exist um, well fair so enough but, i guess yeah for me that's just i i lack enough knowledge I, on the difference between analog and digital thing is if he also gets emails on those fax machines then they must be connected to the internet right well it almost feels like at that point it's a distinction without a difference right like if you're ultimately getting the same like as opposed to a telegram right well yeah, maybe I'm a telegram wondering. is a type of electronic like, mail <laughs> 
it might be categorized <laughs> still as as analog. I'd have to look into it, but fair enough. The yeah. only the only reason why it interests me is like, wait, so he he really does want it because it's analog. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a meme about how he's stupid or whatever. It's just like I don't understand this. Go with like a telegram or something, or like a rotary phone. Do you think that you thought because it's like an '80s thing, like a fax machine feels like an '80s thing, and that was when you know computers were starting to become more? I have complex. nothing for why this is something Ryan chose, other than he needed to facilitate him not having a phone. Hmm. Even though a fax machine is, it's got a phone connected to it. Yeah. I don't understand why this decision was made. It's one of the things that we took a while on. I was just like, I don't know why, and it's like it it, it uh, facilitates. You know, a, a portion of the plot, so... And also, it's a meme, right? Like, that's the that's it. It's a meme. Like, look at how eccentric he is. He uses fax machi machines instead of, like, more efficient... Just a computer, I guess. Normal Honestly, I think... And unique. I think Ryan thinks fax machines aren't analog, and that's the joke. That's what the, that's what the movie seems to be getting at to me. I, you know what? Maybe that's the real gloss onion. Is <laughs> <laughs> it analog or digital? Or well, maybe I mean, you don't think about it because it's... It's the first I've seen of people bringing up that it is, in fact, analog. So it, it seemed to well, sort of go for a while with a lot of people that it was digital. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, like, I'm, I guess it's because of the fact that it's telephonic, right? I like do. I, are... I don't know enough about all of it to to say, but I uh, well, yeah. probably would Google that's it a bit more if I was like writing a breakdown of that particular. You got to Wikipedia it more. That's what you got to do. Learn about fax machines. That's the thing. I don't really know much about fax machines. All I know is that that is fucking inefficient to have all of your private information be printed out on it every day. On fax machines to several different locations that you don't have under your control when it's you're not even like, like high, yeah. high quality Obviously, printing. Obviously, it's a fucking fax machine. And it's like black and white. Not that that makes it yeah. like it makes it impossible to read data or anything. It's just that man, what a dumb, 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 da dumb, dumb. How very, very stupid, and how very, very convenient. And that means, yeah, that uh, if if ev everyone then has to, if they want to send him anything, they have to print it and then fax it, right? I, well, I think that's. What does it just receive? So here's the thing: it, yeah. fax machines. They're like pretty antiquated. Well, technology. that's what I'm trying to say. I think you can make it so that when someone sends you an email, you can redirect it to a fax machine if you want to. I'm right. pretty sure we had that for a while in work. Fax is and has always been digital. The lines are analog, but it works like ADSL or cable. You can use a modem to send digital over analog lines. Right, in the same way that, you know, the internet would be considered digital when initially internet ran through like telephone lines. So wait, so which is it? Is it digital or is it analog? I'm I'm You're putting my hands up. Me. I don't know. I'd have to go read about all of it. <laughs> I'm very confused now. I don't know. Threat the obvious threat until it was too late. The fact drinking because it's <laughs> glass onion. I don't even. It was obvious, but on. she didn't see it because she was too smart. Stop just regurgitating. What is, it's kind of funny. What is obvious cannot be caught by anyone smart, evidently. No, except it does eventually, right? Like Benoit Blanc figures it out. Because he's a smart man. Kind of, yeah. Or is it clever <laughs> to not be able to tell that something is actually more simple than it seems on the surface? Is that cleverness? I do not think well, it, so. But it's what we do, I don't right? Think so. As the audience. Stupid. And that's the, the point.
Mm. Also, the insane coincidence of her finding the napkin after Trump. Oh, out. God. But Rags, yeah. she, she destroyed a whole place so that a book had it fall out. It's like, oh. <laughs> And then she happened to look down and notice it instantly. How you know incredible! I think, I think if my entire life depended on finding a napkin <laughs> that might be in my house, I'd probably check all of everything. That's what I would do. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a thought. Especially if I, I remember that. Yeah, sometimes I shove napkins into random books. I should probably check all the books. Yeah, she's too idea. clever for that. Too clever. <laughs> Maybe if I destroy my house, it will just appear as if by God. Who doesn't understand it is telling. It's a distillation of the, you know, whole point. The overestimation of my life. Oh, so do you see? Like yes, it is. See? He's, that's his claim. It's all about glass onion. <laughs> yeah, but if you, you over... complicated. If you if you overestimate Miles Braun and then it turns out that he's Hello? not what you expected, how are you being clever? It's not clever. Well, yeah, like, what does it mean to be clever if it's ultimately your undoing? <laughs> What's it even worth? I don't even... Clever and stupid have been thrown around so much at this point. I don't, I don't even know what anyone's talking about anymore. Really. It's like, you mean... I've always gotten the impression that clever indicates a level of, like, street smarts as well. Like, intelligent means that you, you know, you, your brain works super duper well and you know a lot of things, but clever... Yeah, can often you don't have to be smart who... to be clever, yeah. necessarily. Yes. I feel like clever yeah. is a very poor choice of words in this regard, then. Mm -hmm. We need to come yeah. up with something else. Maybe just spell it out a little more obviously. Hmm. If you want to make it that she didn't think Miles was capable of such a thing, you know, fine. But then don't say that that's a point towards her being smart or clever. Yeah, well, yeah, because Benoit Blanc is saying it as like, ah, see, that's like one of her. That's a good quality she had, and it got her killed. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think it's meant to be like <laughs> that good quality got her killed. It, it almost feels like that's not what he's saying. Well, yeah, hey, remember, she and... could just be like clever as she was, she underestimated, you know, that sort of thing. In the first knives out, she's such a good nurse because she can tell the viscosity, and that's what she gives him this one. <laughs> However, I feel like a real good nurse with that bonus would have been like, wait a minute, the liquids don't quite match the labels. Yeah, something's up on? here. I need to be really careful. I need to see what's up. I think someone's fucked with these, and it's like, Harlan, give me a sec. I'm gonna have to make sure about this. And then if she realized one of your medicines was stolen as well, that is the counter. But um. Whatever. That's a different movie. Like him. But when's he ever let the point get in the way of inane nitpicking before? What if one of I don't know, you don't watch uh, his channel, so Yeah, um, I wouldn't know. That's, and you wouldn't that's kind know. of a funny thing to say, yeah. When has he allowed that? It's like I thought you don't watch him. Out of principle. <laughs> Out of prin that's right, but in this case the principle of using your platform to stand up to <laughs> Drink his wrong take. <laughs> the group had asked Helen a personal question that she should have known the answer to, but didn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Andy didn't record every single thought and event in her journal. Exactly. They're avoiding talking to her. They feel very no, uncomfortable. Not. They go, they talk to her a few times. You're yeah. showing yeah. a scene where they're talking scene to her. Actually, right now. They come with to her. Legit, I, I would actually like be like, you need to rewatch the movie, my man. So we've got a whole weekend. I think, is it like Friday, Saturday, Sunday or something? That's the plan. And we've got, yeah. um, within the first few hours, they are already talking to her directly about very personal and private matters. But I would uh, push your uh, attention to the scene where they're in uh, Beneath the Glass Onion. And uh, Claire says, are we, are we going to address the elephant in the room? And right. she's specifically talking about how they all personally feel about Andy and their history with her. Yeah. So what Drinker said is accurate, and if they had asked her about something she doesn't know about, 
then she'd be fucked. Which, mm -hmm. come on, Benoit has to know that's a real possibility. He can't be that. And, and He's got to know that said, she'll be confronted about all this. The reality is that the idea that you could just, like, read a notebook and then understand a person completely is absurd. Did she spend yeah. 24 hours? Did she spend every waking hour of her life writing down every single thought that she had? This is not enough time in the day to be, like, alive and write down everything that you feel. Well, the thing and is, then there's um, a matter of, like... She literally has about two days, right? Yourself. That's it. Yeah, well, yeah, she has, like, no time to get mm -hmm. a complete understanding of the temperament of somebody that she hadn't seen for a long time. That she that these people are probably more familiar with who she is right now than, mm -hmm. uh, than Helen is. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. And again, just like, man, you're just refusing to listen to Drinker in any way, shape, or form. You just can't let him be accurate mm. about anything. He's gotta mm. be wrong. He has to be wrong. Drinker can't be right. He has to be wrong. Yeah. Also, how, how the fuck does Benoit know that she's doing a good job? He doesn't know. <laughs> he, he doesn't know, know her. Well, yeah, That's it's something true. That I feel like it might be worthwhile to bring it up now. Something that is really frustrating about the twist of RC, it wasn't Andy, it was Helen, is we have no point of reference for the way that Helen acts, like yeah. up until that point in the film. As far as mm -hmm. we are aware, this, uh, sorry, Andy, this is Andy. Like, this, this is it. I don't know who Helen is. Uh, People subconsciously know, refer never... to the act as being the baseline to compare it to because we went in thinking that was the real person. Well, yeah, right. Like in, in another story, right, you might be given some clues that, you know, this is a different person because you have a baseline understanding of who they are. But we're not provided that. Our only point of reference is I mean, Helen we... pretending to be Andy. How we resist That's not mentioning it. Tia. I know. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? That's that's worthwhile to dive into because you never meet Tira in 2018. But like, you get all of these stories from the perspectives of characters whom you trust about who Tia is, like how he conducts himself. And as soon as you meet him, it's kind of like an anticlimax. It's like, oh, like that's Tia. And then there's like little clues as well, like the fact that he doesn't have the little uh, mark above the the Y. Um, some of the things that he says that he very calls sussy lines. Yeah, the, the fact that he doesn't ever help in these situations, he just seems to be absent sometimes. Wait. There's just ways that he guides situations to where, when you look back on it, it's like, oh, where is in this? It's like, how are you meant to look back on the way that she was acting and go, oh, because she was Helen. You have no baseline understanding of who Andy is to compare it to. Or like any clues that you could have picked up before that point to figure it out. Yeah, just something like, like um, when, when Atreus is like, you know, Give me information about the giants, and Tia's just like, oh, they were private. Pretty private people. Right, it's, it's like, like hmm, you know, I think the real Tia would have a lot more to say about the giants than He's that. He's like their greatest ally. Of course he would have exactly. shit tons of information, but Odin doesn't have any information about the giants to say. Yeah, it's like, uh... and then it's even the thing, like, the scene when they see the, the prophecy that Odin hadn't seen. And he, yeah. he walks through, bumps Atreus out of the way, because he's so focused on that. Mm -hmm. That's an example of... You are given a lot of information that allows you to come to that conclusion beforehand, even though chances are you probably won't, but some people may well have. I don't know that who who really could could have watched this film and been like, ah, you know what? I don't think that's I don't think that's Andy. I think that's her twin sister. Without <laughs> knowing anything about it. <laughs> what reason would anybody have to believe that? Hence why like a, when they reveal it's like it, a meme. It's like goes, a meme oh. you would 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 make up in the beginning of the game. It's like, oh, she's probably like twin sister yeah, or something. Exactly. Huh? exactly. It's a and then it action. happens to like, what? Yeah, and then when, when your friend says that, and then they go, ah, I was right. I would be the guy who's like, you based on a bullshit. There's no way you do that. <laughs> you're joking. 
people with her presence. We see this. It isn't a contrivance that no one grills her about her body. They do grill her. They do. Her. If anything, as far as we know, the reason they grill her is because she's not acting like Andy, actually. Yeah, they do say she's been weird uh, the whole time. Yeah, and so... they, they grill her on night one. They like basically just arrived. So, yeah. Yeah. It's all right if you don't remember the film, but you should probably rewatch it before you make your big video on Drinker. Biography. And the court case was public. Blanc and Helen knew this going in. God damn, dude. Wait, sorry, but what? They... Knew what so they knew Which that part? the court case what? was public, but like, what does that mean by way of just He's acting saying... like her? He's saying that they knew all of that happened, therefore there's not going to be many private or personal questions asked. Like, no? That doesn't make sense That's at all. Yeah. How would you what even you know? If it was private, then how would you know it was a question when to be taken care of? a blowout court case with friends of- they were like friends at least of nine years? It's like, yeah, there could be all kinds of huge conversations that'll happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, Andy, remember what I did for you so many years ago with your bro- like, who- just name a thing, and then they're like, oh shit, uh, yeah? Fortunately, she wrote about this in her journal. Yeah, oh, fucking genius <laughs> writing every time. Yeah. ...with her presence. We see this. It isn't a contrivance Surely that no the idea that they're uncomfortable her. with her presence might actually make it more likely that they confront her because they want to get rid of that discomfort. Yeah, well, that's, that's what is said explicitly. Are we going I mean, to address the elephant in the exactly. room? Exactly. But, I mean, if we conveniently ignore that reference, then I guess we can make this claim. But, uh, I don't know, maybe he actually did forget that. Or he lied. <laughs> no, no, I think maybe Not my pillar of garbage. And the court case was public. Blanc and Helen knew this going in. God damn, dude. What if Miles had security cameras installed in any of the house's yeah. public areas? Good question! <laughs> That is yeah. a really good yeah, question. Yeah, well, cameras aren't analog, bitch. Uh, uh, well, what if they were cameras with their own little tapes in them, you know? Like, they're actually the old, you know, old-timey film cameras. Yeah, he likes analog, right? Or you just have, chain. you have a bunch of people <laughs> sitting up in the corners of rooms constantly drawing pictures and writing yeah. down what is said. <laughs> oh, yeah, you actually... It's one, <laughs> yeah. it's one frame every hour. And, you know, Super effective. <laughs> Miles doesn't look at those images, he makes them fax them to him so that he can see them. It's <laughs> the only way yeah. I will consume them. They make them with old-timey cameras and then they need to put them in like a red room to develop them. <laughs> and then, oh, and that's a good question. Yeah. A TV screen showing Serena Williams' analog? Like, probably yeah, not. <laughs> no. Apparently not. I don't think, he, like I don't think he's gonna go with the analog TV. defense. I feel like he's gonna go with the, oh, it's a private island defense. That's my guess. All the more oh, reason the... to have cameras. No, yeah, for sure. I'm just, I don't think he would go like with analog because there's, there's no so way. much running on electricity. Nobody's cameras on their private residence before. <laughs> yeah, that would be madness. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever does that. And uh, he has uh, usually has 50 people working here. How could there not be security? That makes How no could there sense. not yep. be cameras? Does he just trust every single one of those people? Yes. Yes, because he's stupid. Hang on, hang on. If I have my, if I'm a super rich billionaire man and I have like a private island and there's probably people who hate me, I want to have even more security so I have my friends safe. Well, how no, because he's dumb. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> like, how does, how does she see these two if not for a camera? Yeah. You know, he has to be, yeah, the screen camera. is not a camera. 
the screen well, as we the said the it's very likely this is all recorded these sessions for proof of many things health and safety all that stuff and thus they're on record fucking sleuthing about the death of her sister <laughs> that's what they say in front of the camera death of your <laughs> yeah, sister that's true <laughs> picked up on the conversations uh, between Blanc and Helen. The yep. film tells us this early on. What kind of staff does it take to run a place like this? Normally, like 50, but you know. Look, I sent everyone home. Maybe there is a big security control room, but Miles isn't sitting there monitoring the house. Uh, and if he doesn't, so what? He doesn't. Um, it's, it's cameras are still doing their job unless you turn them all off. I just think we yeah. again, like we did it with. We did it with time. Now it's time to explain how cameras can work. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but a lot of cameras will run, let's just say 24 hours a day, and then when you check them up, they say, hey, points of interest on the timeline. Here, 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 based on the sounds and movement that are abnormal. Yeah, compared that's to the how uh, like mm -hmm. wildlife cameras and deer trail cameras and stuff work, is they only record when they sense motion. And then... So it's not just 98% nothing you can check yep. the gym cameras and be like there was a point of interest that was very strange at this point all day no one's using the fucking gym except there was these people that popped in and by the way that was the exact same time that duke walked in to say something incriminating as well and they hid in front wow. of the fax machine <laughs> that that could fool him <laughs> um so yeah and then miles just listens to them talking about how they're desperately trying to prove that uh his sister died he'd be like wow okay Simple as that. But of course, no. He would have to spool through like the whole camera system and be sitting on it every night. That's how that works. I can't I can't believe his defense is not trying to explain why he doesn't have cameras, but that he does have cameras, he's just not looking at them. If they're recording, then all this stuff like their it lies would be the whole meaningless. Film. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You need an explanation for why that didn't happen too. Might be a bit fucking sus if the guy who's invited you and your buds to his gaff sods off and watches the cameras all weekend. Especially, he doesn't well, need to watch them. To they do. need to be recording, and yeah, it breaks and the movie. Dude, I'm starting to wonder. It's like I don't know if you're familiar, but like it's becoming more and more popular. There are there are apps and doorbell technology now that like you can just be on your phone and it'll be like, hey, True. movement, and then you'll be like, Motion, oh, you're checking yeah. this is a dog, and you're like, oh, like it's. It's so weird that you're like, you'd have to spool through the whole thing. You're like, no. Oh, but he doesn't have a phone, you know? He only has fax yeah. machines. <laughs> he does have an iPad, though. Yeah, he That's does. Weird. You're right. iPad he Pro. Yeah. This is starting to get a bit weird, isn't it? Oh, yeah, he does. Mm -hmm. That's right. Especially if you get home after and see that Andy was dead the whole time. Wonder how that would help Miles' alibi. What if Miles... I'm sorry, I need to what? hear that again. I'm not sure. What? They're monitoring the house, and if you need an explanation for why that didn't happen too, might be a bit fucking sus if the guy who's invited you and your buds to his gaff sods off and watches the cameras all weekend. Especially oh, if you get sus. home after and see that Andy was dead the whole time. Wonder how that would help Miles' alibi. What if... so, he's, so, he, so he's saying that if he was to go off and check the cameras noticeably and nobody's around to see where he currently is, then it will make him look even more sus once Andy's death is revealed. That's what he's We're saying. not saying he'll watch the cameras uh, constantly. Okay. But we, we yeah, we've already said like he doesn't. Record him on those little analog tapes. He can he can fucking view it while he's on his phone in front of all of them. That's, yeah. Oh, sorry, he doesn't have a phone. My bad. Uh, I guess he's gonna have to do it with his fax machine. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of paper. That was a lot yeah, when of paper. He, yeah, exactly. When he's going through all the security footage, he has to print out every frame of the fact. <laughs> so fucking stupid. 
Miles didn't have <laughs> fax machines in all of his residences where all of his emails and sensitive personal information got rooted. What sort of question is this? Miles' fax system is perfectly in character. It seems perfectly <laughs> in character. Okay. See, yeah. he says he loves analog. It's perfectly in character for him to no, have it's, fax it's machines all over the place that spit out random information. So that's how proud he is. That's how vainglorious he is. He just has all of his <laughs> personal information spread out. Because you know how proud people, they just give all their information out everywhere, all the time, to everyone. <laughs> so we've entered the point where he's basically simping for the movie. Because I think if Trinka's video had, like, there's this bizarre portion where they go into the basement and there's this circus happening full of people doing all <laughs> kinds of crazy juggling and fire and eating and there's a bunch of goo everywhere and, and, and the fire and, and just grenades <laughs> going goo, off like from it's, little nemo i don't know what any of it means it's so insane what the fuck and then the guy just goes oh, that's perfectly in character why why is that in character would be weird if there wasn't a basement goo circus <laughs> yeah in fact, you're the wrong one. You know what? You're the weird guy for thinking a goose yeah. circus is unusual. So how is he going to explain the fact that his fax machines just spit out all his sensitive information everywhere they are? Not the fact that he just likes analog. Because he's he stupid. That? That's, he's he's going to say it. He's going to say it. That's something routine. you have to set up. You have to go through a long process of setting up your system to where it does that. Because that's not the default, right? Mm -hmm. He's, he's yeah. going to say it. What sort of question is this? Miles' fax system is perfectly in character. It seems quirky, That's not a idiosyncratic, but it's just dumb. And oh my god! There it is! Just dumb. Yeah, it's hang just on. Dumb. It's, this, that's the best I got. That's the best I got for our piano key. I'm sorry, I didn't have a oh, piano. That's, that's fine, it's more in character. I actually prefer it. Yeah. It's in character. Clown horn? Yeah, I like it. Uh, right, yeah. That's your. Why do you find that satisfying? It's like, of course it makes sense. He's stupid. <laughs> like, oh, what? Okay. Here's a question. How does he manage to run this massive company if he's that stupid? Like, yeah, how, well, how does Alpha run there at all? His ideas along the way. Him. With the power of facts. Everyone the in the world is stupid. I would power imagine facts that and not logic. The, the best argument you would make is that he was surrounded by other more capable people who essentially, like, made all of the, the decisions really. Like, he'd have yeah, a stupid idea Andy was the one way to work around it. Well, and truly got hold on, started. I want to be really specific, because all his sensitive information of anyone trying to get in contact with him is being spat out at every location <laughs> he has a fax machine. How do you run a giant tech business like that? I don't believe oh, it's yeah, possible. Oh, yeah, right, of course. Like, is it logistically even possible to, to do things this way? No, especially when giant no. tech companies are full of you know trade secrets you know they don't want yeah. everything they're working on to get out constantly have you considered he's mm -hmm. dumb though oh yeah, yeah but you didn't think of that i don't know I how people think yeah. this is a great response to drinker's points when you have someone saying but it's dumb like how first of all like it's just a bad argument but secondly like this is shitting all over the movie you don't even realize mm. Unsensitive personal information got rooted. What sort of question is this? Miles' fax system is perfectly It's a very reasonable question. <laughs> it seems quirky, idiosyncratic, but it's just dumb. And more to the point, it's equal parts maddening and hilarious that these nitpicks, this critique has devolved into the drinker just asking, <laughs> what if this thing that happened didn't happen? What if... This 
Like, that's wild, yeah, isn't it? The fact that a guy can have a system where he has all of these fax machines randomly spitting out anything, including all of his personal information, all the time to just whoever stumbles across it, maybe or maybe not. That's just a that's just a nitpick, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like a huge, strange contrivance of a plot point. That's madness. It's just a nitpick. To highlight the point that he seems to be, it's like, why you, like, all you're doing is just asking, well, what if something different happened in the story? It's like, so the, the point of that exercise is to highlight whether the connective tissue of the story is strong. If, like, things play out in a radically, or rather, if the whole story comes to a full stop, if, like, somebody made a different choice, or if the circumstance was a little bit different, and how that's relevant to the decisions that the characters make. What would the characters have done if it was a different scenario? Like, what would the characters have done if an option that was available to them was taken away? And if it was like a dead end, a complete dead end, where they have like no options, no capacity to do anything, no choices at all. It's like, well, that seems a little bit silly, doesn't it? Um, seems like the connective tissue is a little bit weak. Everyone does this when reviewing stuff. I don't know why he's trying to break this format. It's a very simple one. But if, if you're watching a heist movie and they're like, all right, here's the plan. We're going to run out onto the street and the first car we see, we're going to take it. That's going to be our, our vehicle. And, you know, you could be like, okay, Sounds like some. Shouldn't we figure out what the best vehicle is and the best driver and do all of this beforehand? It seems like what if this goes wrong? What if there's like a, a whole family in there? What if, what if like a, what if it's, it's a, a bad car, car? You know. Yeah. What if it's a car? To follow and through. someone could be like, what if, what if, what if, what if? Well, that's not what happened. It was the perfect car and driver, and they got it, and it all worked out. And you're like, okay. And then another part of their plan is, well, we need weapons for this heist, and they go, there should be some in the trunk of the car we steal. It's like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? And it's like, well, I mean, hopefully. Like what? What if there isn't? And it's like that's not what happens. Stop saying what if. You're like what? It's like <laughs> it's I a commentary on the intelligence of the character's behavior. decisions, basically. Well, yeah, it's like commentary on the intelligence in the of the story, audience who accepts it and the writer. I do expect characters in a story to behave somewhat reasonably. Exactly. Like, to to you know to some degree, right? Depending on how smart or stupid they are. But you can't just keep going. Well, they're stupid. Or oh, well, that's not happening. It's like. Yeah, but do you understand, like, when you just stack these up over and over and over again of, like, man, lucky that happened, man, lucky that happened, man, real good for the characters that they made that choice, like, it just starts to get difficult to buy into the story anymore, like, your suspension of disbelief just evaporates. Well, you almost want to make yeah. the movie, don't you, where they bump into the first car and it's the perfect getaway car, and there's a guy in there who actually joins their team and says, I'm up for this, they open the trunk and there's all the perfect weapons, and you're like... I feel like I'm describing like fucking a naked gun movie now, not an actual yeah. movie. Like, that, that doesn't <laughs> like, a, like a Monty Python sketch or something. Yeah, and it would be funny. And then you'd be like, "No, there are people who write like this." <laughs> and you're like, oh. Also, I, I just I, I don't accept at all that Miles is incapable of realizing when certain things are incriminating or dangerous for him. He does it constantly in the movie. He understands that he should probably either get rid of Andy or make sure, you know, people don't find out about the napkin. He understands that he, he should frame it, put the idea in everyone's head that uh, Andy might have stolen his gun. He understands he's self-interested and he does things, you know, in his own self-interest all the time in the movie. So when it comes to setting up a fax machine that would just spit out any sensitive information to anyone in any building that happened to be there, like, I don't believe he would do that. I don't believe that's in keeping with his character. I don't think he's so stupid that he's incapable of understanding his own self-interest. I agree. Mm -hmm. And he, the fact that yeah. the incriminating fax is in every fax machine around the world and he hasn't cleaned that up, it's just like, yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, I don't believe he's that stupid. 
No, I not based on how he's been characterized. Well, it's just weird. Yeah. He seems to recognize what can incriminate him and what he can... They didn't even think about that, by the way, that they should secure any and all... Like, I don't think I guess mentioned that that's a piece of evidence. The fact that, you know, I will ruin him is something that he had two hours before her alleged death. Or murder, mm -hmm. rather. Also, um, side note, how does, uh, how does he yeah. send information to other people if he's using fax machines and no Air one else faxes. is? Um, <laughs> <laughs> they all have fax machines too. Anyone he, he wants to talk to, they know I'd better have a fax he'll, machine. He'll send them a fax machine first and then send them information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all have to way, set up a thing where the faxes go to your email as a PDF. I was kind of developing that thing in my head, that joke about like a potential naked gun joke, and I was just like, that's that's probably is a joke, right? Where they're like, we need a gun. It's like check the glove compartment. A lot of people keep guns, and then you open it up, and like they pull out a pistol, and it's like that's funny already. And like, oh, it's a second one. They pull out a shotgun. You're like, Wait, what? And then like they no, pull we out need a mini something gun. bigger. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> they just keep pull pulling out guns a, out of it like a cloud car thing. From yeah, the glove compartment. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, a, a bottomless <laughs> box. <laughs> These characters are a portal to another dimension. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just, it's just an easy joke, isn't it? One of the things, too, about um, Miles' stupidity and how it's sort of framed in the movie is that generally when you come across stupid people, you recognize things that they do constantly, and you're like, oh, that's a really dumb thing to do, right? But all like of... Like behavior. Yeah, but this is all recontextualized stupidity. How come all of these things happened and no one noticed it was ever stupid? Well, because at the time, it, w it wasn't actually stupid. It's just an excuse given after the fact for why all these things could happen for the plot. It's the explanation being, oh, he's stupid, instead of just noticing him doing incredibly stupid things the whole time. No one, could, no one can recognize that he's stupid until the very end when it needs to be stated, oh yeah, he was dumb the whole time. Character was characterized differently. These aren't coincidences or contrivances. They're just parts of the story. What's the point of this? Coincidences are part of the story. Like, why are you saying that? Because obviously, what he means to say is that no, it makes sense. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. Did they say earlier that coincidences are part of the story. They're your standard. You didn't yeah, say that. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. But now it seems now like they're he's not also saying anymore. <laughs> Yeah, he's but saying now, that he's trying to explain how they're not coincidences, and then he says they are just part of the story, but like coincidences are that, so just better write, please. Uh, okay. What if this? What if that? What if Andy came back from the grave and did a tap number at the film's end? What if Miles was a yeah, robot? Yeah, it would be bizarre, wouldn't it? How would you defend it? Yeah, how would That's you? That's what I want to know. How <laughs> would you defend that when it ha if it happens? I would just be curious how you defend it. Is well, it? Um, is it just? Is it just be a like, good coincidence? Is he going to just do the whole? Just let us enjoy things throughout right now. Is that's where we're going? I think he's is saying that, that like. Yes. Well, he's he's saying the drinkers' think. questions are <laughs> as irrelevant as saying what if Miles is a robot. Oh well, that's not very smart. Well, it's not. It's not true. <laughs> like the, what drinkers <laughs> asking are reasonable things that would likely oh, happen based on information we have compared to what we actually got. But he hasn't seemed to grasp that. Oh, he's not bright, lad. Not a bright what lad. What if they made a pizza with ice cream instead of cheese what if they made a toilet that jacks you off see i can I'd do it that. too uh, i don't know are these relevant yeah. questions because drinker's question was yeah drinker's question was really relevant and you're just not at all relevant what's what i mean like anyway. you've been glass onion buddy you you are going crazy with interpretations on what drinker might be referring to and it's really simple he's just pointing out a flaw that's it no. <laughs>
He doesn't understand the glass onion. He didn't learn. He didn't understand. To be fair, Drinker is just you know, so highbrow, so complex, so complicated. You need to have read Gajinga and Falim, uh, all of their works, I would say, before consuming any Drinker. Yes. Don't uh, forget yes. Brian and his musings. These are the important Brian. elements. So. Jesus. If Matthew Arnold knew this would be the future of... Oh! Matthew Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Matthew you guys, you guys who are watching this, you guys know who about, about Matthew Arnold and what he would say about this, right? Of course you do. That's why I threw it in, because it's not me trying to fluff myself up, because, ooh, look, I know Matthew Arnold. I mean, you guys know. I mean, come on, we all know, right? Yeah? yeah I'm yeah, going to pee. Yeah. BRB. <laughs> Matthew Arnold. Let's hear it. I have to, I, have to to him. I don't know who Matthew Arnold is. No one knows. I reckon he'd have smart people do. Look, this is taking. Wait, didn't you have to say it's going for a wee? He's going for what's going on? Oh, everything grinds to a halt when he has to pee. Oh, I. Well, no, I thought I thought he was making a joke. He was like the artist was like quoting, "I have to pee." Brb, Matthew. I thought so. That was. Got it, got it. It jacks right. you off. See, I can do it too. Wait, now you're playing Jesus. it anyway. If Matthew Arnold. Wait, are we actually just not going while he pees? We could just we could just keep going. I don't know. We could well, we could talk capable. about anything. We could go back to talking about Bionicles and Galador. We what could would talk Matthew about Arnold something... have to say about Bionicles? What would Matt? Well, here Is let's the... explore Matthew Arnold. He was an English poet. He's been characterized as a sage writer. A type of writer who chastises and instructs the reader on contemporary social issues. Um, he was a cultural critic who worked as an inspector of schools. Ooh, 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 you guys are like this. You knew. Um, he was the son of Thomas Arnold, the celebrated headmaster of rugby school. Oh, I love rugby school. Yeah, and he was a brother to both Tom Arnold. Wait, Thomas Arnold had a son who he named Tom Arnold? Okay. Literary, uh, Tom Arnold was a literary professor, and uh, he was also a brother to William Delafield Arnold. Delafield's a good name. Bring it back. He was a novelist and colonial administrator. Bring it back. Bring it back. He was born in December 24th, 1822, and he died in April 15th of 1888. So he lived a long life, and he had incredible long facial hair. Mm-hmm. This man... <laughs> Yeah, man, look at this. What I am to make of this is that wow. you didn't know who he was. Impressive sideburns. No, we all knew this. This is just, you I'm not just even reading. I'm... You were recapping <laughs> it for people in the audience, right? Just so that they, Absolutely, they and that, that was all off the top of my head. Um, yeah. In fact, here's another picture off the top of my head that I remember. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> really <laughs> useful skill you got there, Rags. Yeah. Look at him. Look at those mutton chops. Uh, let's see. Arnold's work as a literary critic began with the 1853 preface to the poems. In it, he attempted to explain his extreme act of self-censorship in excluding the dramatic poem Empedocles on Etna, with its emphasis on the importance of subject in poetry, on clearness of arrangement, rigor of development, simplicity of style, learned from the Greeks. And in the strong imprint of Goethe and Wordsworth may be observed nearly all the essential elements in his critical theory. So, as, you know, you guys, you know. Yeah, we all get it. I mean, yeah, yeah you get it. 
he he criticized things. We have segments here from the uh, Wikipedia that I've memorized uh, on literary <laughs> criticism, social criticism, journalistic criticism, religious criticism. And of course, since all of us just know about these things and the, these many, many paragraphs of his, you know, of his work and uh, these criticisms, you saying, don't even need to explain it. I was listening sure. and I was kind of getting a little bit bored. Why are we going over information that we're all so familiar with? But I know. Yeah, well, I know. for there might yeah. be a couple. I kept watching the video. Even. Even. Yeah, a couple. There might be a couple people know. who don't know. I don't know who he is. Don't believe it. Yeah. Zero people are unaware of this legend. Pretty this... sure he's more famous than food. Yeah. <laughs> than food itself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess we could carry on. Find out a bit I more, maybe about now this. that Mollers track. Arnold yeah. salutes Arnold. I am the long. So. I am the long. I don't see how that's relevant. Uh, what, that's where you're short. Two, Jesus. If Matthew Arnold knew this would be the future of literary criticism, I reckon he'd have stuck to poetry. Look, this is taking ages. Let's speed through the rest. I Why didn't Miles burn the napkin? Yeah. We did that one already. Here's the timestamp. He's dumb, right? Okay. <laughs> that's one way to do it. Peter is the timestamp. <laughs> Seriously, Drake would be so disappointed if he knew this was it. He'd be like... <laughs> I already knew that. I was making fun of the film for it. And it's like, yeah, well. Why did Miles shoot Helen in the notepad? He didn't know she had it. He was shooting for the chest. Why did Miles... Wait a minute. <laughs> what? what was that? Why did he shoot her in the notepad? That is not... I guarantee that is not what There's Drinker no would have said. said. <laughs> Why did he shoot her? <laughs> Why did the killer shoot her in the note... The, the implication here... <laughs> Is the drinker's, <laughs> drinker's issue? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that, I. That's actually that's probably the lie part of this video. Then it's just it's funny. Like it just like all of a sudden. Grand like, fib. It, it oh. just sort of like, all caught up to my brain at once that he thinks. That's what... <laughs> so Notepad, I, I die. I know that for a second. She can't memorize Wild. her mannerisms if we killed a notepad. <laughs> Kill the notepad and the head will die. Listen, yeah. I said I wouldn't do it. But we're doing it for this one, obviously, <laughs> okay? So let me sort this out. This is Drinker's video. Uh, Booting her up. Uh, now, uh, I'm going to guess vaguely and we'll see if we can catch it. It's probably like mid. Oh. <laughs> oh look at that. Oh, all right. <laughs> <then. Should laughs> bribery, arson, property destruction. You know, it genuinely undermines um, my faith in humanity that a lot of people out there consider this film oh, yeah, so On the surface, it's sort of glass onion is so that it's genuinely incredible how anyone can name a there with ill intents. What if one of the group had asked Helen a personal question that she should have What if Miles had oh. shot Helen anywhere except the magical bulletproof journal that she was wearing? So what Drink is oh trying to tell you <laughs> is that it was lucky oh, as yeah. fuck that what the bullet hit the notepad. Yeah. And didn't go it's through. Not that Miles not intentionally shot her in the notepad. <laughs> what the fuck? This is something to think about. It did go through. It looks like there's a hole on both sides. It, it got caught. It yeah, got it through. Just, it, it just stopped. stopped yeah. I'm sorry, I can't. Because... I'm not even talking about the movie. I'm so blown away that his interpretation was the drinker <laughs> thought Miles aimed for the notepad. <laughs> Why would Miles shoot directly when she when he knew she had a notepad? Right there? <laughs> what, the, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Come Miles on, man. Is so stupid. He shot the no notepad. Uh, th this is this is what I mean. Like, 
man, some people might just fucking say that's a that's a gosh darn lie. You're lying. You're doing a big lie. Some people, not us, of course. And and let's be clear, if we're gonna talk there about shit like life. verisimilitude, you can't be showing you, you can't <laughs> be showing this tiny little thin notebook stopping a bullet. You know, like we gotta like oh and is that just how it works in this universe? Well, and now course, I'm questioning yeah. everything. <laughs> how does he account for the thing for that Miles could have, you know, like pulled the trigger a couple more times in that? Or kind of changed yeah. everything. I'd be curious to find out. Maybe we'll get and the answer. Of course, why didn't he sh shoot um Benoit Blanc considering why should have shot him first? By the way, yeah. I want you guys to remember a shot times down. If, um, Why did Miles shoot Helen in the notepad? He didn't know she had it. Can you just imagine? <laughs> Helen, was, Helen was standing and talking to him in such a direction that, like, that shot is not easy to pull off. Oh, yeah, that's a no, hard, it's hard not, shot. No. Especially a with the window in between. There's yeah, a window shooting through in a window will alter the trajectory exactly. of the bullet. So, yeah. so you already have two things working against you. If you're not used to shooting pistols, shooting pistols is very difficult. Especially with one hand. <laughs> Yeah, this is what I mean. Like, it's Miles is so incredibly unlucky. It's absurd, but then of course, it's it's more than just <laughs> yeah. a stretch. It's a hole. Like that shouldn't happen. I don't know why that happened. Yeah, he makes a perfect shot, but it gets prevented by some bullshit magical notepad. It's like <laughs> both coincidence. Like he was all wrong. The mystery. It's all wrong. So we just said, uh, but rags. There's so much data in the notepad. Of course, it stopped the bullet. Oh yeah, that's some <laughs> thick ass knowledge in there. <laughs> that stopped the bullet. And of course, as we all know, ideas are bulletproof. Well, they say that uh, you know it's hard for bullets to penetrate lead. Lead is in pencils sometimes back in the day. So oh, yeah. mm. that's mm. true. If, if she only, if only she was wearing pencils, <laughs> that led me to believe that is still untrue. That's amazing. If that oh. thing was made out of fucking, if that was like a, if that whole book was a chunk of metal, even then I'm like, car doors aren't bulletproof. So. <laughs> well, is skin Depends. bulletproof? That might explain it. Oh, Ooh, yeah. right. If yeah. Maybe she her was so clever, was clever, her skin was bulletproof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's so clever. <laughs> it's so clever. Um, I, would, I would like to read this super chat ahead of time. Uh, fun factoid, the most common first words babies speak are tell me absolutely everything you know about Matthew Arnold or I'll pack this diaper. So. True. <laughs> I've been in there for nine months. Where the fuck is Matthew Arnold? Where is he? Uh, <laughs> he was shooting uh. for the chest. Why didn't Miles try to check if she was dead? He did try. No, he didn't. No, he, try harder. He dropped the gun and left. Uh, if you Instantly. if if you want to argue honestly, he is trying to check to see whether or not she's dead, and he gives up the second bed while says she ain't going anywhere. Like, uh, yeah, but is she okay? Is she dying? And, and, you know, especially considering that Benoit Blanc was you saw him talking to her. Yep, super suspicious, and you're gonna want to confirm mm. it this time. And yeah, yes. the first time you killed her, apparently, you didn't do the job. Maybe you should if double you check. This However, time. Rags, exactly. we considered he's stupid. This was Tina here. If you think that he would be closer. stupid and check anyway, even though Benoit Blanc said, no, nah, I don't check her, and then he checks her anyway, it's like, you know, I need stupid. to know. I don't trust you. Guys, <laughs> you just don't understand. All these coincidences, they're just deepening the mystery. So uh, that's, that's right. good. It's so funny to see all those lights just not come up in Miles' head, and the excuse is just that he's dumb. It's like, 
The guy she's clearly <laughs> invited herself to investigate my murder of her is telling me that I don't need to inspect the second murder scene of which the first time I fucked up apparently she didn't die because this is a ghost <laughs> or a zombie. I don't know. Like, oh god, Miles' brain is such a fucking playground for everyone to say what is going on in there. It's just mm -hmm. insane. There's nothing consistent about it. Everyone, inside. Shouldn't we? She's not going anywhere. Why oh, the that's all it took. That, so that's this all is, it took. once again, it's like the film says two plus two is five, and then Drinker says two plus two isn't five, and then the guy goes, "But it said it is." <laughs> the film says two plus two is five. Listen to the film. The film is correct. Instead of opting, and this explains the whole video. Instead of assuming Drinker is responding to these scenes, he's instead saying that Drinker's lied and said these scenes don't exist. That's insane. Really fucking annoying <laughs> is what it so is. Insane. Yeah. Because it just like it just jumps on the circle joke, right? Everyone's excited that hates drinker to be like, yeah, he did lie and he didn't understand. He's a stupid. He doesn't even know about onions. <laughs> he doesn't know about onions. <laughs> Stop the bullets. Maybe there's metal in the covers. Lip pants. What? Like, what? Oh, no. what? You, tell me you don't know fuck all about guns without. <laughs> Dude, tell me you don't know fuck all about notepads. Like, what, 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 no, note, if a, metal a covers. Car door is not bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Fair. If you no <laughs> to be fair, there's no reason not to farm rhinos. All right. There's, there's no reason not to put a metal cover in your little notepad. Maybe there were metal covers. First off, that's not notebooks. Don't fucking have metal covers. Jesus. I mean, I'm yeah. sure one of them the out there does, the rags, but this is funny as hell. Pictures of me in those books. I didn't allow that. We don't Let's know that she isn't Wolverine, and she may have survived the <laughs> shot. You don't know that. So it, it would, uh... metal, metal covers wouldn't have done anything. I, I guess it would have helped. You know, like if, if you were to ask me, would you rather be shot, just shot, or would you rather have these tiny little metal plates in front of you? I'd be like, I guess I'll take the plates. I mean, it can't hurt. No, Jesus Christ! But it. Mm. Well, paper is enough, and. We, aren't we sure there is Nothing. there's no metal in in the what's happened when we see the bullet holes like it's it's just no, paper no. metallic yeah. ink like this is some fucking desperate shit man it's not going to go. i will Why definitely the... be telling drinker about this when i next speak to him <laughs> <laughs> notepads well, bullets. maybe there's metal in the covers notepads like that no, exist also <laughs> notepads like that exist like i'm like, all right you just indicating that at all he just, he just showed a close-up, and you can tell. You know, you would have heard the he the bullet hitting the metal. She may have been he wearing have a bulletproof vest. You don't know. Bulletproof vests exist. She might be wearing one. Now this is a dangerous mm. mission you're being sent on. You'd better wear this Kevlar underneath your dress just in case you're assaulted by a ballistic. Yeah, right. And, and then she's like, "I would, but it's a bit clunky. Is there anything small you've got?" He's like, "I have this notebook that is complete with Kevlar. <laughs> it's the only one in on the fucking planet that has metal coverings that are bulletproof. It's called sure a Teddy Roosevelt style notebook." Kevlar notebook. Make sure to put it over your heart at all times. And y'all be fine. <laughs> Why are you Hard wearing a notebook on your face? Oh, no reason. No reason. That's, <laughs> no, that's no reason. Metal, I really like your impression of his New Orleans accent. It's great. More, please. New Orleans. Thanks. New Orleans. <laughs> not going anywhere. Why did the notepad stop the bullets? Why do we have to Maybe do it again? What? 
Why do we have to hear it again? I'm sorry, but we do. We gotta make sure we don't fuck up what he's saying, Friggy. We might even have to go back further depending on what he says next. Who oh, fucking no. knows? Metal in no. the covers. Notepads like that exist. Also, Notepad stops the bullet. That's a pretty established mystery trope. Boo! Why? It doesn't matter if it's a trope. Okay, do, are we gonna have to have the trope talk? We're gonna have to do this again? Boo. We're gonna talk about tropes? Trope isn't... Something isn't good and something isn't bad because it's a trope. Trope yes. is a descriptor of things that typically happen often in media. Elements of storytelling or narratives or media. It's, it's all kinds of things. More things than you could imagine are considered tropes because things recur over and over in storytelling. Something's mm -hmm. not good because it's a trope. Something's not bad because it's a trope. Need more. But uh, this, you it's, don't, it's, this yes. is a cope you often you don't, see. Absolutely. Yeah, you... Just because a shitty thing is done a lot doesn't mean it's not shitty. Yes, and the and you can't simultaneously, as I'm sure this person would say, like this this movie doesn't conform to elements of the whodunit genre, in that you can't possibly have predicted what happens. But it's like, well, you know, not every whodunit mystery has to have that. But you know what I mean? You can't rely on tropes and aspects of genre when it suits you, and then like use them as defenses. Yeah. And also, like, so is the point of this film to make fun of tropes or is it to use them in its own defense? I, which one is it? Is it both? Because if it's both, that's kind of interesting artistically uh, <laughs> and very inconsistent. But what, what's our stance on tropes here, I guess, when it comes to this film? I, I need, would need to know that. I feel like with a lot of people, you have to ha sit them down and have the trope talk. Um, People act like if, just because something's a trope, it's totally defensible for that reason alone. Another way you can break this down is that you've now established that because notepad stopping a bullet happens commonly in this uh, genre, does that mean that if I do anything in this genre that hasn't really been done before, it's bad? Like, what? what is the opposite end of this logic? And, yeah, the uh, first time the trope happened, it was bad. But as enough people copied it, it became good retroactively? The one you hear the most about this uh, is plot armor. People will be like, there's plot armor in all yeah, kinds of films. Yeah, plot armor. Like, yeah, and it's always shit. No. I wonder if it, By definition. there's some fundamental appeal to suspension of disbelief, where they'd be like, what, are you, you losing your sense of suspense of disbelief in every film you watch? But he'd be like, well, I do for those portions of those things. I don't like it yeah. when the minigun fires at someone and they're just like, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm sorry, do oh, you want me clearly... to have verisimilitude or not? When your movie clearly operates on normal life physics, but then your character gets run over by a car 17 times and they just walk away. Allegedly. So are genre conventions good? Or is the film infuriating for subverting the... Oh, he's now highlighting oh, he's that Drinker's inconsistent. Yeah. Because... Uh, <clears throat> I mean, so, I could give you the what? answer. Drinker doesn't think it's good whatever it happens. He doesn't care about the subverting them? If, if, uh... That's his point, is that Drinker's saying, I hate this film because it subverts the genre, but simultaneously criticizes it for doing things the genre does all the time, like a notepad stopping a bullet. Which is, uh... I, okay. I could just, like I said, I could give you the cheat code. Drinker thinks that would be bad in anything. It doesn't matter what genre. Like, well, I was about to say it doesn't matter what genre, but we don't need to go that far. We'll just talk about this specific genre. I don't think he's ever going to watch a murder mystery where a bullet is stopped miraculously. Because, by the way, there are going to be, and Rags is going to have a better answer for this than I would, but I imagine there's going to be a very specific circumstance with a particular caliber or a particular way a gun was fired where you possibly could have a thick notebook stopping it, um, sure. dependent on you know certain circumstances. But this one doesn't count with all the materials involved. And yeah. it doesn't even address the incredible luck. 
Yeah, it's not. It's, it's really not. I don't. I don't have an issue with the actual notebook stopping the bullet. You should. My issue is that. Well, <laughs> it is a problem, but it's just the, the insane coincidence that that even happens at all. She should be dead. In the pile of coincidences this is sitting in. You know what's crazy? Yeah, yeah that's thank, the thing. Yeah. Thank God I didn't leave that bottle in my room. If she got tagged in such mm. a way that she required like a hospital, she would be dead. Because remember how no one can get to the island? It's just yeah. like, well, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, there are no other workers there. And yeah. Just that's have... what, whenever you go to that city in Greece, they say, all right, here's, here's the number one rule. If you're ever shot, do not do it on the island between the hours of... 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. or else we will not be able to get to you. Just making sure you know ahead of time. It and just can't you be say, done. Why? And then they go because the doc is all stupid. And then you're like, why is that? And then they go because Miles is stupid. <laughs> it's like who's and Miles? And then you say, oh, I suppose no, that's okay then if he's stupid. Does I that pass that regulation? That. Is there any regulation kind for that? And it's just like shut up. Is this a problem they've had it. this whole time with all 50 workers? Nobody can leave once it hits a certain hour. Because I the dock so. doesn't work, well, even well, though you can just climb into so. a fucking boat. Even though you could just take the boat and pull it up onto the beach, because boats have things like pontoons and shit. Like, that's just how... Like, I don't know, I've gone to the lake, I've, I've physically, personally, parked a boat onto land by pulling it onto the land. I don't know if I can simplify it more, that's just what you do. And, and, <laughs> and then the boat stays there, and then you leave when you want to leave. There's no secret to it. You just do it. The film's insistence that it can't be done is actually incredibly important to the plot. When I can personally vouch that, yeah, you just take a boat and just put it on the land, and then you push it off when you want to leave. Oh. That's really that's really all there is to it. I think man. the boat thing actually gets brought up soon. That's gonna be fun. <gasps> well, oh, is boy. the problem Glass Onion trying to have its genre cake and eat it too? If so, well, yes. actually, um, hold up, just a second. I'm gonna get a drink real quick. Right it just back. has nothing to do with genre. It's just Talk a bad, about stupid Thomas thing Arnold. that happens. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's, it's no. I'm sorry, that was Matthew Arnold. He was he's got a brother named Tom Arnold, and his father was Thomas Arnold. It's just making sure we know. Okay, carry on. It is irrelevant to Drinker's point, but I do think the movie tries to have its cake and eat it too when it comes to genre conventions. Absolutely, you could say that about. Yeah, you either respect work. it or you don't. You can't do both. Yeah, well, it'll call upon them when they want con when he wants convenient shit to happen. Hey, but then I will dismiss them when he wants to have a when he doesn't want to have a mystery that you. Dude, he warned predict. us all the way back in Looper when he said, "Wait, this doesn't make sense because of blah blah blah." And then he goes, "Shut up! Stop thinking about it." True. Yeah. And people actually praised that, by the way. I remember. Yeah, they did. They sure did. They're like, "Ha!" Huh, That's real clever, there, Ryan. Them. Yeah. He warned us. He didn't listen. <laughs> he didn't listen. It's right there. God damn it. Let the past die. <laughs> Let the past <laughs> Kill it if you have to. I came to this island to die. <laughs> Leave me alone. Go away. You are such a good nurse <laughs> that you mixed up the medication. <laughs> Uh, but then you unmixed him because you're so good. Then he killed himself because of your decisions because you're such a good nurse. <laughs> <laughs> if only you would have called the ambulance, but you didn't because you're a good nurse. She's such a good nurse <laughs> that she couldn't tell he wasn't overdosing on morphine. What a good nurse. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, why oh, are dude. you sweating? It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Right. I love I'm, that I'm, I'm a good nurse. Don't worry. I can tell. 
Whatever you do, don't cut your throats. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) They say, like, you'll start showing symptoms within five minutes, and then five minutes clearly passes, and he's fine. Just like, yeah. yeah. And Mm -hmm. also, it wouldn't be five minutes if you'd just given him a lethal dose of morphine directly into his bloodstream. Mm -hmm. I'd have to check all the medicine on that, but yeah, I just go going by what they said in the movie is so funny that by her own logic, she's dumb as fuck. Yeah, yes, exactly. that, that as well. <clears throat> Ryan's superpower uh, is making a character tell the audience directly to shut up and getting away with it. Yep. <laughs> For me, man, it almost, it kind of feels that way, doesn't it? Like, if you ever make a movie, make sure you include at least one character at one point saying, this is all dumb, and then you got it. <laughs> yep. You got it. I honestly do, do think he has a superpower for fooling people into thinking that these are good. Like I, I'm kind of in awe of that ability he somehow has. I don't get it, but he fools a lot of people. It's actually kind of impressive. I think what was funny is a lot of people in like the EFAB community were like, I like Knives Out, but this one was dumb. And I'm like, this one was <laughs> dumb as fuck too. Yeah. I will admit this one was worse. <laughs> I'm not sure what the fuck's oh. going on at this point, but yes. It's very bad. We lost, so I'm just gonna kill everything. But it's it's fine. We're just, we're lying about it anyway. We'll lie for a lie, but you won't lie for the truth. Ugh. It's like, I'm yeah, back. I just don't want to lie. Hello, how, how are, are you? you? Let us continue on. What's up? What are we doing? What's going on? Why is that a problem? I don't know the answer to any of these questions because the drinker doesn't give yeah, I them. I know you don't. Why didn't he kill Blanc? To be fair, with... drinker does expect a little bit of sort of critical thinking on your end to consume yeah. his video. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, you it's can argue it's his mistake is... to make. That's fair. <laughs> Maybe it was, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Expecting a little too much know the answer to any of these questions because the drinker doesn't give them. Why didn't he kill Blanc with Helen? Why would yes. he kill Blanc? He doesn't think... I, I, I was gonna cut, I, like, I, I oh, don't... We'll I let don't him un- continue. What? Okay, alright. <laughs> right, okay. Blanc's okay. in on it yet. In fact, Blanc's just been playing the concern card. <laughs> Jesus he, fucking he doesn't Christ. Know. It got worse. It got worse. He doesn't in on it he yet. Got... It's like, what? He, what well, is that what me, he would be I, thinking? Legit, once again, bang, bang. once again, we have to explain the events to this guy because he's forgotten how the film goes. So, uh, Miles finds out that Andy is dead from uh, Thingy's phone. He's then like, right, you're using it as leverage against me, so I'll kill you. And then I'm going to need to kill whoever the fuck this person is, because they, they, they and I think at that point he's probably realized she's Helen, um, and she's pretending sure. to be Andy. And Andy's then, of course, not. there is an investigator here. I think we're supposed to gather at that point that uh, he's figured out their plan. And then he literally sees them talking to each other, and you have Blanc like, exclaiming Helen to her in that conversation. So, yeah, he knows they're in cahoots. Uh, so that's why you shoot this guy. I, I, I think I said a couple of times, when we're thinking about it, in for a penny, in for a pound, which is actually a line a couple of times said in Knives Out. The idea is, is if you're willing to kill <clears throat> to to preserve a particular status quo, uh, one person, but to really secure it, you need to kill two. It's like, well, yeah, at that point, you've already crossed the line of killing people. You'll, you'll kill the second. Yeah, especially yeah you've yeah. already got the, the world's greatest detective as an eyewitness. Yeah, probably want to clean up after yourself. Well, it's just, I don't know, man, if he was that willing to kill Duke, just like straight away, this guy that he's known for years, I don't know how yeah. much consideration he has for people's yeah. life. Oh, you're actually yeah, right. Sorry. I completely fucked point. up. Yeah. If he was to be shooting Blanc here, that would be his fourth murder victim. Yes, that's right. It would be. 
So yeah, I don't see why we're, we're so surprised at the idea that he would do that. He definitely suspects the fucking world-renowned detective who is currently discussing shit with Zombie Girl, of course. Exactly. <laughs> zombie Girl. Like but I said, it's stupid. It's key that he's referring to her as Helen. He knows who she actually is. He knows she's pretending to be Andy. I'm not so sure about that. Why wouldn't he I when he's that close? I, I know, like, logically, he should, but I don't know if... I, I'm not actually sure that Ryan connected those dots himself. I think he <laughs> might... I think he might still think somehow I, I i it doesn't make any sense whatsoever <laughs> because why, why would you kill helen what did what would helen death achieve i'm not actually sure school? i think we brought this up before i wasn't even sure of why he's doing this exactly uh yeah because at this point in the movie how does this help you uh, like it's going to be more cover-ups you have to do now instead of just being like wait andy died who the fuck are you and then she can be like i'm helen hello Andy died. Yeah. Because you're right, it's only for him to incriminate himself at this point. Yep. If you're, if, yeah, if you're going to kill someone, I think just go for Block. He's going to nail you to the wall for the That's for the killing you. Figure it out. Yeah. All Batista, so. Because the, the other people, they're probably ain't going to figure it out. Bill thinks this is Andy, that she'd somehow survived. It just doesn't want her to go public with any attempted murder. Wait, sorry. He's using the... He doesn't the, want her to go public. Like I said, he calls her Helen in this scene. He doesn't think Blanc's in on it yet. In fact, Blanc's just been playing the concern card. He probably still thinks this is Andy, that. that she'd somehow survived. It just doesn't want her to go public with any attack. Oh, he's saying that Miles currently believes this is Andy. Uh, did he forget when he saw the news report? Yeah, he just said, uh, he, he said that she somehow yeah, survived. See? I, 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 uh -oh. man, he like, can't, I, he... No, he knows she's dead. Yeah. No, no, he's, is he all... is saying Miles' thought process was ah, the announcement of Andy's death. She must have survived. And they reported her death and she ended up here. So why would he kill Duke? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I do not fucking yeah. know. <laughs> I don't understand this fucking logic at all. with time. If he thinks Andy is still alive, why is he killing Duke? That's yeah, that's a that's yeah. a question for you to answer. <laughs> that's it makes no sense at all. Yeah, like I said, I think the most reasonable thing is that he's aware this is Helen now. Uh, or you want to go with him thinking she's a zombie? Fine, go for it. Tempted murder accusations from earlier. Is that a dumb move? Maybe, yeah. But Miles is dumb. Definitely. Miles is dumb. No, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh. Oh, my mouse is so incessant on double clicking that I can't get yeah, that back really, on screen. it's really clicking away. <laughs> there we go. I wanted to change. Is it five or six? Fuck! I think it's six now. Hmm. The defense of the movie—it's fucking dumb. Why are the others so far away? Why did it take everyone so long to reach the scene of her apparent death when they so were only a matter of yards away? away? We are not shown them to be mere meters away. That isn't true. We're shown them running in all directions. No, so it is It is an actual fact they are yards away. You, you, you know, it can't. It, it's impossible for them to not be yards away. It just, you want to say that they're too far away to be able to get there in time. But I think that's lucky as hell for Blanc.
and well, because all you need uh, is Helen. one person to get there in time. That there yeah, was and if they're all scattered around the complex up. and they're all simultaneously very interested there in this gunshot sound, then yeah, all it takes there is one person to see him pouring hot sauce on her body to be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because <laughs> apparently, <laughs> actually, actually, a cannibal, and I like him. <laughs> I'm very hungry. Because apparently, what actually happened is they were all very similarly far away, so that they all yep. arrived back to back, which is which is yep. funny, right? Also. They all arrive exactly the same time, but they're all scattered in a semicircle around him. It's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, and we're talking a large semicircle. ...during the blackout chaos. Why did Blanc have a convenient bottle of chili sauce in his pocket to use his fake bloods? There's a scene that sets this up. God damn, man. Yeah, so yeah it just, it's it, like... If you guys haven't noticed yet, he just takes whatever the film says and just goes with it. That's it. Yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah, that's it. it. Of course it makes sense. The film said it did. How could any yeah. film be bad? It's funny as fuck that he pockets the hot sauce. And then we find out, oh, <laughs> you made him pocket the hot sauce to fake a death? Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. And it worked. Pocket any hot sauce in the week. And yeah, maybe you can fault Drinker on that one for not being, like, like he should have included what he's being critical Isn't of specifically. Isn't it absurd that he's just yeah. carrying around hot sauce sure. with him yeah. the whole time, not picking it up, putting it in his I don't know his bag or on the table in his room or something. leave it until you leave the island. That's when obviously. You like, oh, I'll pick up the hot sauce. I'm not going to carry that. it around with me everywhere I oh, go. Man, and then, it's of fine. course, you know the, the the fact that like we 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 were addressing all of that, but the fact that he decided as soon as he walked in to try the hot sauce, find it to be of interest, and then pocket it. It's like where the fuck did that even come from? We're not even having a meal yet. And like, of all the things he could have tried, it was the hot sauce. What if he tried any other topping of any kind, any kind of sauce? Or if he just didn't choose one? Yeah, what What if he was like, that's my, my mayonnaise right there, and then he had a bottle of that. He, would he pours mayonnaise screwed. on it to be like, look, <laughs> she's been look, shot. Yeah. LeBlanc, oh, what did you do to that body? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Uh... But yeah, uh, it's, it's all super coincidental, but you've just bought it. You're just buying it. It's like, fuck you. I, I agree with Ryan. This is totally sensical. Everyone picks up their hot sauce bottles at parties. We all do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why did a guy not notice getting pickpocketed? People typically don't notice getting pickpocketed. Do they um, know? That's actually... That's not true. No. Right directly off their goddamn crotch. Are they statistics? I'm going to... Are there statistics on like the liklihood of recognizing you're being pickpocketed? Is that a thing? Because well, it really depends, depends on who's on... pickpocketing, right? Exactly. If you have like one that's like really good with slay, is it sly or slay your hands? Like, slight. Slight, slight of hands. Yeah. Slight of hands. Like you probably wouldn't recognize that person, but some random was just trying to grab something out of your pocket or your holster. It's like you gotta. And especially guns. Notice that guns are kind of heavy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. They're heavy, and there's a bunch of give when you pull it out of a holster because there's retention. Correct. It's you know, really, I'm it's, gonna it makes pull a sound uh... and it's heavy. I'm going to pull a bit of an authority card as someone who's a concealed carry practitioner and strong Second Amendment advocate who carries a gun with them pretty much all the time I leave the house. Uh, I carry a Glock 26. It's 26 ounces loaded. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more than that because I use a slightly extended mag for it that holds uh, 12. Um, there is no fucking way <laughs> that someone would be able to... Now, I carry mine typically in the small of my back or on a little pouch on the right-hand side. Um, so mm. if you're going to if you're gonna, you know, pounce on me, just there's a little tactical advantage you got. But um, to carry it on the on the front like that, 
to always have it there when it weighs that much and to just have someone take it away from you, there's no way that you wouldn't notice that. If you didn't notice it immediately being pulled off of you, you would notice it extremely quickly afterwards. Every time yeah. like you moved or bent, that weight isn't there. The, the feeling of the gun isn't there. That's nonsense that he wouldn't notice that. And also, this establishes that apparently Miles has this incredible pickpocketing <laughs> skill yeah. that he's able to do this. You might yeah, even was that say even take somebody take someone with a bit of intelligence to be able to pull that off convincingly, but I don't know. No. Yeah. I don't think it was ever established that he was a pickpocketer, no. so you can't really pull that no. rule. No, they <laughs> pulled that out of their ass. That, dude, he has decided in that moment, I'm going to kill him, and I'm going to do it by stealing his gun to set up my later kill that I need, but simultaneously, yeah. I'm going to sleight of hand my own drink into his hand to kill him as well. Yeah, and then I'm going to dump it in an ice bucket that everyone can see, but they don't. I've always loved that, that there's so many questions, but if he did hand him that drink and he just sniffed it, it was like, this, this pie, what the... What's the pineapple? What are you doing, like? dude? And then he's like, also, huh? what? Yes. And I told you, I don't play that. Duke, don't play, but pineapple. Yeah. yeah. It's like poison. If, you, if you're trying to use poison for like an assassination reason, typically it's going to be tasteless, odorless. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be something that's oh, very right. strongly to, flavored like pineapple. See, we've moved from all of his clever, intelligent moves and how they could fall apart, and now we're back to, oh, but he's dumb, though. Dumb, though. Uh, we're back. That can you point but out also, floor, it? No, he's dumb, though. Just to bolster what Rags is saying, they the, the movie specifically makes it a point to say that Duke has his gun with him all the time to the point yeah. that he's in the pool in a speedo with it. Mm -hmm. He has it, he has it night and day. I'm I'm assuming yeah, he yeah. sleeps with it. Hence, on how hence why he's deeply used to the feel of this thing, which makes yes. sense as to why he doesn't notice it gone. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and um, I pretty much I think based off of do we see the actual clip? that's being used here of the holster itself because I think I, I virtually have one that's identical to that. It's just a basic little leather one. Uh, it works decently well. Um, when, it, when you take the gun out of it, it kind of closes a bit, you know, because it's leather being stretched. Eventually it'll conform to the shape of the gun pretty closely. Yeah. But mm -hmm. it's all nonsense. It's just <laughs> the idea that you could do this and, and, and any normal person would notice. Someone who's obsessed with their gun would definitely notice. You'd have to establish that the person was like a master pickpocketer in order to pull this and off. And that the other person is someone who's brand new to gunslinging and was like, this is my cool gun that I keep on a place that's much more easy to get without me noticing. Even then, man, it's a lot of weight to just be gone. Mm-hmm. This is not so He's got a full-size gun. That's, Look, they, they get heavy. He's explaining to Drinker that pickpocketing is a thing. That's his response. It's, it's like, oh, I don't even want to brilliant. give this time at this point. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. He knows what pickpocketing <laughs> is. Address the point. Trivance. It's like one day drink is going to learn that this exists. Hold on. It's like he it's like he thinks every single person in a story would just naturally have knowledge of how to like hotwire a car because <laughs> yeah. some people can hotwire cars. Like, why would he have this knowledge? How would he be an expert pickpocketer? Is this Not that wallet, military that we've been... Uh, and you know what's funny? I would have expected uh, Ryan to write it so that a casual line earlier at one point in the film, Miles says, like, you know, once we launched Alpha, it was so wonderful because I didn't have to spend my life trying to fucking pickpocket, like, people and, you know, make my way through life. Like, you know, just some stupid line like that. You'd be like, oh... Yeah, yeah. But no, we didn't even he get that. show him at the bar when they worked there that he was able to do it. Something like that. Yeah. But nope. No, we rely on people saying pickpocketers exist. Uh, <laughs> cool. They do be existing.
Got some cinematic Ruby -dooby -dooby. contrivance. Honestly, one day drinkers gonna learn that this exists in the real world, that you can have something nicked from your pocket without oh. realizing it, and it's gonna blow his Ryan gun down. pickpocketed your common fucking sense. This is what I mean, like, <laughs> why can't you be good faith enough to address what is obviously his point instead of being like, you know what, I'll just convince everybody he doesn't know what a pickpocket is. It's bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's just an <laughs> asshole move. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. Mind. Yeah, Miles probably would have wanted the clear back off Blanc before he left the island, but a little after he gives it to him, distract. Before he left the island? No, he wanted it back immediately. Yeah. Immediately. immediately. The most valuable asset on this whole island, probably. Oh, or oh one God, of the dude. ones. I mean, it's pretty... insanely dangerous. He might yeah, not know what... that, or, it's, oh, or my... it's all just stupidity, so I guess it's all yeah. gonna get whisked yeah. under the rug. But... <laughs> Wait, imagine yeah, he comes. said the same thing with the hot sauce. He's like, take some with you if you want. <laughs> You know, put it a little so, goodie bag. Something I just realized, because uh, the explosion we see at the end, that's only the vapors of that little piece of uh, stuff, right? That's the idea? No, I think uh, we have to... Uh, or is, is the idea that it exploded the rest of it as well? I do declare, like, I have it, the vapors. It, it, was yeah. like a, it was like a small piece, and then like the whole building was also made up of Running the same it, yeah. energy. Yeah. And yeah, so it's all like, just, oh, it was, it was, it was a spark, if, essentially. Okay, yeah, that's just something I've thought of. Maybe mm. that the explosion might actually be even bigger. <laughs> no. Yeah, it, it, uh, you know, and it's no small thing. If he thinks thing, that's going to help, had, it's not. If he hadn't even thrown it at him to begin with, if he had just described clear, he didn't need to have it. And then if he had asked for it back, the whole ending doesn't happen. Yeah. Yep. Just that hold out his hand actually. casually. All right, I'll take it back now, please. <laughs> Things start happening. Why didn't these piddly little sprinklers put out a big fire right away? I don't know about you guys, what? but Miles Braun, who- So apparently Drinker says something about the fire response system in the Glass Onion, which, yeah, you could expect a tech billionaire to have, like, better systems to suppress fire, gonna I be, guess. Gonna be honest with you, it's not even up to the tech billionaire. There are building codes that engineers and architects and everything have to go through when it comes to fire suppression systems. And if the entire mansion is built off of this supposedly extremely volatile thing, then you're going to have to take that into account when you build for it. I would um, also, as is mentioned in chat already, this room is filled. This room might be one of the most valuable rooms in history. If it has yeah. the Mona Lisa in it, it probably is by default the most valuable room in history. Whatever whatever room the Mona Lisa's in <laughs> might just be de facto <laughs> the most valuable room yeah, yeah. in the yeah. world lives in a big onion house, doesn't seem the kind of guy to have the designers for his private Greek island palace stick rigidly to fire safety codes. It's not up to him. He doesn't it's get to not, say it that. It is literally yeah. not up to him. He doesn't the, get to go, no, the fuck that. He gets, the owner gets to decide things like the design, and even then it's not typically going to be strictly up to them. What they'll do is they'll speak with the architects and say, I want this, 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 can you make this happen? The architect gets back to them with designs, they work with that design and change it where it's possible because not every you know, architectural so... desire that you have is necessarily possible through engineering. Mm -hmm. um, he does this thing though, when like you know, we expect a character, like a, a character's whole family are in trouble, and he holds a gun, but he only ever does fist fighting. And we're like, wow, that's stupid. Why didn't he ever use the gun? That would have been really helpful and would have completed it all quickly. I could imagine this guy being like, he is a lifelong gun advocate who has weapons on him at the time, and his whole family are at risk slash have died. Of course, he's using his fists instead of his pistol. Wait, you, you're wait, like, wait. wait, what? That last part was, <laughs> what?
Well, so I gotta ask, wouldn't explosion? like designers be a, like, okay, you know what? This is actually super unsafe. You could you could easily sue us if a fire goes up, and we're not going to take that kind of liability. So we're not yes, going to that's design why, it stupid. That's why there's a lot of people don't people are so used to having super safe buildings and everything to live in. They often don't think about all of the work that has to go into maintaining building codes because yeah. you have to have a lot of different people cooperating with each other. You have to have the architect and you have to have the engineers and all the construction guys and everything. They're constantly talking to each other and yeah. checking each other's work to make sure that buildings, not just up to code, whether it's anything from the amount of sprinklers you have to the size of rooms, to the materials it's made of, to the the damn grading on the, the, the ramps and whether or not they're handicap compliant. There's so much that goes into making a building that people just don't think about because it happens all behind the scenes. You want to know something yep. funny? Uh, I did read a couple more of those comments in the video. One of them talks about how cool the film is for actually giving it away that it wasn't the real Mona Lisa and that Miles was tricked by the Louvre. Um, what? Yeah, just hang on a sec. So okay. it's something to do with how um, the real Mona Lisa is painted on wood while the one we see in this film is clearly on canvas. And so it's it can't be the, the correct one, which um, normally, right? Like, like if we take it, we go step by step. So step one, it would be like, oh, okay, clever twist. But now the criticism is, oof. So it wasn't the real Mona Lisa, Rip Helen, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Geez, but wait, right? So then people <laughs> no, check no, out and it's like, oh, Ryan Johnson actually comes out and says, oh, well, there was an original ending where Benoit Blanc talks <laughs> to the Louvre on the phone and, and confirms the Mona Lisa is okay and that this was a fake. Ryan Johnson cut that because of the fact that it would fuck up a lot of the payoff, that this has to be the real Mona Lisa for this film to work. So, mm -hmm. it's so funny to me that people are defending this film by saying, like, how clever, that wasn't the real Mona Lisa. It's like, that fucks over the main character's whole goal. And secondly, yeah, like, point she still had the intent thing. to burn the thing down. Yeah. She didn't know it was fake she either. She still believed it, it was real. Well, it's just, how can you frame Miles for destroying the Mona Lisa when exactly. it wasn't the Mona Lisa? <laughs> that <laughs> too. That's what I mean. It's all so incredibly dumb. But everyone yeah, is defending anything, it all as smart. Yeah, this helps Miles and it hurts the protagonist. And so someone's Which asking, in the final cut Ryan then, Johnson. is this the real Mona Lisa? It's like, as far as Ryan's concerned, yes, this is the real one that got destroyed. Welp. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's amazing. Like, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter what happened in this film. People will contextualize it as intelligent. They'll just find a way. Mm, find a way. way. Not a religion. <laughs> <laughs> Science. Level a building cause no harm to the people inside the building. Level must mean something different in Scotland, I guess. And look, nobody knows how clear-powered energy pipes work. I don't. Look, use your eyeballs. You really can't be saying this in front of this visual. I swear to God. Like, if Drinker was hyperbolic to say the building was leveled, I swear to. If someone, if one of you guys said, "Fuck, the building got leveled," I really can't see myself being like. Excuse me. It, <laughs> it only exploded in a massive series of fireballs. Yeah. It wasn't the top leveled. is now gone. It's been flattened. But, but it's know. not just the top. The building's being been flattened. circumcised. If you, if you watch it, you can see tons and tons of debris falling downward into lower levels. We see the, the room. whole facility blows up. Room after room yeah. blows up. Glass yeah. onion is gonna, yeah, it's gonna be raining down shards of glass and into the ocean, all over the beach. Anyone who's not, who's outside and not covered up. This is a motor ecological disaster. The goddamn 
the motor car. Motor car. How long will it take for this Mortar island car. to be reusable? They have to find all the glass shards and clean them up. <laughs> the ecology of the surrounding area is I probably. I can't believe he's actually going to defend. Like, it makes sense they survive behind, like, on top of this visual. That's fucking brilliant. Because we yeah. don't know yeah. how, how pipes how work. Goodness. <laughs> Look at that. Like... He doesn't know how bullets work or explosions or just anything in general. Energy. <laughs> it's not just Drinker the top part of that building. Watch, watch I can't believe Drinker lied. Yeah. What a crazy man. What have you done? Yeah. Would energy pipes work? I don't. The drinker doesn't. All we can. You don't know how it works. <laughs> you don't know how fire don't works. Know how it works. Yeah, I'm just looking at what I'm looking at, man. My I'm looking at these massive the right series one. of explosions. As you can see, clear explodes around people, not into them. Uh, uh, uh. Stupid. It's a safety it's kind of feature. <laughs> it's a smart gas. So that means Miles was right, and this is the perfect energy source. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. dude. It doesn't, <laughs> go wrong. it doesn't kill people. Yeah. You must be so clever to make such a thing. Man, Miles just stacking up them radiation. W's, huh? Yeah, he's snowed <laughs> up. He's going to be the richest man in the world when he gets that payout for the insurance, I swear. <laughs> Hard to believe that, the, that he's so dumb. Go off is what the film gives us. And the film shows the flames going up, then cuts to an explosion, sends it on the top. Yeah, now show us the room after it. Mr. The flames will get sucked up. Topmost section. Yeah, that bit, I don't actually Miles understand the fire nice. going up. Through, I mean, that's that's the, that's the purpose of that ventilation thing, right? That to suck up the fire. Um, Why else would? I think it's for the smoke. Smoke. And some wow. of the fire gets pulled up with it as well. At least the flames. So, it's that powerful to pull up all of that fire. Mm. I think. I, I think it, it's, it can. I, I explosions. I'm not familiar with that system, but I am familiar with fire. Yeah, well, I guess we don't know how these <laughs> clear fire before. Work. Um. Yeah. So, well, I mean, this, this is what I'm saying, though. Like to say, well, all the fire went upward and didn't touch them, and then when we see them next, they're surrounded by fire. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, this, it's it just seems... an inferno in that room. And they're all really lucky. They all have like uh, dirt marks and like wounds, yeah. small wounds, but. Uh, this it, is, this they the got a bit dusty. They could easily all have died. There's no reason not to think that. Easily. Yeah. I don't even know how they could stand in that room with all that heat. Got to be cooking them. Just the, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't have put it past Ryan to have had Miles get crushed by his own car, by the way. That could easily right. have happened. <laughs> like, fuck it. That's, that's, that's poetic justice. <laughs> to me, that maybe this is where a lot of the energy infrastructure was installed. And that's why we see the why explosion is centered it? here, not in no, the It's not below, centered there. It, look, look, you're, you're, <laughs> it's not. Why did you put this, why did you put this part of the down commune. Your Isn't visuals. that just a big old glass office? Really? I think it also has Part of what's so great about structure. it, too, is that she in her head might be thinking, man, I might just explode that random dude who works here and is obviously innocent of anything that's happening here, but whatever. Whatever. He has to go. Yeah. <laughs> Also, all of these people, and myself, and Blanc, and Miles. And Drink Man, who's just there. Anyone, to, I, I, I just don't know. If you knew that this level of explosion would take place, like the glass onion up top exploding, and like you, you could see in some of the footage that's just like essentially meteorites being flung out of the island. Jeez, like, yeah, shit's crazy. fucking hell. This is one of those What's points where when Drinker, says, when Drinker says this, you go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty Why should they die from this? Why should they die from this? Why should they die from this? 
should they? Why would Are that kill mental? anybody? Why should they die? Look at this image. That's fucking beautiful, man. Why should they die from this? Oh, I see. They might not be able to breathe in this room because the air is so hot and there's so much smoke and crap in the. Yes, this pointed at the Mona Lisa at some point. Why should they Explosions need a motive too. I could tell. Dude, if I was a friend of his, I might be like, "That was a really funny edit, by the way." And then you'd be like, "What?" You know what he said? Like, how could they possibly die? Then you cut to like the inferno. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we don't know that they didn't all have notebooks on them. Oh, Ooh, shit. oh yeah, with metal Flame plates. retarded notebooks all over their bodies. <laughs> you know, that kind of does make sense, actually. Yeah, they had, they had metal know, plates God. to soak up all of the shrapnel of the glass and metal and everything. Ugh. <laughs> I'd love to see a paper detailing the blast radius of unstable Claire, but since it doesn't exist, well, oh, fuck but we off. can you see. Can, wow. 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 Remember, shards of glass First of all, first of all, you can see it. Um, <laughs> yes. But also, they they compared it to the Hindenburg. It's a high. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody so knows what the Hindenburg is, Springy. That was probably like a candle. <laughs> it was a candle <laughs> job. Just like, Fucking what hell. are you doing? <laughs> what? It's such cope, isn't it? Well, yeah, j yeah. again, like, everyone loves this, not because it makes good points, but because it's shit on Drinker. That's, that's the only reason they like mm. it. Yeah, seems to be... All any of us can go off is what the film gives us. And it gives us no <laughs> gives reason us to massive the series of explosions. No reason, Rags. No reason. Very, very possible that, that Blanc and this stoner guy are about to get hit with a rain of sharp, broken glass. Oh, what goes up must come Look, down. It isn't my the dude. film's job. It isn't any film's job to explicitly, exhaustively explain everything that happens. Every it's not decision. what we're asking for. Nobody's no asking for that. For you can't just show things that don't make sense and say, "Well, it's not the movie's job to explain it to you." It's like, no, it. You, you can't bring up verisimilitude and then show explosions like this and just write it off. Do you yeah. want it or not? Don't just say a big word to make yourself sound smart. Well, Generally, these words have meanings behind them that you need to be able to comprehend and understand. Interesting you say all of that. Well, I'm going to bring out some old person from history who said something that's not relevant to beat. Yeah. Oh, yes. Honneur de Balzac, is, is, he wrote in his <laughs> treatise in 1824 about the... So there. <laughs> That's reminds me of All the film has to do is establish characters and rules from which choices and events can flow. Yeah, better hope they don't fucking break them like this one does over and <laughs> yeah, over and like over, and over and over again. All Constantly. the time. Sorry we mm. listened to the film and then we're like, wait, you told me two things that don't match. I'm confused. Miles is a dummy, That's Blanc not is a very similitude. has a notepad, Blanc has the source, yada yada yada, and to avoid beats that can't reasonably be explained by an attentive viewer. Nothing the critical drinker raises here fails these criteria. Um, you have <laughs> like, made a strong response to basically any of it, and most of them, you don't even understand what he's saying. Like, you can't just say that, especially <laughs> off everything that we've seen. It was a little you can't awkward, know how it? big an explosion you just saw was. Ooh. Is he gonna he defend uh, torturing the Mona Lisa? Uh, well, 
I'm not entire. I can't actually remember how this fully goes now. Fails these criteria. He breezes past all this, obviously, to give a reason for all of these non-stupid, stupid moments. And non-stupid, stupid moments. Moments. <laughs> what? Is that his way of saying they are stupid, but not for the reason Drinker said, or what? I don't know. They're stupid, but in a good way. <laughs> Whack. Uh, Makes me brain hurty. And that's the following. The thing is, I know what the answer to all these questions is going to be because the film straight up spells it out to us. It's just dumb. Everything in this script that doesn't make sense yeah. is because the people involved were just really stupid. This is this is everything the video has been so far. And Drinker, yeah, drink, Drinker's counted you from the past. Pretty good. <laughs> Got him. He then follows it up with this little gem. There, there's a there's an underlying conversation when we talk about Glass Onion when it comes to film criticism that relates to a question critics need to be able to answer, which is how do I know what I can and cannot trust when it comes to information presented to me in a movie? When Blanc says he's just dumb, how do I actually know that's true? What information can I use, whether it's true or not? He uses right? fake words. When, yeah, like, there is, you want to gather your information, you want to be able to determine how come this person's telling the truth and this person isn't. How do I know if what the film is trying to say is actually true? And I think that a lot of film critics, they never engage in this kind of thinking because they just go with what the film says must be true because it's the film telling it to be. Um, and it's, it's a huge failure that I'm noticing throughout this video on his part. There's no sense of... I guess, investigation or attempt at discerning what the truth actually is. There's no attempt to second guess um, himself or double check with any information he's been given. It's really just a matter of the film is saying this, so I'm accepting it, regardless of context and regardless of what information I'm actually being given. I'm mm -hmm. trusting the telling and I'm not trusting the showing. Agree. Honestly, I have never seen such a weak, pathetic attempt to excuse terrible writing in my life. Yeah, buddy, me neither. That doesn't even make sense. No, that doesn't, doesn't make sense. Nahar, we're doing the payoff thing. Very funny, but doesn't make. I'm, it's not funny. I'm sorry, I didn't even mean. It to doesn't make like sense. <laughs> not even. It's, not even funny. it's an attempt at humor. I can at least recognize that this is a failure mm -hmm. of a joke, but. Uh, now nah, we still have to wait for it to pay off. Don't don't, don't worry, guys. Also, okay, it's true. Have a response? Oh, it hasn't yet. Ooh, it must be real good. Does yeah, he have a response know. at all to Critical Drinker's point about how, like, oh, I know what they're gonna say. They're gonna say everything dumb that happens is fine because the characters are stupid. He didn't respond to that. Well, it's because that's his. Well, that's because they response. don't have an answer. Yeah, like that's been his whole video. <laughs> so of course, that's as far as his argument goes. They are stupid. You want to sit down and ask, okay, well, how you just set out a series of circumstances and things that actually happen and say, where is the line? Like, if, if you have one to ten, with one being the dumbest possible thing one person could do, and ten being super genius level, how far down that list can you get before you stop believing that someone like Miles would be able to do it, right? Considering everything that he's able to accomplish in this film. Because admittedly, he does a lot of smart and capable things in this movie. So where's the line? Can he just, like, shoot himself in the head? Can he... Well, like, does, does he not know that 2 plus 2 is 4? Like, like if he, he, his plan relied on him getting 2 plus 2 wrong, with the example, with the excuse of he's just stupid, would that, 
Would that work for you? Would you be able to accept that? Remember, I want to know where the line is. The circus of goo in the basement, I think, is... No, that's in character, that. though. Yeah, it's in character. It would be weird if there wasn't a goo circus. As long as it's a yeah. Scottish circus. Then... What do you mean? A Scottish goo circus. That would be yeah, okay. Yeah, what, what do you mean? Scottish. <laughs> On this oh. point, though, the whole the film being about stupidity means it is itself stupid. Let me just quote myself from like a week ago. Ew. That isn't Ryan Johnson calling his own writing dumb. That's Ryan writing about the. No, you missed really the point. To really missed the point. He's saying to defend the highlighted stupid elements. People will say it's stupid on purpose. That it's like a built-in defense, no matter what. Not that what Drink is saying isn't that people would say it's badly written. They would say it is stupid on purpose, fool. When like the whole point is that no, it's inconsistent. It's it's badly written. Like you missed it. Loads of people keep saying like you missed the point of Glass Onion. Mm. Read read the definition. Read what it refers to. You're like, oh, you're not even listening to me. <laughs> we assume those with power are better, smarter than us, the way we give them so much credit for free. Believe it or not, there is oh, a that, difference between- you giving things credit for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. all you do all right. when you, you give this film credit for free. You just accept things like a- like an infant. Yeah. Mr. Metal Books. <laughs> bad screenwriting and writing a dumb character who pulls off a dumb plot who nearly succeeds because the characters and the viewers are expecting sophistication no because they're dumb too uh we yes we, there's so many ways all of it falls apart but everyone is just stupid in just the right way but of course mm. that's the glass onion folks get over mm. it you misunderstood it to set up yes. the film's real resolution, relying as it does on this uncoupling of status and worthiness this demystifying of wealth material what? I, I don't even know. Wealth? What are you talking the, about? The ending is she gets petty to the point of destroying a cultural, like, fucking landmark through all of time and history icon. just to annoy the rich what, guy. What does demystifying wealth mean? Well, he's trying to run with the whole, like, you see, rich people aren't smart. It's just like, okay. Uh, okay, sure. All right. Do we, um, does he think that Ryan, Benoit isn't rich? Yeah, probably. He's, he's does like a Ryan not man. realize he's rich? Oh, Ryan is so or, fucking yeah. rich. What, what did you say he got from Netflix? <laughs> does anyone know what he got from Netflix for the deal? I think Fringy said it earlier. He's mute. Hundreds of millions, right? Something like that. Um, oh, man, it just reminds me of just oh, anything from Disney where they're like, corporations suck, don't they? And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on. Oh there my yeah, god. There we go. You did it. Hooray. Oh that's really no. funny. I can't we wait for the payoff later. <laughs> later. Success and great man theory. I'm gonna skip over the next section. It's just more generalized grumbling about the point. No, of you wanted to cover this video. You don't get to skip no, anything. Generalized it. grumbling. Oh fucking hell. I'm sure it would I'm sure it's all very accurate. Mm -hmm. Glass onion is wrong for not measuring up one to one to the genre's traditional conventions. Oh, but it's fine to have stupid contrivances because they're part of the genre's con hey, Bob. traditional convention. No, no, they re it relies hey, on it. You cannot have a mystery True. genre without contrivances. They are necessary. That's what he said. Yeah, Hitler yeah, said it. Hitler said it. 
<laughs> because I think it's about time we got to the real meat of all this. The big one. Ooh, the moment the which illuminates oh, all this is where we all come before. around. As you may fib. have noticed, there's been a ramping up of sorts throughout this video. The guy's really? points keep getting okay. more and more flawed, more and more facile. Oh, you're gonna- Wait, sorry, is he talking about Drinker or himself? His eyes are, hmm. Drinker. <laughs> oh, well, I think it applied better to himself, but all right. The lies are getting more frequent. But, oh, okay. <laughs> I agree, the lies really Ooh, are getting right. more frequent. Yeah, <laughs> they're certainly adding up. But they all pale in comparison to this. For okay. context, oh. the drink has just launched into a big complaint about the film not giving the audience the mysteries breadcrumbs for them to figure it out alongside the characters, despite the fact that it does this. Miles it doesn't. No, it absolutely doesn't. I mean, no fucking way. Where do we even begin? The There's nothing about the it twin sister before it's revealed. Doesn't. Yeah. No way any of us, I don't think anyone on the planet is like, that That woman is a twin. <laughs> it's yeah. like, why? Yeah, there's, yeah. He's so he's, bad uh, at this. Like, all you have to say is it doesn't... Like the character I don't know. Exists. All you have to say is it doesn't have to do that, that not every mystery movie yeah. has to do that. That's all he had to say, but he tries to do both. He tries to say, no, it does do that. No, it doesn't. There's no way to predict. It's so convoluted and contrived. There's no way to predict it. Malapropisms being one example, the glass pass being another, and hey, about ooh, the- Ooh, careful. That, that scene is shown twice, and, it is, it's, and it's different. You don't exactly, like, what are we supposed to believe is happening? And a lot of people aren't paying attention to the specific handling of those drinks the first time around, so when you show, when you repeat the scene, they're gonna be like, is that what happened? Okay. Like, it's not clever if you do it that way. Characters stumbling upon the clues by accident, even though the clips he plays clearly show them intentionally sleuthing. No, no, he means it's <laughs> of all the fucking things he could bump into at whatever times, this is what he gets. This is, funnily enough, this is not, we were, we were talking about this earlier with the, the Bob comments. This is really lucky that they talk about this here now. This is the, the only sleuthing they do. It's, it only lasts very good. Remember, they have like a meeting discussing all of this sleuthing. All of this takes place in just like, a portion of an afternoon. Insane. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's incredibly lucky. Just, yeah, they gotta keep teleporting to all the advantageous spots, man. Like, it makes uh, sense because they were looking, so... There. We need to find um, a motive for all of them to want to kill Miles. I'm just gonna listen to them for five seconds and they just belt out the motive. You're like, cool, got it. <laughs> and then he says this. And this isn't even mentioning how Ryan blatantly rewrites previous events to show you what he wants you to see instead of what actually happens. The example Drinky gives for Ryan Johnson's blatant rewriting is the scene where Blanc and as we later see Helen spot Duke's voyeurism. Batista's watching his girlfriend supposedly having an affair with Miles only to be observed by Blanc. Now look at the later version of this exact same scene. Notice how Helen's been added in here when she totally should have been visible before. Except- Yeah, no, exactly. Well, let's, let's see yeah. what he says. How's that wrong? True. All right, all right. There's a reason the drinker plays these clips on mute. Let me put the sound what? back on well, for you. Because he's talking. Huh? That was the first time we see this. There's a close shot of Duke, then we hear the twig snap, and then we pull back to a shot revealing Blanc. Here's the scene as we're shown it later on. We're careful for copyright here, that's all. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, it's like, do we, do we need a little <clears throat> watermark thing? Blah, blah, blah. No, we should be alright. <laughs> 
We start with this slightly wider shot, revealing Blanc and Helen, then Helen leaves, causing that sound, and Duke turns round. This point is the moment we saw earlier on, and there's a very obvious, very obtrusive sound cue, the sole purpose of which is to communicate precisely this. Look, you can enjoy the way moments like this toy with the audience perspective, complementing the film's themes, these ideas- Okay, so, um, the, the thing about like, complimenting the film's themes, I don't even know what to make of that. The, um, th when you see that second scene, it makes the first one, uh, I was about to say superfluous. It's basically redundant. It's, it's gone now. It's not of any use. Um, what Drinker is highlighting, maybe I could be wrong, he's not here right now, is that um, you have information to be provided to us in that scene. What is it? Duke is uh, noticing whiskey with Miles, um, and uh, Benoit notices him noticing that, and so then uh, goes with Andy to explain, or Helen, the motivation is that Whiskey is cheating on him with Miles. That's going to be why he'd want to kill him. Later on in the mm. film, we find out Andy was also there, or sorry, Helen, and the, the motive isn't actually that. It's that he's annoyed that Miles won't support Alpha News and that he actually sent Whiskey to do what she did to try and convince him otherwise. Making the what first worse. set of information redundant. It's not useful anymore. And the the whole point of this being like piss poor who done it shit, we had nothing to imply this first time around. Because uh, the thing about this, you didn't need the sounds to counter drinker. You could have said, well, of all, let's say there was a minute worth of time of them sneak, uh, snooping on Duke. You'd be like, first time he showed us the first twenty seconds or so, and Duke's reaction. Second time we saw seconds twenty one to thirty, where Andy was there. It's the same shot, mm. but she's there then. She wasn't there before. The whole point being made is that we get given the scene, and then later on we get given a whole bunch of extra context that we couldn't possibly know anything to do with. We're just like, okay. And then I exactly. believe, ER, didn't you highlight this like when we were talking about it, that it actually doesn't change a thing that Andy is there. It's just... It's no point. Like, because they, con they converge on their information anyway. She's getting the same thing that Benoit is. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't actually matter that she is there. So... I guess I it's find it interesting you're highlighting this as Drinker's giant lie when it changes fucking nothing, really. Well, and, and also it's like, lie. <laughs> yeah. It's not a lie. Yeah. So, okay, so yeah, so with, with regards to that scene, if I understand it correctly based on the clips he showed, and it's not an impossibility, it's not a re-edit of the scene, it's just we saw an earlier part where she was there, and then we saw the scene we saw the first time. So if it's not a lie... That's fair, but I I wouldn't say that it's a lie, obviously, because a lot of people interpreted it that way. A lot of people misconstrued misconstrued the uh, the logistics of who's where and at what time. That a lot of people thought it was oh, you just added a person who wasn't there the first time. Yeah, mm. you know, well, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's absolutely the amount of time between the first time that you see that scene and the second time. How many people are going to go like oh yeah, the twig breaking? Oh, and to what end? Oh, she was there when I had no reason to believe that she was there mm -hmm. before. Wasn't there a good like forty minutes between those two scenes? Who's remembering the I twig think break? There might be. I so did. what no I'm one... thinking? No, I didn't remember the twig break. But it's all like I see what he's trying to say. The problem comes from the fact that like we saw um, twig break. Nobody was behind him. And then Blanc shows up in the first time, but then the second time around. Um, they show they up, both, then the twig breaks. They and then show up, she's twig gone. breaks, and then he's gone. So what? Like, 
That's what I'm saying. It's the same problem, though. We've shown... Not disappeared the first time? (laughs) I don't see how you couldn't concede. It's like, so it's edited in a way to prevent us from having information that was there the whole time. Second time around, he gives us all of it. There's no way we could have pieced that together. And it actually changes nothing about the story. It's just piss-poor filmmaking. I don't know what to say. It's (laughs) just masturbatory is all it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's literally just to hide the fact that he's going to... The, the the stupid twin twist. That's it. I don't even know that if we'd seen her there the first time around, would any of us have guessed she's a twin? Exactly. No. It's it's like mm-hmm. yeah, that's it's, true it's, too. It's a, yeah. It's a reveal of new information. I yeah, I'm not even sure why he hides it. Really. It's 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 to. because it's. I think the reason why is because it's just the guise of a twist. Because it's it's irrelevant. It's it's just like not relevant information. The only thing that happens is that you watch and go, oh, like that's the expected one. Whereas yeah. the unexpected outcome is, oh, you, oh. <laughs> like, that's the other reaction. Maybe he, maybe he just didn't want to reveal to people that uh, they're working together either. I don't know. I almost do want it at this point to be that she hits Miles at the end with something and his like skin breaks away and there's like sparking and metal. And it's like, it's wait a, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just to see like what that's... people would say. I just see people like, no, that was oh, that's brilliant that he was an android. And you're like, what, what? <clears throat> you know, what I you feel like do is if, you, if you were if you were this guy and you know <laughs> you you wanted to engage in good faith with people about movie discussions, you could see the part in Drinker's video where he gets wrong he, uh, the fact that they re-edited the scene, and he goes, and you go, actually, no, they didn't re-edit it. It's actually. You know, the logistics are such that it's not an impossibility that she was there. We just didn't see it the first time. Like I said, you, know, you could say that. Yeah, you could. So, but like I said, you could have made that argument without the twig snapping. You could have just said that was that was a thing anyway. You could say it's just you a see, different they were investigating the off camera. Yeah, I think no, but I think the idea is he's trying to prove or prove might not be the right word, but demonstrate how it's possible. So you don't just think it was uh an yeah. impossibility. Well, I, I think yeah. I'll take it for what he said. He's Although, trying to say this is proof that Drinker lied. He muted yeah, the scenes in order to protect anyone from. Oh finding yeah, out no, ob- obviously that if, part. But the interesting like, part to me what? is that what a weird thing for Drinker to choose to lie about when it has so little impact on the film's story. Quality. I know. Yeah, true. I was about yeah, to say. True. So like, why frame it as a lie? That's such a strange thing to be porky about. It's Ooh, not a lie. It's just he, get those he got that part points. wrong because a lot of people do. Because a lot of people look at that scene and go, "Oh, you added her." Well, she the thing is, the first time you can say the drinker got the details wrong, but I guarantee you'd have the same conclusion. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You could never have possibly seen this coming. There's nothing about this that's intuitive. Absolutely, I agree. Of how we see and how we falsely composite and rationalize these perceptions away from the truth, away from what's really plainly shown to us. You've done that for the whole video, so. And also, what are you implying? There was nothing plainly shown that there was another person there. It could have easily been, and I think the easy assumption is Benoit was the one who stepped on a twig. Because you didn't see him before that, right? You don't see him, twig snaps, and then you see him. And look, having him lean out of the tree the same way both times, that's on purpose, clearly. Having him slowly lean out yeah. while it looks Absolutely like he's in about the same position with the same facial expression. When we were you watching know? it, we were like, holy fuck, he's, he managed to bump into Whiskey and Miles when they're doing the thing. Now, in retrospect, of course, that was a plan, but... Then you see Benoit is bumping into him, bumping into them. And I think someone's like, it'd be really funny if another person turned up. And then I think me and Mel were like, oh, well, because well. <laughs> like we knew another person was going to turn up. And when they showed that scene, everyone was fucking laughing. It's so absurd. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, 
it gets you to conclude a lot of things. And I wouldn't blame anybody for being like, this is the same thing they showed us, but now they have unphotoshop removed here or something. Obviously, in reality, yep. it's just a matter of how much information we're given. Or you can dislike it. But what you can't do is lie about how the film constructs moments like these. You have no idea he's lying. Yeah, and just, this is what I mean. It's just up. it's so much more reasonable to say drink a uh, thought you that's how the scene run out or whatever. You know, shame Especially on you. Especially because the scene is about deception. Instead well, of is, just yeah. saying, oh, yeah, the, the, if this scene is trying to essentially fool you, to say that someone's lying about it willfully instead of being like, oh, yeah, he was the film fooled him or whatever. Like, that would be, like, it's a huge breach of just good faith. This is just not what a lie is. And yeah, I can't believe this a is, like, is the is crux, the thing. big, you're probably better off with something else. Um, yeah, I, this probably ain't it. Because the point stands. The specific thing, maybe not. But the point level. stands. And that's what the drinker does here to cap off his video, to build into this last point. Stuff like this is lazy and cheap, and it completely undermines it the integrity. Cheap. Do you think that Drinker wouldn't conclude this about the film if that point were shown to him to be false and that it's actually a genuinely awesome scene that adds to the story? Do you think all the other things he said aren't the reason why he's coming to this conclusion? He thinks the whole fucking thing yeah. is lazily written, and I happen to no, agree with him. I was predicated on this one point, alright? Yeah, okay. Gritty of the story. Because you know that. You're the Waiting for death. Huh? No, nothing, nothing at all. Did he, wait, did he say Ryan's... something stupid? Well, he did. Did, did, the... did he say Miles is dumb? Stuff like this is lazy and cheap, and it completely undermines the integrity of the story. Because you know that Ryan's oh. basically just rewriting his own rules to suit whatever he wants to happen at that. He does that a lot. Yeah. At yeah. particular moments. There is no okay, way. Knock it off. Know. Wasn't that funny? It's, it's so funny. The timing <laughs> is just really awkward. Hilarious I don't know what it is. It's just like so funny. This this cannot have been a mistake on the critical drinker's part. I could it see couldn't that have been a mistake. It can't what? be. It couldn't it have. Couldn't have. I know him. Shot. Is he showing this <laughs> shot because it's meant to be like, ah, oh, see, she was actually hidden behind Duke when he popped out the second time. I don't. I don't even see like it's it, such a confusingly edited scene, man. It's so easy to mistake what's actually. Most I'm pretty sure that his expression is different, mistaken. by the way, here, because he. It looks like he has the same expression in the first one. Of, it, like, does, it does. It does absolutely look like, look like it's the you, same I, shot, but they added her in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't know, man. In the original shot, shouldn't she be kind of be showing up over his shoulder there? Well, no, because I, I think the camera's paying too much to the left. Framed. Yeah, exactly. Really? Okay, okay. All right. Or Still, that's just deceptive as hell. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought, well, we kind of been over it. Like, realities to mislead the audiences. I mean, the, yeah. the, I don't. You want the characters to be misleading the characters. I don't want the film itself to be trying to mislead me. Yeah, exactly. Because then, like, why Did am I here? Exactly. Bored adult, for... half watching Glass Onion, half napping, could have got confused here, but not someone whose job it is to analyze film. So oh, long that's... as that's his claim. Oh, no, that's the sound. That's the. Sound. I, mean? I just, I just that's find it amusing okay, as fuck. Wow. He's just criticized him for like this is profession. I... Like, what's your profession, bud? I hope it's not reviewing film because you've gotten shit tons wrong. Because Drinker is a published author. There we go. And... I needed a second, sorry. That's <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> this, this is the framing of this shot. I feel like we should be able to see Andy over yeah, there. Uh, yeah, uh, Helen. Think, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a different expression. But the, the expression in both the shots of them poking out, look, nah, sorry, I'm not, I'm not convinced. 
I'm not happy about that. I'm not satisfied. I feel like no matter what, you can complain that this is bullshit anyway. This is just him being like, this is the scene. Then later on being like, this is actually the scene. Yeah. Actually, there was a different scene that we constructed to look virtually identical to this scene that you definitely wouldn't remember the nuances of. Haha, aren't I clever? And if you disagree, you're a liar. Liar. Weasley little liar, dude. Weasley little liar. Weasley little liar, dude. You know, I don't know, mute the scene's sound. It is that obvious. Either he didn't. It's not. Oh, no, fuck off. It is not obvious. not obvious. The intention was to mislead people. Cope. That is a massive yeah. cope to say that it was <laughs> obvious. The scenes he's basing this critique on, thereby not spotting the obvious, in which case it's yeah, not that obvious. Kind of says it all. Really not obvious. I'm pretty sure he's lying because he doesn't like right. Actually, wait, I should jump ahead. You know, we got an explanation for why Drinker's lying, and it's pretty priceless. Okay, oh, oh, I can't wait. Likely, he is willfully misrepresenting this movie, lying mm. about the basic construction of uh -huh. this scene, and then extrapolating that lie outwards to cover the piece as a whole. And this is baffling, right? Why even do this? Is it just because he knows his audience, knows the correct, most profitable take for him to have here is Ryan Johnson film bad? No um, I'll just go to bat for Drinker. I believe uh, he comes out with genuinely what he thinks, even if sometimes he knows it's going to be against the general flow. And I feel like that happened with Andor. He came out positively about Andor pretty early on when... Uh, that wasn't exactly the thing that... It was very easy to hate Star Wars at this point, certainly. Um... To the point where I hadn't even really watched it, so I couldn't say, but I remember what, part, his video releasing was part of why I was like, hmm, maybe we really should be watching Andor. Like, uh, I keep hearing Thank it's goodness like... goodness we did. Yeah, and that's the thing, and, and we did our coverage, and a lot of people were really thankful that, like, it's got people talking about it and, and diving into it. If you check out, I believe it's Star Wars Theory's review of it, his whole comment section, like, furious with him in retrospect sort of thing, like, why the fuck are you saying there shouldn't be bricks? Those are really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Oh, the, yeah. So, uh, I guess Wait, what I'm what? trying to say is that, like, Bricks. Drinker was honest about his take on Andor, and then it works out to be actually, like, a well-accepted and fair take, uh, instead of he's just pandering to whatever the, the current zeitgeist is, be it on Ryan Johnson, Star Wars, whatever else. He, I, like, I, I don't know what else to say. He does genuinely think that this film is badly written. I'm sorry. That is what he actually yeah, believes. It's interesting, though, like, the lack of self-awareness that, like, your perspective is espoused here is pretty, like, in, in, in line with, like, a common perspective expressed about the film, which is, like, basically that it's smart for its stupidity. You know, that it's like, oh, it's speaking to this particular theme, right? Like, it's, your perspective is really, but do you believe that you're, like, dishonest? That you're, like, warping and twisting your own perspective to be in lockstep with what you think your audience wants? And if you don't say that about yourself, why not extend that courtesy to another person? Because Kurt yeah. Drinker's a bad person. He's on the wrong side politically, and I need to knock him down a peg because I got to score those points, get my wallops in, regardless of what the truth actually is. Because that's secondary. Yeah, he's like that Ben, ben Shapiro guy. Shapiro. <laughs> he can't stop, to, he so, can't stop mentioning. He doesn't mention like a pretty four great times combo. in this one review. People already, like, plenty of people probably hate. Uh, Drinker and then combo that up with people who love Ryan Johnson movies and hate people saying they're stupid. It's like combo Whoa. and payoff. Because, uh, yeah, if we're going to be motivation diving here, because you've decided that all of his points rested on that last one, as opposed to a general assessment of the whole movie based on all the points he's given, which you've done a piss poor job of refuting. Um, why can't we just say, like, you're clearly just trying to get uh, some level of engagement off of shitting on someone who's popular? That's the only reason you've done yeah. this. And that's why you've Especially lied. 
Especially because you made another 30-minute video responding to Drinker specifically three months ago about She-Hulk. Mm. Oh, mm. is he defending oh, no. She-Hulk? She-Hulk? Well, I guess he has to defend She-Hulk if uh -oh. Drinker doesn't like She-Hulk. It doesn't matter what's don't, in the thing itself. Don't, okay. guys, don't. She-Hulk's so bad. <laughs> don't, don't do <laughs> it's it. It's okay to say, this is like that, um, it's like the Velma don't. tweet I linked y'all yesterday. Uh, whatever, I don't know. Guys, <laughs> bad movie, you could have, like, left-leaning just... shit that's bad. It's fine. It's fine. My brain was literally like, I wanted to say something, so I was like, you know what, it's just not fucking worth it. It's over, dude. It's over, me. Huh? What? Well, yeah. Huh? I thought what you asked me a question. Sorry, no, go no, ahead. No Being he no. didn't like it won't cut the mustard, that he has to reveal some fundamental objective flaws in the film, and then- Or, oh, these are things did. he didn't like. He told you what he didn't like. Yeah. Oh my god. And also Panic. he did those things. It's when he couldn't find any? Is that why he's just making- Couldn't find any? What about all the ones you showed any? us? Why? Yeah. <laughs> You haven't countered them like this, like the hot sauce, like everything we've. No, <laughs> the hot sauce was fucking retarded. Stop it! Fine <laughs> with the thing where he was like, "Fucking use of clear." So even though you've just witnessed a massive explosion, you know it's chill. Yeah, oh who god, you believe me or you're your like lying satisfied. eyes. Satisfied with that argument, like yeah, got him. You know that, that, that's yeah. easily the highlight of the video for me when he says like, "There's no reason to believe these people would be hit by this. The whole room is on fire. Explode. It's fucking great." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if Drinker's whole point is that the movie is just full of coincidences, and you say, actually, sometimes coincidences are good, also these aren't coincidences, it's like, what? What's happening, <laughs> yeah. Many of them you do acknowledge are coincidences, and he says, here are, like, a metric fuck-ton of coincidences that, when piled up, really kind of ruined the movie for me, and you're like, he must be lying. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Don't you know that mystery stories like... require coincidences? They literally like, can't even exist without them. And yeah. like the problem was like he fundamentally didn't understand the notion of like questioning what a film presents to you. You know? No, no, he bought it. Like, hook, line, and sinker. Notion. Well, it's just you know he's, he's drinking like, that Kool Aid. Well, yeah, 100%. Anything, anything could have happened. It's like surely we can be a little bit more reasonable than that. You know? Surely it's no. your job to question these things, not to just eat them up. Well, it's just what's the point of film? criticism if that's sort of what it ends up being the film presents this uh i accept it there's no level of like well do i accept it because you know sometimes i mean films do present you know answers to questions and they're either you know you accept them or you don't and to some extent it's kind of involuntary right that's what suspension of disbelief is where it reaches the point that you just can't entertain what the story is presenting to you anymore it's too absurd too unbelievable too ridiculous it's just the so level of dissection in this video has been like thin as fuck. It's like looking at it from I mean, across I, the room and closing your eyes. It's and it's no less. I'd say it's much more actually dishonest than the sort of like like this thing he's created that Drinker isn't. He's he's done much worse than what he's claiming Drinker has done. Well, in terms of, like, presenting the film in a way that it's just very inaccurate. Not only the film, but obviously well, Drinker's well, video. Presenting his argument, yeah, right? Like, the one where he said, oh, like, why did why, Drinker said, like, he shot him. Why did she shoot him in, in the notebook? <laughs> yeah, why did the notebook is made of metal? And why, like in the, uh, why should we bother saying you, you misunderstood what Drinker said? We should just say he lied about it, obviously. That's obviously what he did. He must have fucking lied about it. That's the only way to explain yeah. it. There's no other way to explain it. <clears throat>
Yeah, but the good old fashioned, like, you know, stupid. Like, if you, if you want to say that Drinker is stupid, which he's already done several times, why didn't he do that rather than, like, no, you're a liar? But then he also calls him stupid anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just. He's stupid and a liar. That's better than calling like, him it, either one of those things. I, I think it would be. He's both. To this this uh, critique is particularly bad faith. Extremely uh, bad faith. This yeah. is something that you should definitely aspire to not become. If you're a Astounding. response YouTuber, if you're a media critic, like you've got to be better than this. You have to show a level of maturity far surpassing what this video showcases. It's like because this will bite you like in the ass, and it's doing so right now. Everything we've spent the last twenty or so minutes shoveling through. And look, none Definitely. of this would matter if he were just one guy thinking these thoughts in isolation, <laughs> but he isn't. This pollute... He has influence. He has power. We must uh, stop him. He must stop be destroyed! Him. Jesus Christ. I have a lot of viewers who also watch this guy. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and when I polled okay. the making of this video, I got a few comments like this. People who had taken critical drinkers... It happens, man. We got a lot of people saying that Drinker fucked up with the video and that this video... Proves it, uh, you yeah. know. Hopefully, this sets the record very straight. <laughs> I don't. But like the. If you still uh, think that after this video, then you are lost. There are some great highlights in this video that I could never like. It's so funny that he he said some of the things that he said. I don't think any of that happens in the drinker video. His word for it. Assumed his gripes were founded on reality, not. They people do the same with you, man. What's happened? fantasy. And this is wrong, as we've seen, but in fairness, I don't blame people like this, because why would you doubt the words of a one and a half million subscriber ch- That's a very doubling words of someone popular. Yeah. What a- What? You have a lot of faith in your audience, I see. I mean, to be fair, why would you doubt the director of the movie? He's the director. Yeah. You know, Hassan Pike is quite popular. And, uh, why no. would you doubt the words of Hassan if he's that popular? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Channel, why would he just lie? Plainly? He didn't lie! That's, he that's... Didn't. <laughs> you, just, you just said he did, even though it's Occam's Sledgehammer. Currently, on repeat. I don't know. How does he... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I just can't oh. handle the lies. So many lies. So many lies. <laughs> Close the video Jesus. out anyway. Asunyan is like watching someone that's never played chess in their entire lives trying to take on a grandmaster, making up new rules and moves yeah. as they go to support the Pretty mistaken much, belief yeah. that they actually know what they're doing. Yeah. It's the ego-stroking pretentiousness of a filmmaker whose aspirations and self-belief far exceed his actual abilities. Oh god, it's like music you know, to my what's, what's, pret what's pretentious about Critical Drinker? Than, you're allowed to write more than one joke, you know? Like, you can... You can, you can <laughs> well, he can, he, can, he can barely write the one. <laughs> I just, and also, again, like, there's nothing pretentious about Critical Drinker. You're up here talking about fucking dead philosophers from the 1800s and anodyne and yeah. verisimilitude. Meanwhile, dude, Fucker. the average and Critical like, Drinker oh, yeah, video... He's, he's so pretentious, that Critical Drinker. The average Critical, critical Drinker video drink. will start with him saying, I was out on a bender and I fucking vomited in my own asshole, and then I watched this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, the meme is yeah. that he's drunk. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, his, the ethos say, of his know. videos are like, what the fuck do I know? But this is stupid. You know what I mean? It's not, I am a learned intellectual man, and this I declare. <laughs>
is well, dumb. We, it is we all know. It's clear by the name, but, you know. We're all familiar. Yeah, Tatiana gets mentioned all the time. Meanwhile, this guy is like, <laughs> these cr these creatives from the ancient era, uh, we must yeah, listen. Of course. But the, the funny well, part yeah, is, of course, well, that he references yeah. them as though we all are familiar with them. <laughs> he agrees with me. Meanwhile, the most referenced person in Drinker's videos is a fucking, like, stripper. It's just... <laughs> oh, I love it. A genre that deserves far better than this yeah, gaudy, superficial trash. That one doesn't make any sense either. That one doesn't... Yeah, that one doesn't make I, sense. I, I, also, the sound I, I, didn't quite uh, work on that it's, one either. It's, uh, it's just a big oof. I don't know. Like, it's it's so stuff. funny. You just you don't get it. It's a glass onion. <laughs> onion. Look, I didn't really want to make this video. <laughs> oh, no. Bingo cards, everybody. Yes. I didn't want to make this video. He did the sigh as well. Earlier, he had the sigh. Oh, they had the sigh. That this one. Go all it dog. was missing was him walking into frame and sitting down before With a dog. All With a dog. With a dog. I'm towards the end of a video, though. Normally it's in the beginning. Yeah, it's... normally. You know what? Maybe yeah. he'll make another video responding to Drinker three months from now and say the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, just it's like, I normally I don't watch this video on principle, but this one. Yeah. <laughs> I was forced to make this video. Fan. It just it so happens mean, that this gets me gun views and engagement, so I guess I'll do it. No. Again. 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 <laughs> again. <laughs> well, I didn't want to make this video again, again. <laughs> oh, he's, uh, oh, he's even referencing a She-Hope. Yep, there they are. Oh, uh, do not defend She-Hulk. That is rancid yeah, garbage. That is... Look, I didn't really want to make this video. Between those last yeah. two She-Hulk videos, I've said all I have to say, really, about guys like this. Uh, but then guys like not. this? What guys? What do you oh, mean? Guys like this. Like Dude, Scott. We've been covering guys like you for fucking four and a half years. <laughs> keeps you going, still bring man. A smile to our faces. The cup, the cup runneth over. <laughs> you could say that. Yeah. The cup runneth over. Just admit that you like responding to people like this. Just admit it's it. Okay, it's okay. Yeah. It's totally fine. I watch yeah, things that lie. I expect to disagree with sometimes. Okay. It's fine. The Critical Drink okay. has done something remarkable this time, Ooh. and someone needed oh. to point it out. That's the way he's overplayed his hand. When he overplayed his hand. Tried to use Glass Onion's ideas against it. Tried to write his way to a conclusion that reveals Ryan Johnson as a thicko masquerading as smart. Because it becomes immensely he clear he'd bitten off more than he could chew. The fact that you he can't get that. to this point without lying. With oh my god, you're obsessed with this one detail that changes barely anything about the actual story. Yeah. He's just commenting on how it's a craft choice that he fucking hates. But the it's rest of the video editing. is the justification for all that he said at the end. You did not counter it, and the fact you think you did is part of the problem, isn't it? Without fabricating problems and completely... God, it's like, it's like Drinkers ran a whole operation of, like, these careful scientists <laughs> moving the, the individual frames of the movie around and changing all the sources <laughs> and being like, you see, Glass Onion was much worse. Hopefully nobody watches it so that I can oh. get away with my plan. <laughs> It wasn't all a big plan. He's he's calling. He's saying like, uh, "Drinker missed misstepped here by lying too hard." It's just like fucking what? <laughs>
Recently about the supposed Today, The result of this is that the video <laughs> ends up having the opposite effect. We see clear as day that it isn't Ryan Johnson wearing the Oh, uh, this is clothes. so funny. With it's glass like he's trying to do his drinker. It's just he's yeah, he's tr he's trying to do the thing where it's like, ah, look at this, like Look at how I'm tying it all together in a neat little bow. This is my, well, this is like my critique of the drinker coming full circle. This almost feels tailor-made, right? Like what else do we do in response to this? So you have The Glass Onion, a film about how the villain of the piece is a lot simpler than you may think. And drinker says, the writer is a lot simpler than he thinks. And then he's like, the drinker is a lot simpler than he thinks. So now it's our turn to be like, well, you're a lot simpler than you Hiller think. Pillar of Garbage is a lot simpler than he thinks. Just, yeah, whoever's next in line, good luck. <laughs> it passes on. It's just going to keep on going. It's, it's him. And that's the part of Glass Onion that keeps on giving. It's like a mousetrap uh, to commentators. You no, know, it's there so funny. It's so funny. It's just so interesting, isn't it? The My litmus God, test of intelligence. Right into that mousetrap. Um, and they love it. They, they love like cool. the feeling, the superiority. Like, aha, you thought it was stupid when it was smart, and you're stupid. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> I, I would not be too. surprised at all if he just thought the movie was all right until he found out Ben Shapiro and Frank <laughs> Oh, that yeah. wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah. He's a loyal be, yeah. soldier in the culture war, man. He'll take up all. I mean, if you're defending She-Hulk, you're just you're just a zombie. <laughs> yeah, that's a hill you do not want to die on. <laughs> Automaton. Like a mousetrap to commentators like this, like old Benny Boy too. It's like they see. Oh, there he is again. There's, there's, there's that name again. Stop. Stop. He's, he's, he's not a fan of the old Shabibo, okay? <laughs> People thinking ah. something dumb is smart. <laughs> no way. That's great. I can just say the same thing about the film. You did the same thing saying about him. Yeah. I did. And then that's why I'm talking about how it's almost fucking boring now. You had Everyone a just... keyboard that was like your irony keyboard of like, huh, isn't that ironic? And like, at no point did you seem to That was your one joke. Maybe yeah, he, I that was his one joke. You know? It Maybe I'm the joke. irony. Fighting <laughs> 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 point of the video. That's amazing. The lack of self-awareness that he accuses yeah. Drinker of having throughout the whole video. Just say the same thing about the film. Easy slam dunk, right? They can't resist trying it on with this film, and each time, every time, all the attempt reveals is that they're the ones who's bringing. They're the glass on you. Yeah, the ones. <laughs> oh, got him. No. You have been defeated. Right has been, been destroyed. Can't believe it. Oh, this course around this movie is just evolved into no you. In the comments, who's <laughs> going to say something like, "Gee whiz, pillar of garbage! Why, why are you spending so much time knocking on other people's opinions of this film? Why don't you have have some opinions?" Ah, uh, stuttering well, is comedy now. Opinions of your own. I don't care. I, I, I was wondering if you got if somebody was going to say that. Like, yeah, you do the thing where it's like, I don't know what I'm saying. That's the joke. Even though you didn't do that at all in your whole video, now you're now you're stuttering because well, uh, yeah. stu <laughs> stuttering is uh, funny. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess it's Morty. an upgrade from pressing a note. Sort of. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It is. Stuttering's quicker, I suppose. It gets, mm. Yeah. Of your own. Well, great news, I do. If you want to hear me talk more about what this film is about rather than what it's not about, I've got three videos on that already. A combined, well, like 40 you minutes reference of content, your own videos so go check lot. them out. Thanks for watching. Well, and all, oh. those videos got a lot of views. Yeah, the drinker ones, I imagine, do get a lot of views. People are ready to watch drinker get dunked on. Like, yeah. Um...
Smash that like button right, like it's more. the irony. Oh, no! I'd, if I were you, I'd no, no, no. Today's was supposed to be that Knives no. Out video. That's what I was planning to upload next. But hey, you guys wanted it bumped, so that's coming out in a few days now. Also, if you're a long-time mm. viewer and you don't really care about these films, I'll be back to business as usual very soon, so I appreciate you bearing with me. But hey, I just think they're neat. I think there's really a lot to talk about, and it seems a lot of other people agree. Thanks as always to my Patreon supporters on screen now. You guys are the Rops to my face. See you around. We did it. Cool. Oh, yeah. We we made it. Wow, oh, that was a bad one, guys. That was. Yeah, it was a fascinating one. one. I will say that one was particularly fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> Are you saying you guys don't want to go check out his TikTok? No, no thanks. you know. I thought about <laughs> it. I'm okay. I'm good. good. I've got a. I don't know. Literally anything else to do right now. <laughs> do that. <laughs> We survived yet another video. And yet, Get it, Get it guys. I, I have to go to Soldiers bed. Um, this is what you decided to not take a break for. Um, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you hate yourself so much. with you right now. That's, that's the end, right? There's no more glass onion. We're done. You know yeah. what? No, I don't know anymore. Maybe yes. tomorrow. Dot, dot, like, dot, question mark. seven bad videos we gotta watch. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's um it's kind of an interesting thing in in the sense of like talking mm. about films in a vacuum is becoming like seemingly increasingly harder. It's always got to be like it it seems like the meta just keeps seeping in, which Every is really frustrating. Is proxy battle for a larger culture war. You can't this just one talk about shit. Yeah, this and everyone's encouraged to not it's to like almost. I was about to say dehumanize, but it's mostly like what word am I looking for? Caricature almost, like well, the person they're responding to? Right? Yeah, like, present the other argument in as You drain as much as good faith yeah. from everything they say, and present them, represent them, and at times, right, don't play their clips, just tell people what they said. That's a real good one. Yeah, and don't call it criticism, call it whinging! When, uh, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, and don't call it setup or preamble or setting the stage for what you believe about the artist's work. Instead, just say, like, oh, a bunch of nonsense that he's saying about great movies. Don't Morgan say they got it wrong or were mistaken. Say that it's a lie and they're trying it's to like, lie about you. It, it's kind of the uh, you know, what what's the goal? Are we trying to figure out what somebody believes or are we just looking for a dunk? That'd be a dunk. Oh, dunk for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, I I believe that in this case, yes, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Well, of course, I imagine you'd be like, "Well, this is extensive. I go through many details. How could you say it's just a dunk?" It's like you can do I that mean, and just a dunk at the same time. It's possible. I would say that was a particularly thin video, considering it was thirty minutes long. Like, yeah, there wasn't a lot much. in there at all. Well, it's it so weird what he chooses he... to spend his time on, right? He like at several points raises these like big criticisms of the film. Be like, I, I'm not going to go over that, but but I will say the fashion choices of Benoit are defensible. If you're familiar with this, blah blah blah, and you're just like, what the, the fuck is that? Like? Realism of it the philosopher who wrote his treatise in Paris in 1861. Why couldn't he have written his treatise in in um? I don't know, Pittsburgh or something. Yeah, idiot. Well, he had a very French name. Because... Oh, oui, oui. Because if they're yeah, European, oui, oui. they're more sophisticated. <laughs> well, you know what I can say this time, though, is that we're actually able to end this one properly, because the last oh. one got cut off. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was pretty wack. Oh, yeah. How many that was a pretty good that cut-off like point, though. Choice. That was everyone everyone assumed this was yeah. artistic yeah. choice. Well, yeah. <laughs> Should we say that it was an artistic choice? Oh, definitely. Yes, yeah, of course yeah. we do. Yeah. That's what it was. yeah, it was. It was totally. It was. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Was there ever yeah, any you're, doubt? You're just dumb. Glass onion. 
I'm, I'm miss. Yeah, that's right. It's it's simple but stupid. You, you get it. <laughs> Matthew Arnold would be so disappointed. He would. I want to know if this guy thinks. How, does he think that it's a perfect film? That there are no criticisms uh, I, of Glass I, Onion. I, I doubt it. I guess it's more so that I'm. I don't know what. Just based on that video, it's like, what is your the way that you go about like critiquing something? Is it how do you distinguish like, a bad movie from like, a good one? I, well, I wonder how much of it is about artist's intent for him. Like, I get the impression that that might be part of how he like you know like that that's a hugely relevant part of what he focuses on. I, I, I'm not sure. It's just because we got so little of it here of like talking about why. And, you know, I guess he said that at the end, right? It's not really like a, a praise of the film. It's more like a defense of it. It's just odd that in defending it, there wasn't much by way of like, you know, a very structured praise of specific elements of the film. Yeah, just calling it stupid because Ryan Johnson said it's supposed to be stupid. He said that a few Ryan times. Ryan is God. All um, hail Ryan. A lot of people end up defending the first Dude, knives out with that by the way the ransom was a dumb guy and that's why he, like a lot of different things happen it's like if he gets away with this for a, th a third time with his third fucking movie that he makes it all about stupid people and stupid people getting away with shit uh, i guess it's just what happened to being impressed by villains that were really competent that were outwitted by more competent heroes i don't it's know right well you see that's satisfying and interesting nice and encourages me to pay attention mm. yeah. so we can't well, do just, that it's harder to write but it's cooler to see i thought yeah. i thought that was the case anyway, but... So funny, though, because if, if, like, you said that to Ryan, he's like, but it's easier to write this, and this does just fine. Well, it's kind so of apparently funny, Apparently people right? love this shit. That, and it's like, yeah, like, Glass Onion <clears throat> and Knives Out were both very successful films, and the third one probably will be too, and there may be more. You know? The yeah. feedback is probably very positive. It's kind this of... genre a, is just gonna get fucking destroyed for the next decade <laughs> yeah because... uh, i guess there is the, there is the concern of whether this genre could even thrive in the current landscape um Dude. where where it seems like there's not much of a desire to in a sense play it safe and go for something that's that's been done before but to try it in a slightly different way or to do like a sort of well-trodden idea very well because i mean people you know as long as it's good right but like everything, we got to be trying to like figure out new ways to, you know, push the boundaries or, which of course is valuable if you do it well. But I guess that's the thing. There needs to be more mm. emphasis on doing it well, not just doing it, you know? So. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's so. Yeah. Well, um, that. we'll, we'll do what we meant to do last time, but everything got fucked up. Uh, hey, Capital O Opinions, what are you up to? What are you doing these days? Why should people follow you on the interwebs they shouldn't next, <laughs> next person please agreed wow <laughs> damn rex what rude he's just agreeing with to, me i'm just trying to be nice supportive guy. here yeah. oh okay exactly. sorry I, I was a glass onion yeah on y'all on y'all do you literally have a flute <laughs> yeah it's a little penny whistle flute oh, oh i thought you were making a joke earlier <laughs> Penny no, like, I, no, I never actually joke. have a flute. That's, that's I'm always sick, serious Isn't all the time. Play us our irony me. note. Let's go. You should definitely not follow my YouTube channel. Definitely. Will you, Don't do um, it. Don't even think about doing it. I know that you have a TikTok that no one cares about, but do you have a fax <laughs> machine that we can follow? And <laughs> I do. If you want to get in touch with me, hit me up on Discord. I'll give you my fax number. And if you want to send me money, just, you know, mail pallets money to me. No, you'll have to mail the pallets of cash to my house. That's, oh, okay. that's just how I roll. 
Um, well, all right. Uh, the uh, ER. What are you up to these days? What are you doing? Tell the people. What should they be excited uh, for? Well, if you're not utterly sick of all this glass onion talk by now, I'm trying to put out a video within the next. I want to say a few days. Hopefully, if everything pans out correctly. You it just gonna, keeps getting gonna, bigger. You're gonna absorb what he has said in this video and understand you shouldn't lie about glass onion. Have you understood that now? Yeah, I, I would never, I would never try and lie. I, I'm thinking a bit swear. Uh, and you know, I think I'm pretty safe. I think, I think I'm being very truthful about what? how utterly disgusting and dumb this <laughs> oh my god movie is. sounds like a lies to me that sounds like a big lie what the fuck well you'll just have to it. see <laughs> will do masshole what are you up to that's me i i did my first stream from home uh today so i'm back baby yeah. it's gonna be Woo! all yeah. kinds of shit going on uh, I, I copied the long man because I saw he bought a whiteboard to write stuff on. I have yeah, one too yeah. now, and I yeah. regret my life choices because there's a lot of that whiteboard that I'm going to be doing over the next couple of months. They so, really help you remember stuff. And it's like we can yeah, just have a notepad. And it's like yeah, don't like it because cooler. I'm dreading March. March is going to be absolute hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's going on in March? Uh, Scream Six, Shazam, Resident Evil Four, John Wick Four. Whoa! Yeah. That's a lot of wow. stuff. Yes. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, Mando starts up in March as well. So yeah, that's all gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Forge is coming up. Uh, next Forge is gonna be next week on Sunday. We're gonna be joined by Frongo and the meme. We're gonna be talking oh, about uh, Puss and Boots. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah. yeah. And then. <laughs> Then the one after is going to be on the Del Toro Pinocchio. So, yeah. Oh, I still need, I still need to find time to see that. Yeah, what me too. That's why I'm forges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then Dead Space is coming up. I'm going to be streaming. That's going to I'm going to be trying to do a lot more uh gaming uh coverage because a lot of games that come out that I want to talk about. So, yeah, if you if you crave some more gaming things of the stuff that comes out this year. I'll probably have you covered there. Many things going on in the Forge. Very yeah. interesting. Uh, Rags, Springy, and Das, I guess, if any three of you have anything you want to mention about anything. Nothing Not to really. yet. Not Nothing right to report now. Yet. Uh, yeah, just, just working. That's pretty yeah. <laughs> All I've got to say is work continues, and of course we're still catching up with Super Chats. I'm planning on dropping a... Uh, I think it's eight and a half hour one we've finished. Me, me, Rags, and Frank. Right, that will be out soon enough. Right. Yeah, and then of course, um, there's actually an episode that it was a, the original two fourteen that still hasn't actually been put out yet. So we're an extra episode ahead of being ahead, and we're gonna try next week to have that be the week off. Here we go. Yeah. We might just be you. able to pull it off. Who knows? <clears throat> the thing is, like, if some crazy TV show, movie, or something comes out, I can't, I can't say it's a I definite. Think, uh... Well, I, oh, well, yeah, right. But but next, I guess next week is kind of like before things really start to kick off, right? Yeah, I'm actually hoping we might out. just be able to get an actual week off at once. And and on that Saturday, I'll release the catch up this long, so that nah, you, know, nah, you guys nah. still have some stuff from me, Rogal and Raggleton to check out. Woohoo! 
Um, but yeah, in the meantime, we'll be uh, taking moments where we can to do catch-ups. I am afraid I gotta go tonight. Uh, I, I'm already oh, dreading okay. getting up as early as I gotta, but this was not planned. It's just a video that people would tell me was really good, and I was like, that is not a good video. Yeah. Why? What happened? <laughs> Why you gotta lie like that? Yeah. Well, no, no, we learned. It's not lying. Oh, it's just, I don't know, you <laughs> thought it was great. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, that's that, I suppose. Thank you very much for joining us. Hope you had mm -hmm. fun. Uh, thank you again for the kind donations. We shall see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.